Before we get into today's episode, just want to give a quick uh, content warning. This episode includes discussions on depression, anxiety, dissociation, trauma, addiction, self-harm, and suicide. If you are especially sensitive to these topics, uh, totally okay if you want to skip this week's episode. There are a lot of things going on, but if you or someone you know are going through any of these issues, please use resources, seek help. You are loved. You are not alone. Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geeksplain Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow Flash family, are going through every single issue of every single volume of the Flash Rebirth. This week is a big one. This week, we are talking about Heroes in Crisis. Written by Tom King with art by Clay Mann, Lee Weeks, and Mitch Jarrods, the holy trinity of incredible comic artists. And I am joined, of course, by the only two people who I would trust for a Bros Before Heroes code. First off, he's decided to uh, break me out of jail using his incredible flying bug. It's Jacob Brown. Hey, bet you didn't know it was ambush bug. Congratulations. Oh, shit. <laughs> and after sharing a nice slice of, what was it, peach pie, uh, he keeps trying to stab me with a local butter knife. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. I got a stab. I got a stab. I got a stab. I got a stab. Uh, actually, I'm so sorry. Can I come in with breaking news real quick? Breaking news. Uh... Did you see about Speed Force? Yeah. Big ups to who shared it with us? Tristan? Yeah, big huh? up, ups to Tristan Maldonado on Twitter huh? for sharing with us the announcement that we are getting for the first time in God knows how long a secondary Flash title entitled Speed Force. And not just that. It's, it's not just that, baby. It's focusing on Wallace West and Avery Ho. The oh. two of them teaming up, and they're going to Keystone, baby. Holy I'm really excited crap. about that. And drawn oh, by Daniele DiNiculio? Like, oh my god. Oh my I'm god. Having a great we time. stay wow. winning right now. Wow. All right, now I'm ready to be serious. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Is this sounding like a? Is it going to be like some sort of like Superman family type of deal? Because that's what it's or Shazam kinda family. Kind of sounds like it for sure. Yeah. As like the, like the Flash family title. Yeah. Wow! Really exciting. Uh, I'm Eric Azana, and um, <laughs> we are we are talking about Heroes in Crisis, one of the most controversial and polarizing events that DC has ever put out. And that's saying something. DC Comics has been going on for a very long time. And it's interesting because we, we were discussing this when you know we were kind of putting the schedule for 
this season together. And I almost left Heroes in Crisis off because, for one, I've covered it before on the Wednesday podcast a while ago, a long while ago. But also, it's not a fun story. <laughs> it's not a fun story to uh, to talk about or to read. But we, you know, we talked about it, and it's kind of a necessary story for Wally as a character. Who I don't know if you've noticed is a very important character in the Flash family, and. This is a necessary step. Necessary might be the wrong word, but this is a this is an essential step for Wally in the rebirth process. So we wanted to talk about it. Plus, uh, we have varying degrees of knowledge of this event. Uh, I read this as it was coming out, and I remember enjoying it very much as a story. Uh, maybe it's, it's, I will never go to bat and say it's a perfect story. Um, but I remember as a whole, enjoying the concept, enjoying the story. Malcolm read the story as it was coming out. And our discussions were that he fucking hated it. And I was very curious because Jacob has never read the story. So we are going to be having a a big discussion. There's a ton to talk about. We're going to be covering a lot this week. So buckle up. Uh, we're going to be covering the full nine-issue miniseries as well as the Flash-related tie-ins. So that's the uh, Flash annual that's tied into this. And then issue 64 and 65 of both Flash and Batman, all of which are written by Joshua Williamson, entitled The Price, which isn't as connected to heroes in crisis as, as you would assume and as i think we all assumed when the solicitations came out but i think it's yep. an interesting story nonetheless got a lot to cover let's dig into this here we go issue one <laughs> starts off in a very uh very old school american diner for i have to talk about it off the bat clay man's art Holy shit. Yeah, it was really good, right? Yeah. I I was first introduced to Clayman years ago. I think it was 2010 when he did the art on a Scotty Young written Magneto miniseries. I said, holy shit, what? this guy is going to. Yeah, what? That... yeah, it's it's an incredible miniseries. Uh, it is so unbelievably good. Huh. It's, uh, How yeah, random. it's a four, four or five issue like Magneto miniseries uh, written by Scotty Young. And drawn by Clayman. And it is unbelievable. Uh, it's from uh, literally like 2010, 2011. Uh, it's great. Super worth reading. Uh, Interesting. That was my first time that I saw Clayman. I said, wow, this guy's going to be big time. Because he's amazing. Uh, and boy, he's real He's real good. Uh, he takes a while, but he's real good. Yeah, he's, he's become kind of uh, one of Tom King's go-to guys. Yeah, uh, for awesome. better and for worse when it comes to scheduling, because like we said, his art's gorgeous, but it does take a long while. Um, they collaborated again for uh, Batcat, mm -hmm. the 12-issue maxi-series that was a story that happened. And I still I, haven't read it. 
I really? haven't. I haven't. I read the first like two issues and I was like, whoa, I don't like this. There's a lot going <laughs> and on. And I that just story. haven't haven't read it since. Interesting. Maybe we'll find I have it. List. I just haven't done it. See, if we ever do Tom King's Batman, Tom King's Batman we'll that, have to uh yeah. that'll have to be on there for sure. Cause it's it's the necessary, I think, endpoint for his uh for his Batman run. Yeah. At least for the major characters in that. It's Basidia Bane. But we're not talking about Batman. Uh, We're talking about Booster Gold. (laughs) Not yet. We're talking about Booster Gold sitting in this, uh, sitting in this diner. And I could just, I can picture this almost like a sitcom opening. You get like the friends like, do 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 as Booster Gold's kind of sitting in this diner, sipping on coffee and you just see Harley Quinn stroll up, come up to the window. That's when everyone in. claps. Woo! <laughs> she enters, enters the diner. And I kind of love how nonchalant. The, it, it's very classic, like, sitcom diner uh, waitress who's ver- just very like, oh, great. Okay, so we're going to have a fight in my diner. Great. Love this. And... The next page gives us the first of some fucking incredible title cards. Uh, yeah, yeah. The title cards in the this title book cards kind of want man are incredible. Yeah, and it was this yeah. kind really of great collaboration between Clayman and uh, Tomumori, who does the colors for this, and basically Clay would do the full landscape. And then through the colors would collaborate with with Mori to get the Heroes in Crisis written out somewhere in that landscape. In that landscape, super yeah. freaking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we see here, as we are uh, getting into the story, a big red streak. As we can assume, a red caped hero is heading towards somewhere in the Midwest. Now, obviously, it's Alan Scott. Yes, of course. Of course. The only <laughs> superhero. Yes, of course. Uh, and here's where we get the first of many confessionals. Yeah. Now, the confessionals, I thought, were a really interesting way to kind of frame this. Because, and not saying it's like this at all, but it's like, you know, trash reality TV where yeah. you have yeah. like the confessionals yeah yeah I, yeah uh i don't like that i hate that interesting <laughs> i really interesting. don't i i don't watch reality tv i think it's a terrible uh venue in general just to get into uh-huh. so jacob you would love love island though you know <laughs> it's no, so messy me. It's Trust so me, messy. I, you'd love it. I used to watch like those early Fox back in the two two thousands, like the the oh, Paradise yeah. Island, and like who wants oh, yeah. to, and that and that guy pretending to be like a millionaire, but he's Joe millionaire, a, Joe millionaire, yeah. and everything. Yeah, who was just a schlub. Off. Yeah, yep. just a schlub. Yeah, and see if like anyone would love him for just himself and not the money. Yeah, it's you, you like, guys yeah. remember Next? Yes. Which one was yes, Next? Yes, I remember Next. The show was the Next. The show was next where it was like they had like a bachelor bachelorette on there and then there was like three potential dates on a bus like four four guys oh, yeah, three, yeah. Four potential dates on a yeah, bus they get yeah, off yeah, the bus yeah. they go on a date and at they any time date, the person then, could be like next next and then they had to swap out with somebody yeah i do remember that 
remember she was uh, wild in the 2000s yeah darren darren chris was on that show was for, he but yes he was he was on Who that show next darren chris oh Come i think on. he did i think that was horrible because he was like i like to play the guitar and all this other stuff and it's just like Jesus. Oh, was, yeah. oh lord yeah. Jesus. do you and guys remember do you guys remember i think i want to say it was called hot or not but I yes. don't remember. Oh, yes, yes, Is yes, that yes, the yes. one with the laser pointer? Yep. Where they would like, there was like a panel oh. of judges and like people would come up and like, you know, swimwear, like walk up on stage and then they would have, the judges would have like a laser pointer yeah. and uh, out awful. on their bodies awful. what was good and what was bad. <laughs> Absolutely so bad. Terrible. terrible. What a wild thing that happened on live television, like on yeah. ABC. That's insane. ABC is owned by the Disney Corporation. They were throwing everything at a wall and seeing what stuck. Exactly. It was incredible. It was absolutely just cocaine-fueled times. Just, okay, so what if we did a show where, like, we were talking about how hot people are, and then we had, like, a laser winner, right? And then we we used that laser winner, and we looked at them, and we were like, yo, that's hot. Yo, that's not hot. Make it, make it, make it, make it, make it. Reality TV is terrible. It is incomprehensible trash and you should not watch yeah. it. That yeah. being said, I loved Flavor of Love and Jersey Shore. So Yo, um, I love Flavor of Love. Let's, you let's table are that. the problem in the pa- every sense of our the first Taylor Swift Patreon song. series will be reviewing every episode of the Flavor oh, of Love. A Flavor oh, of Love? All Hell three of us yes. together oh, watching the go. entire series. Episode can, we do, uh, episode. can we do the Tila Tequila show too? <laughs> I have problems with that, but sure. Sure, sure. Yeah, I have problems with Tila Tequila. <laughs> if we're yes. doing this, no kidding. <laughs> if we're doing this, you're joining me on this incredible journey on this show. I believe it's called Jackass. We have to oh. go through every <laughs> season and movie, including the spinoffs, like Bad Grandpa. What? That fun. what a, no, that doesn't count, right? What a show, a show that was perfectly tailored for a character like Booster Gold. Jesus Christ. I'm Booster Gold and this <laughs> oh. is Jackass. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm Booster a young Gold. Johnny Knoxville actually could have pulled off could have been a really good Booster Gold. A great Gold. Yeah. Booster Gold. Who would you cast Johnny Knoxville as now? Now? Oh, right now. now. Um something in the wrecking crew. Because I think he also would have been a good like he's he, like old man. He would have been a exactly. good class. I think he would have been a oh, really 100%. good plus. And I oh, think he wow. could be like a good older plus now. You For know? sure. You know who I, think that'd I, be kind of fun. I don't know why I thought this, but I think it would be really interesting, especially because we got a very different version recently. Alan Scott. Dr. Fate. Oh, fuck. That would be awesome. <laughs> Can you imagine everyone like awesome. gets into the Tower of Fate? <laughs> You know, you've got like Dr. Fate and all of his spooky mystical bullshit he and he touches down, he pulls off the helmet. He's like, hey, um, so I'm going to make some kombucha. Does anybody want some? Like just the <laughs> chillest fucking guy. He, yeah. He he's just like, super yogi, Dr. Fate. He's just like I, I, it's fate. Like, what do I have to worry about? It's going to happen. It's already ordained. That like, would be sick. I uh, uh, that's fuck. Good. And, and then we get cutbacks. Yeah. Or flashbacks to him as a young Dr. Fate as Kent Nelson being like, okay, I'm Dr. Fate and this is the JSA. <laughs> and it's just ridiculous bullshit. It's just, it's just him and Wildcat doing stupid shit. He's doing uh, stupid, stupid shit. shit. Uh, 
Because oh Wildcat would totally be Ted would totally be down for stupid shit. And and Adam, Adam Smasher. The three oh, of them fuck. just uh, okay. around. So Wee Man is Adam Smasher. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they keep, yeah. and they keep roping Jay into it, even though every time he says he's like, "No, I don't want to do this," but then he yes. gets super into it. He gets into it way too much into it. And they're trying uh, to hide thought... it from Alan Scott the entire time. <laughs> so funny. Alan Scott is like the dad or whatever that always keeps like, stop getting on the thing. Um, yeah, I thought of I thought of Mr. Miracle because of being, you know, like the escape Ooh. artist that he is. Like, he oh, that would have been really, really good yeah. as Mr. Miracle. I, I'm surprised you guys didn't jump on that immediately. Because of oh my god, how it's that very would similar. be very cool. Yeah, I think like that would actually be time, great. Yeah, an, an old. Mr. Miracle, after all this time, has been doing this shit for years. Like, yeah, like okay, I so it's imagine... him as Mr. Miracle, and it's Monica Bellucci as Big Barda. That's oh, your movie. Lord, that's your movie. Oof. Oh um, man, oof. that's your movie. <laughs> Give that to me now. I'll make that movie right now. Oh is it gosh. hot in here? Is it climate change? What is? Whoa! Uh, <laughs> what's going no, on? It's Whoa! Definitely the so, climate change. We see Harley sit down with Booster Gold, um, gets a little slice of peach pie. Um, the two of them share a cup of coffee. She eats the pie, and we cut back to Sanctuary. And I believe it is pertinent for us to do some uh, some background for Sanctuary. Sanctuary was yes. this uh, was this idea. Sanctuary. Not Sanctuary. quite. Uh, oh, oh, not, um, not Hunchback? Okay. It was this brainchild of Tom King's who thought about what if there was like a, a, I don't want to say a rehab because I feel like that's in poor taste, but it's like, yeah. like a, like a halfway Rehabilitation? home, some kind of but like, a, yeah, a recovery place. A recover. Thank you. A, a recovery facility yeah. for superheroes to deal with all of the trauma. And boy, is there a lot um, yeah. in all the superheroing. He established it first and gave the first inklings of it in his Batman series with Harley loves Ivy. Uh, that's not the name of the arc, but yeah, it's but basically what it's called. Yeah, basically Poison <laughs> Ivy rules Gotham, and she's dealing with a lot of trauma. And at the end of it, they mention, "Oh, we're going to take her to Sanctuary," and that's the first time that it gets kind of mentioned. Yep. And then, and then gets... there's a Booster Gold story <sighs> called "The I, Gift." I do not want to spoil this for Jacob because I know he hasn't read it, and that story is legitimately yeah. one of the most batshit insane stories I've ever read. Uh, Jacob, all you need to know is that Booster goes through. He actually talks about it a little bit in this book. He does. Um, yes. Okay. He, yeah. he goes through some shit, and then at some the end of that, they mention, shit. "Oh, okay, he's going to go off the sanctuary." Here, here's one of the problems with the sanctuary thing is that it was mentioned three times. Yes. Because the other time we just saw last week or the with week before Wally. last with Wally, yeah, where they yeah, take him yeah. off and they say, "We're going to take him to sanctuary," and then that's it. Otherwise, this is the first time we've seen sanctuary. And they made a made oh, a big thing at San Diego Comic Con. They had mm -hmm. Tom King give this presentation with the robes and the masks mm -hmm. to kind of give his view and give us the you know the the elevator pitch for the idea of Sanctuary and for Heroes in Crisis. Now, we'll talk about this later, 
but there was a lot of changes made to this story by editorial not saying that it was a perfect idea to start but you can kind of tell that this might not have been 100% the story that Tom King set out to tell when he create when he pitched the idea for this concept but every single time it would be mentioned sanctuary would be this place that was built by superman wonder woman and batman and it was completely off the grid no one knew where it was so of course it's in the heart of kansas in superman's home where he has no earthly connection to it and no one who knows his identity will know to look why don't just make it the fortress of solitude or something smack dab in the middle of gotham city (laughs) it's kind of it's kind of exactly that it's kind of exactly that premise you know (laughs) superman has that fortress of solitude so that he can go back and you know kind of hang out chill and think about like things that have gone on yeah kind of process (laughs) that's exactly what this is you know, we, we we talked about recently about uh, making time for ourselves, just ourselves. We all, you know, get our Fortress of Solitude time. Superman yeah. rolls up to Sanctuary and there are crows, which is kind of the universal fictional sign of bad shit just happened. Mm-hmm. And we get the saddest little, like... Yeah. The saddest this... thing that I... I swear to God, didn't notice the first time I read through this entire series. Nope. Yeah. Didn't notice it until yeah. I read it this week. Didn't notice I'm... it. I've I've read this story, I think, three times. Ugh. I just noticed and... it now. Yeah. <laughs> I just noticed <laughs> yeah. it. Was They're upsetting. very subtle about it, actually. Yeah. Because yeah, I did. they have the crows eating from something. And when they pull it up, if you zoom in, which you can do on a, you know, tablet smartphone a mobile device but you can't really do on a comic book page you see that whatever they are eating they pull up and there is a blue mask attached to it and on the very next page we are introduced to blue jay who can shrink and so we find out that that was blue jay that those crows were snacking on oh god and what I will say is that I think the pacing of this first issue is really good. I will agree with that. Yeah. The pacing of this I issue is really good. Very well. It yeah. sets everything up and immediately sets the tone yeah. for what the story is going to be going forward. Had yes. it not been for the arrangement of this uh, first vault issue, I would have probably not been got into this as, as far as we were supposed to because because like it, this thing actually, this kind of hooked me in with just the way they structurally put this together. I yeah, I well think it's paced very well, but I think it's paced like a third issue or like a like a mm. big reveal issue. Yes, as opposed yeah. to a first issue. And again, that's uh, speaking to the greater problem of they're just introduced. Like this is the real introduction to Sanctuary, right? Not like whispers and murmurs. Like this is actually the first time. If we had bringing it up. Uh, and I'll talk about this probably more later, but if we had a couple issues of, hey, here's what Sanctuary is, and then this all happens, mm. then you have something there. Because I think this is this is a this is a bad introduction, you know, I, to, I, to say here's your cookie jar, yeah. immediately smash it on the floor before I even have it in my hands. I disagree. And then pick up the cookies. <laughs> yes, I disagree. <laughs> I think this is a great first issue 
However, I do agree in that there should have been more showing Sanctuary before this. Yeah, like I, I having... do. I I think this is just paced like the act the act one reveal that sets that's up fair. Act two. That's fair. Like... Um, but also it is set up. I, I mean, I, just... I, I I don't want to draw these comparisons, but like it's set up for me very much like a. I mean, obviously this story is a murder mystery, but yeah. the first thing that kind of came to mind was the Batman, where it's like they're walking in on the crime scene. The crime has already happened. And so they're discovering this as it goes. Mm. And so that's why mm. I kind of, I vibe with the first issue. Cause obviously again, it's like a, what the fuck? But I agree that it would have hit harder if we had seen sanctuary working. If we knew what it was. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I definitely have a real big problem with that. And so Harley finishes her piece of pie and we get to see one of the most like Clayman has this gift of being able to draw really demented facial expressions and characters. There mm. is a panel, not in this story, uh, leading up to the the wedding of Batman and Catwoman, where he draws the most paralysis demon looking Joker that I've ever seen. Mm. It is terrifying to look at. Mm. <laughs> That's you're speaking my language. <laughs> um so Dude, i really think you would like tom king's batman run we should we should put it on the docket someday probably yeah that's Cause... that's something that i think i would love to get jacob's take on just sure. just reading just reading vision the, his take on the vision was like one of the most incredible experiences just in terms of he's um, one of my favorite that, writers that story genuinely. Yeah, he's I so, never would have expected good. something from that from like the vision and yeah. anything like that to see have so you... to hear him do like the Batman and anything else like that. I want to wait. Has he done Spider-Man yet? Because that's maybe more my thing. In terms no, of no. I think okay. it would be very interesting, but yeah. I don't think he's the right person to write Spider-Man. Right. Yeah, I just think no. it would be, be fun just to see like his take on it just to because it'd be wildly different. You know, it's already have weird. You read... with, you know, Gmo doing Green Lantern to me. Right. <laughs> no, that rules. Uh, have you read any of his other, like, big maxi series, Jacob? No. Because he has a few, including, like, Mr. Miracle, Strange Mr. Miracle Adventures. is one of my top five all-timers. Like, I, it is that good. Uh, Human Target is now in my top five Human Target's incredible. <laughs> I, think you, I think that's maybe one of the greatest we'll books of the 21st Maybe we'll just do you, a Tom King season. We should do a Tom King season. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> mentioned you've mentioned human target and all i keep thinking is that tv show on yeah Fox. yeah is with that... mark valley yeah that yeah. fucking great tv yes it is yeah. that character it is that yes, character christopher based chance. on the comics christopher okay. chance, yes yep. oh that's so funny jacob is it just a few there is no it's comic that is going to get you like emotionally wetter than uh than human, <laughs> than target? human target you know oh, i missed that i missed you know, it when, it came, with when the hype no. came we, out when it was coming out i totally missed it and i grabbed all of those comics but i never read them i felt so bad i felt we so need bad another poll quote whenever we get that full hardcover for the full maxi series this notebook no, is gonna get you emotionally get wetter you emotionally wetter than human target but emotionally Malcolm has Russell to be Nelson uh, so Harley goes horny. it's so horny uh, it's Harley so attacks <laughs> booster gold and begins stabbing him and the two uh, engage in some fisticuffs. 
Can we talk about how crappy her costume is? It was a it different always time. Is. It's it's it was I've a always time. hated that. Hated this costume. This always costume hated this sucks. costume. It's always sucks. Even in the Suicide Squad movie, I was just like, oh, just put her in the freaking sucks. Suit. Like, I think it looks her... good in the Harley Quinn TV show. Mm. Well, season I three out to, now. I'd have to what four out season now, four out now. <laughs> <laughs> and that tells you what you need to know about. <laughs> And be it's happy that it's out because it's all you're going to get for a while. Yeah, good lord. So <laughs> yeah. Booster and Harley are fighting, and then we get the Trinity page. And I just love the way Clayman draws Superman. I love the way that Clayman draws Wonder Woman because she looks Greek. She does. I would say oh, so very much. Okay. She, has, yeah. she definitely has that. That's she has not very at all? specific facial features. I realize how bad that sounds, but please, like, know what I mean by that, everybody. Like, walk it back, Malcolm. Walk it back. No, walk no, it back, God, Malcolm. Walk it back. Oh, Malcolm, I, I thought, I thought you were. Uh, that is not the way I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to go the route, the fact that of the position that she's in, that you were going to comment Malcolm. on her. And that's J why, Jacob. Jacob. That's why I thought. That's what so I thought. So Superman I'm shows that, up that to Jordan sanctuary. Peele gif of him just pouring sweat. Pouring sweat. <laughs> so Superman shows up. Uh, Batman and Wonder Woman are on the way. Superman comes upon a horrific crime scene, and I didn't realize this until maybe just now. But this panel or this page is his X-ray vision. I always kind of assumed the people in front of him were on a hill. They, but... they're, yeah, they're spread out on the ground. It's not x-ray vision. It's just like vision. enhanced vision. I mean, enhanced his enhanced vision, vision yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's it's his super it's vision. It's microscope vision. I, all, I always yeah. just kind of assumed they were on a hill, which felt strange to me. But now that yeah. I'm seeing it with the circle around the border that I've somehow yeah. never noticed before. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was interesting. But he's I think seen... they're just they're just having a roll in the hay. That's really I, the way I uh, think. <laughs> God. Uh, so all of the uh, participants, all of the people at Sanctuary are gone. Something has happened. And we get an introduction to Hotspot, who I remember literally only from the Teen Titans cartoon. Yep. Prior to this. That's it only thing that i associated him with holy shit yeah uh, but, i was just gonna say i was like i don't know this character at all nope. <laughs> but i i will say and i think that's something that this series for all of its faults does well it gets you really invested in characters you don't know about i don't think it does i think it specifically think it weaponizes characters that you don't know about so that you feel like there's consequences because you're like oh i don't know that person but someone clearly does as opposed to I actually having it that. be a lot of characters that you do know why is it that. blue jay instead of the atom that's fair but also it's getting eyes on characters that have been around Yes, it but is. Also, it, hasn't been around because yes. of continuity. But, <laughs> but it's this. It's taking characters that people don't know. It's what Tom King loves to do. He loves taking C and D string characters and getting you to care about them. That's what he did with Human Target. It's what he did with. I mean, uh, Mr. Miracle. It's what he I mean, did Mr. with Mr. Miracle, Strange Vision, Adventures. Strange right. Adventures. That's his bag. Right. That's what he does. But and I, I think, think this was, is he was the lazy I, version of it. Maybe. I think it was his intention to do the same thing here, to get you invested I, I, in these characters. Yes, I do think it was his intention, but there, 
it's it, hard to it doesn't always be land. introduced yeah. to a character who we know is now dead. Right. And then them tell us, oh, but this is why this character is kind of interesting. Fair. Totally fair. And then know that nothing's going to come of it. Also, again, a big problem here. A lot of these characters have not been around in continuity. Fair. What so fucking ever. I, and then they mention things that are just not in this continuity whatsoever. This book plays fast and loose with continuity. And we'll it get sure to that does. with the goddamn Ted of it. Hey, look, is that the Phoenix we're, coming? Yeah. drives me right crazy. Now? Yeah, <laughs> like, we're going to have a conversation about that. But, um, I mean, if you look at this panel where, like, Superman's looking at everyone who's dead, Commander Steel hasn't been seen since 2010. Yeah. I think he wasn't seen Pre even well 52. before the yeah. New 52. You wrong. know, and he's talking about stuff from when he died. Yeah. Uh, Lagoon Boy. We'll get to Lagoon, Lagoon Boy. Boy. We're going to get to Lagoon Boy. None We're going to talk this, about Lagoon like, Boy. None of these characters are characters who have existed in continuity, and they want us to care about this right now. And that's not fair. But I think that's and, like bullshit maybe, emotional manipulation. And I think he's he's trying to get you to care about them through the confessionals. That's the use of the confessionals. But yes. it is it is not the best way that he could have gone about that for sure. It's it's weaponizing emotion. And That's I'm one hundred percent not about that. That's why I don't like James Gunn stuff, everybody. It's weaponized emotional. Like it it that's and that's what this Ooh. is. Emotional so, warfare. Yes. Nice. It's emotional warfare. Yeah. Very nice. So the battle between... But, but, uh, but James Gunn does it with music, so it's very like... Uh, exactly. So, it's not, so at least you have a soundtrack to <laughs> We gotta move warfare. on. <laughs> Harley and Booster are fighting. So this episode. <laughs> Harley and Booster are fighting. They bust through the, the diner. They're making a mess of things. I remember doing the page turn cutting back to sanctuary and shutting mm. the issue because uh -huh. I was not ready for this. I was hoping against hope that it wasn't everybody from sanctuary, but Superman opens the door to sanctuary and right there, smack dab in the middle of the room, Wally West and Roy Harper. Now I hate to do this to you. Listener. We're going to get to Roy later on this season. Because yeah. we've got Green Arrow on the way. Yeah, I can't wait to revisit this book in four months. <laughs> yep, we're gonna do a whole other episode. <laughs> we're doing another episode all over again. We're doing, we're doing half of this. We're doing half of this run, and then we're gonna finish the rest of the half when we get to Green Arrow. So that Once we have now. to go back, get ready for and that. Find that episode, and then we'll re-listen re to that, and then re-listen to the newest episode. Yeah. That's <laughs> When we're going to make you jump around like they always do in these comic books, goddammit. <laughs> now, what I think is an interesting choice here, you get the bottom panel is uh, Superman saying Arsenal and Flash are confirmed. And you see both Roy and, and Wally. Wally. But then the next page focuses on Roy. And they divert the attention away from the Wally. Thing. Which is important. Which is important. But I also think that's a bad judgment call as well why because that immediately starts <laughs> making you a little suspicious i don't think so because wally is a bigger character than roy is why wouldn't they use that time to spotlight on wally's confessional right now because i think that draws about. you away from i think that, i think that draws you yes it, it is because the of what making, we just talked about with... yes i i agree i just think yeah. that that's a misstep i that's think that right. immediately makes that immediately makes me suspicious I disagree. I I don't think because we're we're conditioned to love Wally. 
and seeing him in this state in this space i mean i could i don't know how much we can how much we can kind of interject our you know i'm gonna ask jacob because he didn't know yeah. the answer to this that's true jacob where, where, where were you at on that where did you uh, feel when we made the? Because you didn't know the end goal here, and I think that that's a decision that is that's important. Focused on where the end goal is, as opposed right. to Guys. the opening mystery. Guys, I'm still trying to figure out why Roy looks like Matt Murdock, who's trying to disguise himself in the MCU right now. So uh, I, clearly, we can't talk about the fucking hat because I will, I will punch something. He's he's, he's gonna lose his fucking mind. Right we, we can't talk about the hat because mind. he's gonna lose his mind, and I'm gonna push him further because I love the hat. But I hate the hat so god. That's the only bad thing about World's Finest Teen Titans. Just... He's got that goddamn fucking hat, but it's yellow now. It's yellow. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's so weird though. so how did how did you feel about you know did this throw suspicion for you initially yeah reading this scene um i'm gonna let you know ahead of time we're gonna be I cutting to you for a lot of this because uh, as yeah, a I'm first totally time blind. read we're gonna you, be asking you are a very lot of important questions. perspective on a lot I, of this i didn't realize how important so i probably should have read this i'm just kidding um, <laughs> i i I gotta I really sit. I gotta read. <laughs> Listeners, I'm suffering. I have to edit these things. And I set up these sessions. And I do the schedule. And these motherfuckers just roll in every week. Get to say their bullshit, do their bits, and leave it alone. I suffer every week. For you. Listen, it's 9 a.m. I'm punchy. <laughs> he is punchy. I just woke up. I'm punchy. <laughs> I was gonna say this is um uh we just uh we're just here for the comedy. Um <laughs> we, we uh okay so what uh okay I was I was very much I don't know about suspicious. Um I was just more curious in the fact of like um why um i don't know uh depending on why roy was there i was more of like i thought i thought they were both there i thought roy was there just to help flash i mean totally fair not okay. knowing going I thought in was, yeah. I thought, yeah not knowing it i thought he was i thought he was a victim of circumstance because i don't see because i don't know if uh roy, i don't know about roy's history of being in this sanctuary place so oh, uh i we'll didn't so i so i didn't so i thought he was just visiting his friend i just i, I just just suggested that in my head uh, because i don't know the back history of why these characters are in this um like uh you know, you know rehabilitation totally center. Yeah. yeah yeah so so i don't really think it was like any suspicion it was just more of just like okay so all of these characters are dead and unfortunately we had like some you know friendly fire from certain characters uh i.e I. roy you know so I, I i don't know i just uh i'm not sure if it was uh suspicious or not okay fair like enough that. very fair so we do get roy's confessional um roy is a fascinating character yeah, yeah. because if any but i feel like if any any of the dc characters would be in this kind of place, Roy would be. Yes. 
Oh, and okay. he's a character who has gone through. And again, we're going to get into all of his sordid history during the second half of the season with Green Arrow. But <laughs> yes, Roy is one of those characters who is so fascinating to me and very rarely gets the time to show it. Especially yeah. since a certain story blew his arm off. But yeah. it's it's, oh, so it's just Bucky now here. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, he kind of actually uh, one of my favorite characters of all time i love roy harper and He's i really love character the 2000s treatment of roy harper where they they take a lot of time to put attention on that character really grow him really evolve him uh do something really interesting with him he is he is made to be an interesting counterpoint to nightwing and how nightwing yeah. grew up um and yeah, then cry for okay. justice happens. <laughs> and then they realized after that story, the only way to redeem him was to put him in a hat. So the yeah. battle between Booster and Harley continues. Uh, the skies above Kansas. Um, Superman continues looking through. We see that the attendants to Sanctuary were all robots. We're all androids. Um, and Someone wrote on the wall, whoever did all this wrote on the wall the puddlers are all dead and oh, is that what it says okay yes i did i wasn't sure if it said the dudlers or the puddlers no, the, the, was, puddlers. the puddlers the puddlers, puddlers are all dead we'll come back to that later and wonder woman gives the backstory on that where she says it's a term for those who work in iron who make weapons swords puddlers skim the molten metal remove the impurities so the iron can be strong we don't have context for this now, but we will later. Mm -hmm. And so Batman... it's around about this point that I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Uh, as, yeah. as, yes. a, as somebody who's like, not really. Into but again, I love on. the pacing of for, this. For good that or point, for bad, it's that is like, the reaction. What yeah. the yeah. fuck is happening? Like, what is happening right now? Yes. Yeah. At least and that so... See, and again, this page focuses on Wally. Wally is the center focus of this page. Yes. It's a weird composition thing. It, but I, I but I think it's it's because we know. I think it might I don't know if that's how you felt at the time, but for I, me I honestly don't know. For me I, I pay more attention no, to Wally but... because of the knowledge of the story. So yeah. It's I, I don't I don't know. I, that 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 is yeah. weird to me. It's a, it's a weird <laughs> it's a weird way to do the mystery it's kind of like they're yeah. rubbing it in my face right now because i know and they're rubbing it in my face like see see how clever this was at the beginning see look at it it's really clever and i i what think else? it's oh, thinking good. about Where the ending the in a wrong that? way that's fair yeah. that's fair i, th yeah, I think yeah. it's thinking about the end point in the wrong kind of way as that's opposed fair. to hey let's have a little more misdirect right now it, okay it is it is very like uh, haphazardly uh, uh, Agatha Christie of this story. I disagree. To be in a in a sense, like a little bit. I, I, I can I see. Agree. I can see. I, I think it's I, very no. Agatha Christie. Seeing, oh, I think it's very Agatha Christie. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's bad Agatha Christie. I, I think I, it's in a bad way. Yeah. I I'm trying to understand. Yeah, it's like this is very much like an Agatha Christie like novel. And in, in yeah, once, but once it, you know. But but Eric, he, she does yeah. she does do some bullshit once in a while when she when she's like lays out all the clues and you're like oh well it's obviously oh, this character and then she's like no yeah. I did an Agatha Christie play I know it's, I know yeah it and and you're correct if you know and that's kind of the magic and also the 
terrible thing about Ag- Agatha Christie stories. If you know the twist, the rest of the story gets kind of ruined for you. Yeah. So yeah. Agatha Christie is very much a first watch, first experience kind of um, writer. Yes. As yeah. opposed to a, I mean, a terrible comparison, but as opposed to a Ryan Johnson with Knives Out or Glass Onion where Ooh, you know I, which is which is emulating that kind of thing but uh, i think they do a better job of focusing on the end reveal in the right way of like I you watch knives out again movies. and you don't really like I there's do, a good like 35 minutes before you're like oh right okay this is what's going on. <laughs> i i disagree i love those really? movies but yeah, upon rewatch if you know what to look for it's all there but I think that's inherent with any kind of murder mystery. mystery. It's a murder yeah. mystery thing. But yeah. so Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman, you know, commit to finding out who did this. And we find out sort of on the very next page at the conclusion of the Booster and Harley fight that they're both pointing the fingers at each other. Harley says Booster did it. Booster says Harley did it. And then we get the Booster confessional. Which I think, I I don't know. I love the idea of Booster in a place like this. Yes. Because he is someone who is kind of the embodiment of imposter syndrome. Yes. And to, put, yeah. to make someone face that as someone who regularly deals with imposter syndrome, it's fascinating to me. So chapter two, we start off right away with Harley. But not just Harley. Poison Ivy is doing her uh, confessional. And as Jacob mentioned with Roy, which I think is very interesting, Harley was just there to support Ivy initially. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, And we cut back to Harley with some pangolins. Some panglings. Oh no, you know what that means. Here comes the raven. Oh, right. The penguin. Who looks very... I I thought we were going to be chanting. Do the... What is this, Oppenheimer? No, it's Mighty Ducks. That's a really good joke for Oppenheimer. Oh, oh. I haven't seen Oppenheimer, but I know as soon as I watch it, I'm going to laugh. You should. It's not a funny moment, at but that you moment. Should. <laughs> you should. I'm going to be in the theater, and I'm just going to go, ha! Oh, <laughs> You're going to know exactly <laughs> the moment I'm talking about. It's going to be really funny. Great. Can't That's wait. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. Just a random laugh. By the way, this is the this is one of the few times I've seen the 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 penguin actually look like Danny DeVito. Straight penguin. up just DeVito. It is just so, Danny DeVito. Where <laughs> It's so good. The if pale ever, and everything like it's just Danny DeVito. The, if the, ever I expected the, the, the penguin team. to just go, yeah. All right, so I started blasting. So I started blasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we missed it, but uh, right before this panel, the penguin actually like crawls right out of the couch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It's> so <laughs> slathered up. Slathered up. Yeah. Oh god. Oh, can, Jesus. can you imagine how fucking unsettling that would be? You come into this room and there's just a couch set behind this table. Yes. And Penguin just fucking like grudge crawls yeah. out of it. Yeah. Comes and sits Danny down at the table. His little like penguin, helper yeah. comes and gives him the napkin in his collar and he's just he's like, let's do business. 
God damn it. Well, what? And it's, somebody's just like, what were you what were you doing in the couch? I was listening. I was spying. I was spying to the thing. You can never be too careful with that bad man running around. <laughs> There's it's very the obviously a man in, in that couch. <laughs> Penguin number one, written by Tom King, drawn by Roberto De La Tour, on sale next week. <laughs> on sale next week. Yeah. <laughs> This Please is weird let it timing. be this penguin. Uh, Please let it be this penguin. It is, it is very specifically not, it seems like, which I'm very about. But... <laughs> about so, oh, fuck me. so Harley Quinn has come to Penguin because she wants some protection. She wants to be hidden. So we cut over to an autopsy room where the Trinity are doing an autopsy on Commander Steel. Mm-hmm. And so we see you know, some of the background being given for Sanctuary. Um, they say, you know, Sanctuary's, Batman says Sanctuary is anonymous. This allows heroes to talk about their pain and shame. All information gathered by Sanctuary is immediately deleted. Who comes, what they say, when they leave, everything is erased, nothing is reported. So they don't know. This, this is one of those, you know, locked room, no windows kind of murders. Yeah. And And I love that this is framed specifically because both Wonder Woman and Superman are like, Bruce, you know, because you're Batman. You record the tapes. You have recordings of everything. You have to. Like, you have to, because that's who you are. You're You're a paranoid, freaking little fuck. Like, this is is what you do. Just stop the bullshit. Just tell us right now. And Batman just goes, goes, "Mm, I am a freaky little fuck, but not about this. (laughs) 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 Was he Crispin Glover? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Listeners, I've been I've been watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and I just finished season three and I just heard the have you guys watched Mrs. Maisel? No, it's on my list. I season three. And listeners who have watched it, you know what I'm talking about. There is a magician that gets brought in who talks exactly like that. Cool. Who plays the magician? Let me let me see. Is there anyone we would know? Uh, I didn't recognize him. Um, this is Maisel. It's obviously Vincent Price. <laughs> it's obviously Peter Lorre. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> obviously. They're still uh, around, right? Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes. Soon what? we will be able to thank us. <laughs> what is why Rami Malek plays Peter Lorre movie? Like, I, I don't understand uh, why that just isn't the biography that's happened. Oh, that would be, oh my God. He Malcolm was literally, next... like, put on this earth to play Peter Lorre. Peter Lorre, like, oh my God. <laughs> it's all... frustrating that he hasn't done, right? His character in the in in the latest James Bond movie. Oh my god, that is yes, so Peter that's Lawyer. a Peter Laurie character. Yeah, that is Peter Laurie coded. Yes. So the actor's the actor's, the actor's name, yeah. the actor's name, and it sounds like a fucking Batman villain is Gideon Glick. I have never seen him before in anything. Uh, I'm obsessed. What? His Gideon, name is Glick. Gideon Glick. That rules. And he shows up in season three. Awesome. And having just finished season three, listeners who have watched it, it might be the best season. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but yeah, that's all I pictured. Gideon Glick. If you Google him, incredible. Immediately. Oh, wait a second. I do know this guy. Oh, you do? Where do I know him from? See, that's what I thought too, but like I'm looking oh. at his discography or his filmography, and I don't know if I've seen him before. 
It says he was oh. in Ocean's 8. Oh, he, he I, I was, was going to say, he was in Ocean's 8, but who's he in Ocean's 8? Oh, he was in Spring Awakening. <laughs> I don't know. I, did, I didn't watch Ocean's 8. Oh, you should. It's uh, fantastic. I've actually. heard it's good. Yeah, it's really good. Just haven't had the time, but I've heard it's very good. I'm um, it's Broadway. It's a Broadway guy. He seems like a Broadway guy. Just, just watch Mrs. Basil. It's incredible. Oh, um, that's why I know him. He was on the other two. Okay, that's that's why I know him in recently because I just like watched all of that in like June. So okay, yeah. yeah so season three, he plays great this face. really great magician, and he's a little creep. So that's just what you made me think of. <laughs> that's so it's just a little, little creepy dude. Um, this guy's got a great face. Great well, face. He's got great a great face. Great face. Just, like really pretty. Uh, he was also in Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark? Yeah, what? he's a Broadway kid. Yeah, he's, he's Spider-Man a Broadway 6. Kid. Uh, he's a Broadway kid, yeah. What? Hey. We got to get him on the podcast so he can talk about that. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> that specifically. Yes, specifically Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, because they have because, scrubbed all record of that. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's, it, like one, he's like one of two actors who survived that show, so let's yeah. be real. Exactly. So we have to talk to him before he, like, you know, the yeah, yeah, if, 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 we, if we ever do another Spider-Man run, we'll have to get him on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're doing the autopsy on Commander Steel, where they find embedded into his neck as if he swallowed something was a uh, chattering teeth. <laughs> We're going to come back to that because <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I've, I've, I've already thrown my fucking batarang at that. It's done. Um, <laughs> We then cut to Batman, which I think is incredible. The fact this that is he actually, he bought into it so much that he was part of this. Yeah, that's what he's telling uh, Clark I, and Diana in that he's scene. Like, he's like, no, like, it had to be an enlistment. I've gone. Yeah, I like, went. To I wouldn't have gone if there was a record. It had to be anonymous, like, yeah. <laughs> because I this, understand uh... the importance, because I've been, I've seen that thing. This and confessional, this is, by the way, is my favorite out of all the ones we've like that that come in this in this volume. Uh, I, yeah. I love Batman's confessional. It's this is also me. post the wedding bullshit. So oh. like right. he is dealing with a lot he is, at oh. this point in time. Yeah. Jacob yeah. Tompkins run specifically issues like 51 God, through like 70 so are just what? entirely <laughs> about that like where bruce is emotionally and mentally and how he's really not doing well incredible oh, God, that, and so this awesome. comes right at that time and that does help i think give the context for the batman tie-in that we're going to talk about as well yes is that he's really not he is barely holding on at this he's point. going through it he's sure. really not doing well he's he's fucked so his confession and all the confessionals do tom king's favorite nine panel grid and oh, i think yeah. that, I think that works for this. Also, uh, I just yeah. realized that the top left is meant to be like a file. Like the yes. pages are meant to be like yeah. files. Yeah. I just yeah. noticed that for the first time. I think that's the dopest fucking thing. That um, is very cool. Also, this yeah. is like one of the few times I've seen Batman like without the cowl. And he looks he looks very much like John Hamm. Uh, 
Weird. Oh, yeah, Clay Man specifically draws him to look like John Hamm, <laughs> which I fucking love because That's I've been doing really it for funny. years. I will not <laughs> no, give up the he's fight. Perfect for Norman. Earth three. Earth three. I mean, Earth one. He can be Norman. Earth three. He's the best Batman ever. Oh, I wonder if that's where James goes. Maybe. Um, I could see that. So we see Booster waking up in a field somewhere, uh, being woken up by Skeets. Skeets! (laughs) Still the worst name ever. I love that name. Harley is in hiding, and not just in hiding, she's hiding in style. She has redawned the Jester costume. Inexplicable. Yeah. Listen, and I know that I was talking shit about that other costume, but there's literally no reason for her to be in this costume. <laughs> I I think love this costume. I and think she the reason is because costume. it's dope as fuck, and there doesn't exactly. often need to be re- other reasons for that. <laughs> it's so yeah. random. Specifically, they do that in that Tom King run where they're just like, "You're all, y'all remember that year one costume? It's dope as fuck. He's in it now." And it's, so random. it's still a choice that I think is baffling considering they had the best bat suit up till that point. Yeah. So Harley's in hiding. Not very well though, because the Trinity immediately finds her. She's uh, she's playing poker with like a penguin. And let me just tell you this panel, uh, this, this page is just my Saturday nights with my snake. <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> no. Not, <laughs> not, even, not even so. I so wish you it was. putting cards with your penis? <laughs> I, it's not that long for me to enjoy to play cards with. So I'm just Jesus saying. Christ. So uh, we also we also have to long. assume. It's too long. We, we also have to assume that Harley has lost so much money to this specific penguin. And oh yeah, oh yeah. She is immediately found by the Trinity, who have some questions for her. Uh, Booster is flying along with Skeets and he decides I'm going to do what Batman would do and Skeets goes turn yourself in and he's like no I'm going to solve this mystery (laughs) and if there's a character that Tom King knows how to write it's Booster Gold (laughs) I I really appreciate that Booster keeps doing the glasses thing yes Mm -hmm. because it is brought up later which it. is brought up later and is from the Batman story, the, the gift, where yeah. he keeps taking off his goggles and keeps wiping. Trying to uh, clean. It's brought up later that he's trying to clean them. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I love that he is, they keep showing that. Yeah. And I do like that a lot. Great, great touch. Hey, there's a character that Tom King could write that's not really like his jam. How about Booster Gold? That would be kind of fun, wouldn't it? This is incredible. I mean, I mean, this is. He's he's written Booster Gold a few times. He writes Booster Gold in Human Target. Uh, yes. He writes Booster Gold in that I Batman just... run. He, I think, I mean, genuinely, he's talked about this before. It's just if he writes Booster Gold, it's just going to be twelve issues of him staring out a window. But yeah. like, it would be incredible <laughs> to see him like really tackle a story where Booster Gold is the main character. So yeah. the Trinity are questioning Harley, and Harley sticks to her story. Booster Gold did it. And I'm going to fucking kill him. And she is able to somehow outsmart the Trinity and get away. Okay. I hate (laughs) this. Here we go. Because she fights them off, then gets away. And then there's a bit where where Clark is like, Oh yeah, Bruce. She, you're right. She's good. She's almost as good as you. And I, and that's what I put the fuck down. I said, this is bullshit. What the <laughs> fuck? How is Harley Quinn able to beat the fucking Trinity right now? Are you serious? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. 
I have to go back to a very famous quote from Stan Lee. Oh. Who was once asked, who would win in a fight between, it was two comic book characters for this specific circumstance. I'm going to say, who would win in a fight between Superman and the Hulk? And Stan said, whoever the writer decides because yes are fictional characters yeah <laughs> yeah it's just that garbage. being said <laughs> it is a fucking strange choice it is a strange choice like uh what <laughs> that that really that really is and i don't know if it was or not you, i can't speak to if it was or not but that yeah. feels like the most editorial decision i've ever seen in my life oh 100%. <laughs> like what the fuck it's like oh yeah and then harley quinn will win that fight it's like what what <laughs> it's like, yeah no harley quinn will like totally disarm wonder woman and then like you know use batman like with you know with the with, with the, the lasso and everything you know like and then pull out the kryptonite you know because you know he mentions that he doesn't have kryptonite in his belt well but she knows that he has kryptonite in his belt you know and then she gets away she doesn't <laughs> know he has kryptonite specifically she just wants something to fight superman with she says that in the panel that's true but she knows that he has something to fight. He has, he's got something because he's a little creep because he's a little creep <laughs> Do the creep. Do the creep. Ah. You know, someone who does show up in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, John Waters. Uh, That makes sense. Wonder (laughs) Woman um, has her confessional up next. And it kind of bums me out that we never get another Wonder Woman confessional because I think Tom King has a lot to say about Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman number one by Tom King out (laughs) soon. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Uh, <laughs> I, want, I can't wait to I read wanted, that. All of our friends have read it at this point. I'm just like, Damn, all of our friends. All, everyone I know except me has read this. <laughs> I haven't read it yet. Issue. I want so, to. <laughs> someone send that to me. Someone get me Please. in touch with that. I want to read it. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. And then we get a very interesting moment. Whoa, we we've get, seen this before. We get the other side of the scene where Barry is fighting yeah. with some the people. Samoroids. The Samoroids. Yeah. And Samoroids. Booster shows up and we see Booster's side of the conversation where he's letting him know everything that happened. Because he's like, you are the premier CSI. I need your help with this. Hey, Wally happened. And that's when, and I love this, because this was the last scene from last week. Where Barry races off, we see him show up at Sanctuary, and in the same page, he comes back and wallops Booster immediately. I love the pacing of that. Really, really good comic booking. Yes. We cut back to the Trinity, and they're like, okay, we we gotta figure this out. We then cut to a bridge. She's good. As good as you. Fuck off. You're fucking. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) We cut to a bridge in Gotham City, and maybe it's just the ultimate Spider-Man in me, but I got incredibly (laughs) nervous. For no reason. For no reason. Um, (laughs) That's literally the sound of my intrusive thoughts. That's the theme for my intrusive thoughts. It's it's the down minor key version. It's the second part of that. That's what it is for me. (laughs) Harley is on the bridge and she tosses a rose out into Gotham Harbor. Keep that in mind. It's a special tool we'll save for later. 
Mm -hmm. What is she, did she get summoned by the like Beauty and the Beast, like Princess Enchantress? We cut or something to the like Daily that? Planet where to we Clay see Man's favorite character, Lois. His Lane. favorite character. There is very few people who draw Lois Lane as lovingly as he does. Oh, wow, boy! You want to talk love about Lois Lane. a problem? Yeah, and whew, and we'll get into this again whenever we get into Tom King's Batman. Yeah, she he Ooh. he the way he's the way she's drawn. She looks very much like Terry Hatcher from. Like, it's very yes. much a Terry Hatcher haircut. She yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm has entered the chat. Hello. <laughs> is this the time? No, it's not the time. So we <laughs> we're, we're gonna get to the time later. We all know exactly what we're gonna get to the time because I don't like that page. <laughs> you don't anyway. Um, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> we cut to Superman. We cut to Superman's confessional. Um, I love that I... he's Clark Kent in this. Like me so too. Good. I think that's a really great choice. Is that he's Clark yeah. Kent during this? And, and I he's transforming. Love... I've made no bones about how much I love Tom King as a writer, and I've made no bones about how much I love his Superman story. Up in the sky, read it. Mm. This is a clear as day indication how much he loves and gets that character. Yes, I will agree. I love this. This is a, this is a fantastic page. He Just grew like the up Batman as, page, he grew up as Clark Kent. Page. He had an idea yeah. of himself. And then when he decided to be Superman, he then had to fix or adjust everything. And that makes things difficult for him. It's just... I love it. I love He's it. having an identity it, crisis. He doesn't know which whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say that. Don't say that. Don't bring that down. We've only got time for one crisis. We've only got time for one crisis. I think that's my... Hmm. This is also my... This is also another great panel because I, I've never seen this in a Superman comic where he actually... He adjusts the curl? He adjusts the curl. Yeah. He actually has the curl to... Like, it's so this dumb. Is my disguise. It's like this has big. This has big, like Christopher Reeve uh, straightening up energy. Yeah. Yeah. Energy, yeah. yeah. This has yeah. real big energy, but it's with the hair. And still, I, I love that. Still, That's the greatest great VFX ever done in a film, and it took no VFX whatsoever. It was it's just, just no actor, VFX. Yeah. He just does it. It's just the actor. It it's also great. maybe one of the hottest things I've ever seen. On oh yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> Yeah, so it sexy. is incredibly sexy. So sexy. No, <laughs> I, you know, we're, 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 we're going to be so talking sexy. about some personal stuff here. Uh, I'm going to pull this back. Whenever I go into an audition I'm really nervous about, I find a mirror and I do that shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, Hell yeah. It, it's something Hell that I've yes. always carried with me from that character and that portrayal specifically. Is that your uh, Rebecca does the be as tall? As Fuck, that is the same thing, thing, isn't it? Jesus Christ. That, I love that for you, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but it's just, it's you know, you just look in the mirror, you slump your shoulders, and you just... <sighs> it's... Yeah. It's so it's empowering. Great. It's so empowering. It's very empowering. It's so I love good. It. Um, the next issue, so chapter much. three, uh, we are introduced or reintroduced to three separate confessionals Ooh. Booster Gold, Wally West, and the Lagoon Boy. That is literally a joke for only the people who watched the live <laughs> Peter Pan where. Uh, Christopher Walken was hook and said the word lagoon as lagoon, lagoon. every time. Oh, that's lagoon. 
They're crocodiles. They're ghosts in the lagoon. In the lagoon. God. I don't know what the fuck he was on, but I God need some damn of that. It. It's that walking sauce, baby. It's that walking um, sauce. Walking sauce. Walking sauce. Oink, oink. TM. Walking sauce. TM. Detroit Book Club 2023. Come on. Oh, my God. Um, Make Christopher Walken the voice of Lagoon Boy from now on. That's what <laughs> That just makes is. this issue much sadder for me. That makes this issue yeah. way sadder, actually. You're welcome. Yeah. I've been a sanctuary That's... for three months. It's a long <laughs> time. And some more some days. More days. A long time, I guess. I think it's a record. I think it's a record. Come on. Take your eyes. <laughs> I won an Oscar. I was in the goddamn deer hunter and I won an Oscar. <laughs> you see, you see, Lagoon Boy is there because he had this watch. That was <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, do, Eric, do you know the thing about issue three? And I, I want to say issue seven. The cover thing? No. Oh. What they were supposed to be. So, Jacob, when, when Heroes in Crisis was announced, it was announced as a seven-issue miniseries. Yes. With two issues that were going to be, like, bonus issues that were going to be uh, backstory, telling yeah. more stuff about Sanctuary. Uh, that is what became issue three and then another issue later on. As opposed to actually being like side issues, they incorporated them in so that they could give Clayman more time to focus on the main book yep. uh, and do the art for the main book. So, Which makes all the this sense was the world when you realize. Thing. Yes. But I think that th this and that other issue should have been like issues one and two. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Because that's, that gives you an introduction point. to how this works. It gives you an idea of how this works. Who's there? It connects you to... The, I think that this issue does a better job connecting you to Lagoon Boy than all the other stuff does Ooh. connecting to the characters that you don't know. It gives you time to live with all of this. Right. And then you have issue one be issue three. Yeah. That's a better structured book. I will I only... Think that goes I, th I think you're right, but I will only disagree because... <laughs> I think issues three and issues seven specifically detail why this version of Sanctuary doesn't work. Yeah, I, 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 I will agree with that. Because for us to have that, like, for that big, like, oh, this is a reveal, everybody's, like, gone, we are missing this incredible thing that was there, it would have to be set up as this is something that is just inherently good. This is and something that is working what, out well. Right, and I think what issues I, three and seven illustrate is that it was flawed. I see, but I, I think that kind of does work though, because then you then that gives you a different kind of misdirect of oh, I think clearly something is going to fall apart here. That's fair. but then it turns into a murder thing, and you're like, oh, I didn't expect that to be the thing that fell apart. That's fair. I didn't I, know it was going to be a murder. I just thought like, oh, something is going to go wrong. Secrets are going to be leaked. Whatever. Yeah. You know, as opposed to oh shit, it turned into a giant crime scene randomly. I think, I think that format, would work well as the misdirect. I think the format for me works well because as the layers get peeled back from Sanctuary, from you, main, you understand yeah. more why it was kind of doomed from the start. That's fair. That's fair. But we get our our introduction to um, to the parallel stories in this issue of our three protagonists for this issue, uh, Booster Wally and Lagoon Boy, where we start oh. with Lagoon, we start with uh, 
with Lagoon Boy getting blasted by a laser. And for me, initially, he got blasted. (laughs) Initially, for me, reading this for the first time, I was like, oh, is that how he died? Right. And you find out, kind of? But this is where also... I'm doing my little dance because <laughs> and I can do this dance for weeks because it's Lee Weeks time baby Whoa! Lee Weeks is one of my favorite artists and he is the guest artist for this it's wow. it's incredible having him on this but we it's see we see Wally doing his thing and his thing is being sad and <laughs> Oh, I thought I thought practicing for to being the next Phantom and the Phantom of the Opera with this mask thing. That's one of the things about the flaws in this. Um, <laughs> we see Booster rock oh, up. It just looks like a psycho pirate mask, and I have a problem with that. Woof! What if <laughs> that I keep was thinking it's the psycho pirate mask? That, <laughs> that would be uh, really cool. That would have been cool. Um, we see booster rock up to sanctuary for the first time and we see robot duplicates of ma pa and lana uh-huh okay that's kind of problematic yeah. <laughs> kind of super problematic but super i think i think in a really interesting narrative way it's super problematic yes <laughs> that's your first oh, this isn't gonna work out is it <laughs> oh, idea. Uh, I'm, really, I'm really glad that they're using the life model uh, decoys for like that's exactly because exactly I'm really because I'm glad that somebody actually puts that to use around somewhere. <laughs> we see Lagoon Boy is reliving his trauma, which was being blasted during a battle, mm-hmm. and I can't remember if he actually died from this or I not in the original continuity. So. I think that that is from the Titans East special. Uh, right towards the end of Jeff Johns's uh, Teen Titans run. That sounds right. I think that's when uh, they're like Titans East is introduced, and then they're all just decimated in that yeah. same like special, and that leads into the. I'm sorry, that leads into the Titans by Judd Winnick book. Yes, that's. I think that's. Yes, where yes, that yes, yes. You're right. Yeah. So I think that is from 2007. That's so, right, folks. He hasn't been seen in continuity since. So well, they use that character because he was from Young Justice. We cut to, brilliantly voiced by Yuri Lowenthal. Um, really fantastic interpretation of that character. Really, really. But good. that's why they use him in this because he's the Young Justice vote. Also, canonically in that show, one part of a thruple, which I am. <laughs> yeah, which rules. Yeah. <laughs> Young rules. Justice, just incredible. <laughs> Um, we cut, yeah. We cut to Wally's portion. Well. <laughs> yeah, we cut to Wally's portion, and for me, this is the start of something really fascinating with this character. Something new. I. <laughs> I yes and no. In that same. Bo- in that same point. <laughs> um, I don't know if I want to talk about this later. We're going to talk about. I, I'm going to talk about it later. I'm going to save it for later. I, I was gonna say. I mean, we can talk about it now, listeners. We're gonna assume that you've read this book. We have and to that assume you know what's that you've going read on. This. For me, because I, we should just talk about it now. I don't want to talk about it right now. Okay, fair. Because I, I think we should we should go along. Because I would. I mean, we were given the the feedback. 
I think it was last season or the season before that some people don't read the story and they get no, it from us, which yeah. I think is really flattering and also disheartening in a way. Cause I really do think that you should read the comics. Um, yeah. But also thank you for having us be an integral part of your experience with these comics. Yes. Um, I mean, we are the, uh, we're now becoming the, uh, what do you call it? The, don't, the cliff notes. Don't, don't say that. No, I, I, I thought you were going to say something and I was. No, he doesn't know Ooh, about don't. that. He doesn't okay. know about that. He, he's, no, I was going to say, don't you dare no. speak his name. No, <laughs> no. I wasn't even, no, he, I don't he even know who the hell you're talking is. about. I meant, um, like the, I meant like the cliff notes that you go to, like when you have like a book report and you're like, I, I can't read this book. I got to, I'm going to get the. <laughs> Getting the little yellow like uh, uh police tape style book that need that condenses everything we're, down. We're the movie version of West Side Story, so you don't have to read the book. Yes. No, yeah, we're the know. we're the we're the no fear Shakespeare of comic books. As we, <laughs> we just translate it into yeah. random memeable bullshit. That complete, that is a very specific reference for the complete <laughs> works of Shakespeare. It's a very specific funny. reference for mid to late two thousands. Yeah, oh, that's really funny. Academia. I thought you were just gonna say the complete works of Shakespeare abridged. Abridged, yeah. No, yeah. That's yeah. yeah, where did Dragon Ball Z abridged for people? Yeah. <laughs> and there's no finer compliment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So we see Wally, and what we find out is in Sanctuary, you face, you know, you go through your, you know, your quote unquote treatments by going into essentially the hollow deck yep. from Star Trek. It's the hollow deck. You get to uh, decide yeah. what you are facing, what you are talking about, who you're talking to. And Lagoon Boy is using his to relive his trauma. Wally is using it to set up the life that he lost to see his family which yeah. on one hand absolutely he would like this makes all the sense in the world if you're in that situation you would absolutely make that same choice on the other hand it for me really illustrates how broken he was in this point yes yeah. And because, this is just further breaking him. Correct. Because yes. he is using this not as treatment, but as a coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. Because the, and I, you know, you get him, you know, basically rebuilding his home with his family. And the, you know, the, uh, whatever the program is, is saying, why here, Wally? Trying to get to the heart of, what this is he's like why here what is it about linda why jay why iris why do you need them so instead of him going through the treatment because he doesn't answer those questions and i want to make it very clear at the start of this because i don't want this to be misconstrued this is not me saying wally is in the wrong here because this is trauma and it's everyone processes trauma differently. I just think this is narratively sowing the seeds for what happens later. We then cut to Booster Gold, who's getting his first, uh, you know, his tour. And the thing I love about Booster in this whole thing is 
and again i'm just gonna let you know i i feel like i'm gonna get too personal during this episode um too late this is very much i remember the first time i went into therapy this was very much me going like man hell yeah this is great i'm doing this being almost overly excited yeah to try to kind of mask how terrified you are yeah about the prospect of facing something like this it is very real and very honest very real you see him you know using his trademark like outstanding fantastic swell and then the moment that he gets him a second to himself a second alone he breaks down we cut back to lagoon boy who is again kind of going through his trauma again and again and again and actually making certain progress in getting to why he needs this why he feels like he needs this why he feels like he's here and why he feels like this trauma has power over him mm-hmm. uh we cut to who wally the kids and captain cold Hell yeah, Captain Cold about to make the kill shot. He's got that gun yeah. sideways. The sideways. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, um, he's bugging it. And this isn't My the first God. time we've seen this. Because maybe not this scene specifically, but cut back to the beginning of Flash War. Flash or maybe War. not the beginning, but like it's the middle the of Flash War. issue or something, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's when in he's real time he's in front of the glass with them. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. he's when he's about to race and they're like yes. ready, set, and, and then it cuts and then, to oh my god, it's from, still, yeah. one of the best a, comic booking bits we've one covered of the on the show. Gut yeah. punches I've ever seen. And so the next page is just Booster trying to wrap his head around the concept of sanctuary. And again, I think that's why this works in the place that it does with that knowledge of us not knowing much about sanctuary, is he's also trying to wrap his head around sanctuary. Yeah. Um, and he just doesn't know how to make it help. We cut back to Lagoon Boy. Also. I, I love the, the, I mean, I, I think this page is really great. Really great. But I, I love the bottom bit there where he's like, that's the catch. And the computer's like, it is. He's like, that's the trap. And the computer's like, no, Michael, that's the help. Like, I, I, I like that's the beginning of the process there and i think that's just really interesting it's it's booster dealing with the fact that again with his imposter syndrome and his lack of being able to trust anything or anyone he doesn't trust this he doesn't trust that someone's actually or something is actually trying to help him trying to help him yeah we cut back to lagoon boy who is going through again his process and you see across this him noting things him becoming more aware of things and it's fascinating it really is fascinating the process that he goes through and it's it also hit me that the later lasers isn't real here or later like one day i'll just know that i'm real and it's not and that it's okay and then maybe you know i'll just laugh or something zap <laughs> yeah, incredibly sad, but also like he's healing slowly. 
he's going through the process a little easier than like the others right now. He's but actually, he also he's mentions how he's been there so much longer than everybody else too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting seeing these three people at different stages of their process. He's finally getting that. He's finally getting that healing after being there so long. It's kind of, yeah, it's very, I, I like what you said. Yeah. It's, it's just, it, everybody's there on their own time. Yeah. Um, and so we see Wally again using the holodeck to, I mean, further his trauma rather than really face it. And this is feeling very like first step kind of, whereas he's in denial. That's fair. You know, absolutely. You know I mean? 100%. Uh, it's like first you got to recognize the problem so and he hasn't recognized it or he he has recognized it but he's like uh he's like not committing to it he's not he's like, utilizing the technology to give him what he lost rather than to process the yeah. loss yeah he's like he's really suffering here it's it's this, heartbreaking this is very good this is very good stuff and so we then cut to booster gold's worst nightmare having to face himself that imposter uh, you, syndrome here it fucking is have you ever have you ever like i've had this dream i have <laughs> had this dream have you had this dream it's terrifying like, it scared the fuck out of me because um it was like it was exactly like this that that i was talking to myself but the thing is i was getting older I, I was turning into like like, like you yourself were getting Christmas, older or the like person me, you my, were talking to the person i was talking to was me but he, the the other me was getting older Ugh. as i was watching like years go by and like him talk i i cannot listeners i'm sorry but i can't remember what other me was talking about it was a lot of like very prolific things but one of the things was just like it's just like you don't have time you need to utilize your time and oh. he, he was he was turning into like the bad guy from last crusade after drinking oh, the, the wrong holy he's grail melting. you know it's just yeah. no he's just he's just olding and melting and deteriorating oh it was so bad it was so terrible but yeah and that's what this is it kind of is and it's horrifying that you know as a prospect but it's also i do think it's the right step for booster Oh yeah, he has to face himself because that's mm -hmm. his biggest issue. Because he's it's... the only one judging himself, and he's yes! like he's yeah, and... maybe not the only one, but he's the biggest judge of himself, yeah. the biggest critic yeah. of himself. And him just like, and immediately like the the other him snaps into character, which I think is fascinating. Yeah. And it's just like this, this is what you came up with. All this really. You could be surfing in Honolulu with a Tamaranian princess, but no. Fine. Talk to yourself on a chair in a room. What do I care? And Booster is... This is kind of, at least for me, what a mental breakdown looks like. Like... Uh, okay. It's... Yeah. It's hyper-analyzing everything. Mm -hmm. And it's... The idea, and this is why that dream is such a terrifying prospect to me when I had it, because the person who judges you the most is the person who knows you the best, and who knows you the best but yourself. Yeah. And so being faced with someone who knows you so intimately judging you, terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And also that end panel where he's just like, so uh, what's going on with the forehead there? Are you losing your hair? like yeah all the things that he all is the things. 
This is specifically this. like Booster coming up against Booster from like his early appearances. Yes! <laughs> yes! This is this is current Booster faced faced with JLI Booster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like what the fuck's going yeah. on here? Where's your collar? Your collar was cool. What are you doing? <laughs> Jacob, you should Jacob go read that Booster Gold book from 2007. Uh, really good. Is uh that like, the That's the one after that? 52. Uh, which I mean, you should read Fifty Two also, but that's the one awesome. after Fifty Two where he coins the term like "greatest hero you never knew" yes. because he's going around like in continuity and fixing things yeah. that are wrong. It is an unbelievably good book. It's, uh, it's. Do you guys remember a little cartoon called Time Squad? Yeah, it's Time Squad. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what I always. That's all I wanted Booster Gold to be when I saw that cartoon. When I was just like. This is something that Booster Gold should be doing right now. Yeah, Why isn't that is exactly remember that, that movie, does. Time Stoppers. Clock oh, Stoppers. Wow. Clock Stoppers. Woof. Yeah. What a, movie. what a rough Nickelodeon movie. Yes. Wow. And a oh, slew yeah. of rough Nickelodeon movies. Mm. Oh yeah. We cut back to Lagoon Boy who Lagoon. stops. <laughs> stops his. <laughs> That's any time I hear the word lagoon. Like that's immediately what I hear. You put it in my head now. (laughs) And I hope now all of you, anytime you hear the word lagoon, lagoon, you just hear lagoon. Lagoon. Um, he stops the simulation and he just like he says, "I'm going to come back to it tomorrow." He goes to leave, and we hear emergency, emergency. Please proceed to the nearest exit. There's an emergency going on. There's an emergency going on. And we get this great. I I love the way that Lee Weeks draws Wally West. He also did. He also drew them for drew him for an issue of Titans where he mm-hmm. meets with meets Superman. With Superman, yeah. The two of them, the only ones who remember pre New Fifty Two. Wonderful yeah. issue. A great fucking issue. Issue nine. And it should have led to more. We should have gotten yes. more Wally and Superman. Yes. Um, but we see the alarm. Emergency, emergency, please proceed to the nearest exit as Wally races off. Uh, Booster is just... <laughs> Booster punching Booster. Just getting the shit kicked out of him. He's getting the shit rocked by himself. He's, That's he's, so he's good. Getting, he's getting boosted real hard. He's getting, he's getting boosted. boosted. It's like boosted. I boosted. And I love the pow, like the old school pow. <laughs> and so he's just like, beat, they're beating the shit out of each other. And he's just like... I hate you. You're as insightful as you are balding. It's like I should have gone to Honolulu with the Tamaradian princess. I tried to tell you. I just, again, th- the self-loathing hits me right in a very specific place. Yeah, no, I feel it. But then we get the alarm. Emergency. Emergency. Please proceed to the nearest exit. And <laughs> Booster goes, should we do something about that? And the other Booster goes, you're the superhero. You tell me. <laughs> And then we cut out to Lagoon Boy, who interestingly finds everybody else. Yeah. And then he's killed by something. It goes right through his gut, just like the laser. And he realizes, and this goes back to something he had said earlier, where he says, I'll realize that I'm real and the laser isn't. And I'll be able to laugh about it. And he does. But this brings <laughs> to mind a really interesting thing for me. And we'll we'll get to it. But 
we then cut to Wally holding the body of Roy and him saying, you know, the kids, I didn't, I didn't want to be alone, which is a very key thing. Yes. To say in this, keep that in mind. And then he is viciously killed by Harley Quinn of all people. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Rooster Gold turns around and sees Harley Quinn. She goes, oh, I didn't know you were here. He says, actually, it's it's my first day. And she goes, neat. How's it going so far? And he says, well, everyone's dead. And I, there's something about that last panel. And again, Lee Weeks, incredible art. Mm-hmm. That just like feels so haunting. I don't know what it is. But we then get the beginning confessionals of nine of the other characters, all of which were presumed dead. Um, Commander Steel, Gunfire, Tattooed Man. I am currently rereading Doomsday Clock right now, and they fucking reference this. There's a moment in Doomsday really? Clock, I shit you not, I'm, I'm rereading this right now, where all the villains are meeting up, and a Tattooed Man is there, and he's like, this is a bad time for everybody. Did you fucking hear what happened to the first tattooed man in Sanctuary? Like, this is oh, bullshit. Yeah. And I'm like, That's oh my god. Like, I literally read that issue wow. last night. It's weird. Big year for you for tattooed man, huh? I guess. Uh, but wow. we also see Gnark. Gnark. Red, Red Devil. I deep really cut, thought it was a tiefling. <laughs> fucking deep cut protector. Yeah. Yeah. Just Nemesis, no. Solstice, and Poison Ivy. And we see all of the different people and how long they've been there. And it's interesting. Uh, we get to issue four, where for a weird thing, and I don't think this is ever brought up again. No, it's not. <laughs> Tempest! We get Garth, everyone's favorite Garth. Everyone's favorite Aqualad. Everyone's Look. favorite Tempest. Everyone loves Tempest. Cue the everyone hates Chris theme for Everybody Tempest. Everybody hates Tempest. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. He is getting drunk in a bar. And Which is funny because, you know, he... He's Tempest. He's taking the... Well, no, he's taking the literal, like, drink like a fish. Like, he should be able... To, he should be sober, right? <laughs> Only a drunk person would say, uh, hey, I can't walk. Maybe I could swim. Yeah. yeah there you go. Swim. Incredible. Don't drink and swim, people. Don't, don't ever do that. And then we get this great f- double page splash where uh, Donna Troy is like the last in that weird, like, bookish nerd girl to bimbo thing. Y'all see yep. that art? It's uh-huh. weird yeah, yeah. how much yeah, the, you're the right. stance is just like You're this. right. It's just that. It's you're weird. Right. That actually is really fucked. It's unsettling. Um, Clayman's back on art. I do love that this mural is here. It's so good. Hatton Quarters loves the Teen Titans. And it's all the classic Teen Titans. Continuity! In their classic costumes. Why are they in their classic costumes? And why is it this team specifically? And why is it this team? It's interesting. But if anyone 
can just rock through a comic continuity be damned it's donna troy fucking guess so (laughs) (laughs) and she talks about this interesting idea of everyone knows the the whole story of the odyssey donna of troy or helen of donna of troy helen of troy (laughs) achilles hector the whole deal but no one's ever actually seen it oh hercules was not part of that jacob oh oh, Um, no one's ever actually seen this there's no proof to this besides a story that was written and i think that's an interesting pair you know parallel with donna troy yes who doesn't really have a continuity we don't know her backstory at any given time it could be three different things yep and that's one of the most fascinating things about donna and also one of the most frustrating things about donna it is the most frustrating thing about donna (laughs) Is that they just don't figure out, like, a place from where she's from or something like that? No, she's the one that they always want to remake. Because it's just like, well, that didn't work. Let's just do it Uh, again. It's her and the Hawks. They're the three characters that they always want to fucking remake. Because, well, that didn't work out. Well, that's kind of confusing. Well, I could do better than that. That's all it is. (laughs) So annoying. Uh, Hawk Girl number two out in in comedy shops this week. Go check it out. Go pick it up. Awesome. Um, We see Barry and Bruce casing the crime scene. This is going to be important in just a second. Hold on to your butts. Uh, Mm -hmm. The two of them having gone through both of their processes and each of them coming to a different conclusion. Flash thinks it's Booster. Batman thinks it's Harley. Which I do like the process of this page. Where it's just I the like two the of them. Page. I like the idea that they both said the names at the same time. And then it's that third they panel. They look and at it, each other. Uh, yeah. And it just goes, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we cut to Booster, who is in custody. And he is giving his retelling of the story. Which is that Harley killed everyone. And... It's fascinating that both of them are under, have confessed to their side of the story, utilizing the lasso of truth. Using the lasso, Uh uh-huh. Which I find really interesting with the background of the lasso of truth from the background of Wonder Woman being created by the person who made the lie detector. Yeah. Which you can pass as long as you truly believe it. Yeah. Fascinating. There's and also we, the penny thing. The what? The penny thing. The penny trick. It's like a penny under your tongue. What do you... I've never heard of the penny trick. Yeah, there's some... There's some. I read it in a comic and then I looked it up like years later and I was like, oh, that's apparently like a thing? That's interesting. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. We then cut to... It just feels inappropriately placed. <laughs> Listen, you all know that I am horny. Always horny. But this page is inappropriately placed. Is it hot? Yes. Am I about to bust? Yes. Welcome back to Under the Hood, Under the Belts, a podcast within a podcast where Malcolm is horny always, and sometimes it's kind of problematic. Are you serious? This should be on my wall, dude. Like, it's Lois Lane. I this love Lois Lane. She's one of my favorite characters. This is just a pinup 100% of Lois Lane. 100% it's a pinup. That's all you it need- is. 
it is just inappropriately placed in the context of this story. This story is about death and depression. (laughs) This is not where you put this. But it's a Clayman story, and Clayman always has to be a little horny. It is is, rude. That said, my God, can he draw legs? Good Lord. I don't know. Having, like, like, Having being depressed and having a boner does not seem like the right thing to me at, in the middle of all of this, but uh, it's, I think it's the perfect confluence of and how then, of how depression can hit you at any time. And then you yeah. go to the next page, and then Superman's looking like that. Woof. Like, oh, I mean, God. do I want to be in the middle of that? Yes, please. But this is the wrong time for this. <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> Putting it's a random giving me feelings scene. I shouldn't have right now. <laughs> I mean, it does feel kind of like the sex scene in like Schindler's List. You know what I mean? Where it's just like uh, what? Moment. Yeah. There's what a, are you talking about? No joke. There's this. There's a moment in Schindler's Schindler's List. There's a little moment. <laughs> no, there's not. Sudden, no, for real. I'm, I don't remember I'm that not at joking. all. Oh, there is. Look, I was watch the in like 20 years. I don't remember that. Same. The last but, time I watched it was in my ninth grade history class. Yeah, it was in school, so I don't same remember here. sex. <laughs> same here. And when we got to that part, the teacher was like, okay, we could just skip through this and we're going to get it because this really doesn't have anything to do with the story. And Maybe like, that's the why I don't remember like, it. My teacher well, was yeah. very good at skipping. Yeah. What? Yeah, like, Good Seriously. lord, I had no idea about that. Prove me wrong, listeners. Check it out. Schindler's List, an incredible... <laughs> but that's a Spielberg movie. Jacob going, if you haven't lately. <laughs> Watch Schindler's List. Watch Schindler's List. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's a really good movie. Uh, Schindler's List, out now, I guess, wherever you want to find your films. Yeah, if you, if you can find it. I'm sure that's not on streaming anyway. <laughs> Probably not on streaming. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this Watch is also where <laughs> Lois talks about what's been happening. Every day, she's been getting these email attachments, which include a new confession. And we find out that the confessions that we've been watching have been from the lens of Lois Lane, getting them every single mm-hmm. day since the murders happened. And they have no idea what to do with this because Lois is a reporter. And it is, you know, her job to report on this. But Here's also... the thing. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I, I think that is such an interesting story. I that should have been too. a tie-in. That probably should have been a tie- a Superman tie-in. That should have been a Superman tie-in because that is a really fucking interesting story. Like and she a really is interesting thing that is very sidelined in all of this. Yeah, because she is 100% a, a victim of conflict of interest yes this is bad uh yes so i yeah it's it's very interesting it is super interesting Ah. i want more of that i i didn't even mean the pun i want more (laughs) of that we cut to the batgirl confession with maybe one of my favorite batgirl costumes oh interesting really i'm a hater i i am a hater i love this batgirl costume Oh, I I'm really a hater. Do. I hate this costume. Everyone <laughs> does, except what? for me. No one does. Are you serious? Yeah. Everyone like talks about how much costume. they hate this costume. Really? Eric, yeah, is, everyone talks like it. about it. I love this costume. This is like her trying to be like Black Cat. I don't understand. Oh, I disagree. 
I mean, the mask I just, and with the. With I the, the really ears. don't like that costume. I don't like the like. I uh, love the bat turns into like the backpack straps. Like it. I I don't I don't like this costume. I like uh, with the mask. That's the one thing. I also have a real problem with the staging of this scene. Because so, I think that this right is unnecessarily sex sexy. And it's yeah. unnecessarily sexy. Yes. And I think I don't know if it's because of the effect of that previous scene or what. <laughs> but like yes. it I, I think it's sexed up in a really inappropriate way. Yeah. I would this, agree. But I also this, think that yeah. it's just it's a victim really of Clayman's art because he's incapable of drawing someone without them looking incredibly sexy. Yeah. Yes, but I also think just the idea of like the pulling down pieces of the costume to show the entry the and exit wound yeah. is is a wrong choice. I think you could do it with her just standing up, take off the belt, her stand up and be like, it's right here and it's right here. As opposed to pulling down and showing it's right yeah. here and it's right here because Do then you... you get a full ass shot and you get a pubic shot like that and that's that's a i don't weird think you get a pubic choice. shot pubic shot but what no, i need to enhance it's, it's, it's a hip okay. shot it's, it's a a not a pubic shot. Let's, oh, okay. i didn't misspeak it is a damn hip it shot. damn it malcolm you've got me all worked jacob up uh, then, uh, i'm you, sorry but then the panel in between the two that is i mean it's not like a bare pubic shot but it is you know the pubic area is in focus and that's that's such a weirdly like overtly sexual way to do this staging. I I have a real problem. It, it. it could have been staged differently. I'll agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. Do you think I, it I would have been different if it had just been the first one where it just showed her showing the bullet wound from the front? Because I think there no. is something to to speak about. Like everyone talks about it but showing the wounds actually kind of makes it a little bit more real because I, it's been so buried underneath all of the new 52. Oh, there's all of this stuff that happened and now she can walk again. And now it's like the killing joke never happened. That's fair. I, 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 I don't know. I, maybe it's just the body I, language of the page. The body I, language, I just yes. think that it's, 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 all, it's done. In yeah. And yeah. again, like you said, you know, it's because clay man is incapable of not drawing someone sexy, <laughs> but I, I think that it's just, it, it's just inappropriately done. Like yeah. I, I don't think it, it, this whole page falls apart to me because of that. That's fair. It's uh, you're, you're reminding me of like what you said a while ago, Malcolm, where like they had like the two jokes that are the same. And they're like back to back. No, oh, I mean? yeah, the X Men first class problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's 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 really funny. So we see that the reason that Batgirl is put in focus here is because she has gone looking for Harley, and she has found her. And the two of them have a fun little fight in a fun house. Uh, we see Harley has kind of, and we get context for this later but it feels like she's almost reverted in a way where yeah. she's gone into i'm going to sing nursery rhymes while trying to fight uh um, do we get an explanation for that we do we do later <laughs> we do we do okay. she literally says it we'll talk about it when we get to oh, it. i really don't remember that. that's wild okay good uh yeah uh so we see um the two of them eventually stop fighting because Batgirl isn't there to take her in she wants to understand and there is something i mean obviously yes they are they're both they're drawn by clayman so it's it's inherently very they're very attractive drawn but 
<laughs> I do think there is something to a fight ending in two people hugging. Yeah. Like there's something yeah. very emotionally cathartic. I I agree. I don't know why it's these two people. I think it's on a surface level, two people who have been wronged by the same man. Oh. Okay. Yes. I think it's, you know, they they kind of You think they, it's a trauma bond. I think it's a trauma bond. Trauma bond, yeah. I think it's a trauma bond. I think that I don't know if they mention it in the story or not, but there is uh, Yeah, they, they they talk about it here. Mm. Um they they talk about, you know, Batgirl basically says like look how long is it going to take until batman finds you he'll see you the same way he sees me as pitiful broken just another product of his failure to capture the stupid joker another scared scarred girl on his conscience and he'll make assumptions about you what you can do what you can't do who you are what you did how much you're hurting or she says i know how much you're hurting and again i think it's it's the two of them bond it it is literally a trauma bond over not just the person who hurt them. Maybe it's not... Maybe it's... The execution of it isn't great. But the... I think the idea that the two of them bond not just over their shared trauma, but how people view them is there. Can I... Can I... Can I introduce an idea that I think would work better for all of this, including the Batgirl page? Malcolm, Make you know it how Jason. much I love your ideas. Make it Jason. We did that with the seminal classic Three Jokers. D- yes, actually. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> and I think that works better. Um, but okay, so if you have the confessional page be Jason, is Jason, he takes off his little, because at the time he had the stupid little vest. The, and The, 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 the best Jason Todd design? Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. So he stands up. He takes off his shirt. You see the the uh, the, the 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 autopsy scar because I love when artists draw the autopsy scar. It's great, right? Uh, so yeah. he takes off his shirt and he shows that, right? Then you go into this scene where he's fighting Harley and they have the same conversation. I think that works a lot better. I would only disagree in that. Do you think that's different? than the Batgirl thing. I do a little bit. Why? Because Batman... Because the way that Batgirl is talking about how Batman sees both of them, Mm -hmm. both her and Harley, I think that's a different conversation if Jason is saying that. Mm -hmm. Because we know how Batman feels about Jason. Like, Bruce... I think he trusts Barbara way more and uh-huh. values Barbara way more than he does Jason. I And I don't think that he sees what happened to her, especially since she's since she's actually overcome that. Let's uh-huh. go ahead and just say it. She's overcome that, especially New 52-wise. Right. You know, she's mobile, all that jazz. Uh, I think that he sees that less as a failure than he does still Jason. Even though Jason is literally overcome that by being alive, he still sees that as like his greatest failure. So I think that that works better. I disagree. Okay. I disagree. I I think it's it's difficult to parse that without it coming across as ableism. 
but I, 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 I fair, very fair. And, and please, uh, folks, I, I no, definitely I, not. And that's not what I'm saying. I am not about being ableist. Malcolm. Not at all. Uh, not intentionally. Not all. Anyway, please forgive me if that's um, how that comes off. Uh, I, I love do, Barbara Gordon. Please don't we, think we I'm both ableist. do. I fucking <laughs> named my cat after Barbara Gordon. <laughs> She's one of my favorite um, fucking characters. I love that character so much. But, but I, I think that having it just be Jason taking his shirt off to show his wounds is the same thing as especially because it would be fucking Clay Man drawing it. Um, and it could be seen as objectifying just as much, but I think because specifically, and there's, I mean, there's a greater conversation that we don't really have time for about like the idea of not just two people who were victimized by the Joker, but two women who were victimized by the Joker coming together for this. Um, there are a lot of ways that I think this works in a lot of ways that I think it might not work, but I think that all of them are valid for sure. I, I, I totally get that. I, I think that if it is Jason instead of Barbara, I maybe, maybe it's, and maybe it's just inherently me. Um, but I, I don't think that this is the creative team to tell that story then. That's fair. Uh, That's absolutely of it being fair. the two women. I think totally. if it is a man who has gone through this trauma, speaking with a woman who's gone through a mm. different set of trauma, but both by the same person, I think that that speaks a little more powerfully, and I think that they can speak more to that. Uh, also, that's more I their think wheelhouse then, as creators. That's more in their wheelhouse as that's creators, fair. and honestly, as cisgendered men. Um, as a and as far as the you know the confessional scene, I think that just makes it less male gazy if it is. Uh, if it's a man doing that as opposed to it's a woman. Uh, I disagree. I disagree. Really? Okay, that. fair, fair. I, but, I, I but think yeah, that but, but I do see what I you're saying. It comes off more sexual because it has that male gaze kind of view on it. That's fair. Um, However, so we did, I, that, that would be my problem. There. We did just talk about how fucking daddy Superman looks in the previous scene. I mean, Jesus, yeah. so that, that is, mouth, but like, that, that serious, could, I, I just, that could be know. also male and female gazy as well, or non-binary yeah. gazy as well. Yeah. And I, I just, I just think there's all of it, all of that problematic, but there's one side that is less problematic because it's less spotlit. I see. I see what you're saying. And I would rather take that end, especially, you know, this conversation on this page with the hands, that's not a conversation that you often get with a man and a woman, but it's a conversation that creators love to do with women and women because it's an easy, again, emotional manipulation thing. Right. Um, But I also don't think think it's an interesting conversation there. Absolutely. I don't think it's, I don't think it's worth sacrifice. I think that is an absolutely valid story to tell. I don't think yeah. it's worth sacrificing this story for it. That's very fair. That's very I fair. I think both stories can exist. I also, listeners, I don't want this to come off re- as... No, I, I know no, that no, I'm no, really no, no, no. hot this episode, but I don't want this to be <laughs> like, oh, hot. I can you, write you, this story better. You are, I just you are think hot. That... You've got the sleeves off. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's hot boy <laughs> summer for kind. Malcolm. You're very kind. It's say, warm boy summer. <laughs> it's warm boy summer. Boy, yeah. isn't it just? <laughs> it's good yeah, it's yeah. very warm. Uh, We're entering I, a weird state in terms of the monsoon where it's just muggy enough, but it's just, it's just sick, oh, incredibly yeah. hot. Yeah. I remember that. That shit sucked. Uh, also, EG is dropping a new flavor today called cotton candy. So I'm living for that right now. Uh, um, it's too much. Uh, but too much. I, I, I don't want this. I, I know I'm riding hot, everyone. And I don't want this to be like the, well, I think I could write better than Tom King. Trust me, I don't. 
Okay, I enjoy writing. I don't think I can write better than Tom. Well, King. I'm glad you feel that way because Tom King, welcome to the podcast. Oh, fuck! Yeah! What are you doing? He's in the room for? with oh, you. <laughs> Uh, I, just, I am I, Tom King. It's great to be here, Malcolm. I know you've been trying to. Uh, does it sound like that? Uh, uh, nah, this is what my, this is what Tom King. I naturally sound like this. So this is this is this is my anxiety fear, right? Because Tom King, when I posted on Twitter that we were going to be covering this, liked and retweeted that we were doing this, and it's my greatest fear that he comes on and listens to this episode. Oh, fuck. And this is the episode he listens to, oh, and hears Jacob's impression of him. Oh, I, fuck. I met Tom King this is earlier a, this, this is year. an incredible, accurate kind of impression of Tom King. That's what this is. I also created Star Wars. Why does he Star sound Wars. like George Lucas? That's, yeah, what, that's, why is he George Lucas? It's, it's all what all nerdy creators sound like to me. It's just it's, George Lucas. He's, he's like even bat and cat. It rhymes. It rhymes. It rhymes. <laughs> You see, oh you see, the midichlorians are a part of the bacteria that the force is actually. The bacteria, if you will. The bacteria, um, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Mr. King, the if bacteria. you are listening to this, I do apologize. I know that I'm tearing this book apart. I, I just, I love this concept, and I love the concept of sanctuary, and I think that there is, with more time and with a different perspective, I think that there's a lot more that could have been done with this that could have made it really special for me. Uh, and I just, there's a lot of things about this book that rub me the wrong way. That's fair. And I just want to critically spotlight all that stuff. Please, mea culpa, I'm sorry. And if you'd, I, if you'd love to have a conversation about it, I'd love to have a conversation about it. Sounds great. Uh, <laughs> but but I, I just, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff that I think deserves to be looked at in this story. Totally fair. Um, one thing that Sorry, I think everyone, I'm real hot. In this episode. One thing that I think we can all agree on, though, the next scene, I, and it's uh, it's paired confessional. Perfect. No notes. We get Greeno yeah. and Black Canary in the aftermath of this. Uh, yes. Green Arrow has the hat and shoots it off into the ocean as a semi-Viking burial thing. Black Canary wants this solved ASAP. And we get maybe the best confessional in the whole, in the whole book where Dida's yes. just like, fuck this. And she gets up and she leaves. Yeah. Incredible. And it's just uh, six panels of nothing. <laughs> Dinah so being the ultimate Olivia Rodrigo stand here saying, fuck it, it's fine. And then walking off. You're so fucking... Uh, we cut to the <laughs> Hall of Justice. I'm so glad I could make that reference. Hell did, yeah. Yay! We, we went through the uh, the Dark Crisis for Malcolm just now, just so he could make that Olivia Rodrigo just joke so and redeem a, himself. Olivia Rodrigo reference. Because I love Olivia Rodrigo. She's the best. Consider this Malcolm's uh, Malcolm's flash forward. This is this is Malcolm's speed. <laughs> the redemption of Malcolm. Was well, you know, it's funny. After reading this, I was like, "Boy, I can't wait to reread Flash Forward." <laughs> oh, and we'll get to yeah. it. Can't wait. It's gonna be great. Um, yeah. We cut to the Hall of Justice, where uh, Booster Gold is in custody. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And look who saunters in. Da 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 da
da, da, a fan da, favorite character da, of the da, show. We love, we love Ted Cord on it's this show. fucking Ted Cord. Motherfucking Ted Cord so dropped in the chat. We love that character. Uh, hey, here's a fun and question. Let's let's catch up on where Ted Cord has been. Uh, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. You <laughs> can't, man. This. You can't. I'm gonna make a challenge. If Malcolm can can make a through line from the beginning of Rebirth to right now for Ted Cord to find out how the hell he's here, let's put let's put a I'm gonna give put you a, a minute on the clock. How about that? Okay, let's put let's, a minute let's, on the clock. Let's, 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 let's see what we got. All right, I'm gonna got. put a minute on the clock. Okay. See how far. Here See how we much go. You, can uh, you all you Ted Corp. You have one minute. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ready, set, go. <laughs> how, how did I fucking know this was going to be a bit? I don't know, fucking know this is gonna be a bit. I don't even 40 know how much time we're at. Okay. <laughs> 30 seconds. This is already riveting. This is riveting to uh, like I'm pretty sure the listeners think he's doing an interpretive stopped. dance. I hope you all know this. Yes. It's incredible. He is describing in 20 very, seconds. very vivid visual detail of Ted Cord. Through his life. Ten seconds. You can't. Five seconds. You can't. <laughs> Excellent job. Um, <laughs> Ted is weird. Just as a character in this story, because of a couple things. He doesn't feel real. Pre-New 52, <laughs> Ted Kord died in the lead-up to Infinite Crisis. The best crisis. Infinite uh -huh. Crisis? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Post-New 52, post -new 52 uh, Wait, Ted was in this weird place crisis? where he hadn't really appeared anywhere. And then in the Rebirth Blue Beetle comic, remember the Rebirth Blue Beetle comic? Yeah. Ted showed up again. We talked about as a it. mentor, as a mentor yeah. to Jaime Reyes, yeah. who very specifically had never been the Blue Beetle before. Mm -hmm. Jaime was like, I think the first or the second Blue Beetle. Uh -huh. It's unclear on whether Dan Garrett was a thing, but the, yeah. yeah, he had never yeah. been Blue Beetle before. Ted Cord had like had specifically never been Blue Beetle, but he yeah. loved the idea of the Blue Beetle. And so he made the bug. He made all the stuff. Yep. Here Weird. he is always been blue beetle well, always been they have always blue been friends mm -hmm. yeah. and they have been journeying together since the days of the justice yeah. league international yeah a thing that also did not happen in this continuity <laughs> yeah 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 but it's blue this book and literally gold. says continuity who fucking cares who cares and that's maddening for a major event yeah, that true. is maddening and problematic. But it's blue and gold. That's great. That is blue and gold. And I love that I get to see them together. That's awesome. But also, what the fuck? Hey. Bros before heroes. Yes, bros before heroes. You know who should be in goddamn sanctuary? Ted Cord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that's true. 
No, I'm being serious. Fair. I think that's there's an interesting story for Ted Kord to have been at Sanctuary. Oh, yeah. I, like, yeah, I agree with that. I that's where he's been the whole time. And then I came back, and continuity was super weird. And I had never been Blue Beetle, and then I decided to be Blue Beetle. And this this feels right, but it also feels like I've done this before. That doesn't make any sense, right? Like this is this is insane. Also, yeah, that's genuinely for the first half of this. Like when I first read this, I couldn't tell if Blue Beetle was actually real or not. Whether he was like a Tyler Durden situation. Yes, he Ooh, feels yeah. like he's just in Booster's head. You're not wrong. Until he interacts with other characters, that and I was like, way "Oh more shit!" That would have been so fascinating. He's real? Because I thought maybe that was the thing, and that's why I'm like, "Okay, maybe I'll let him cook. Maybe he's not actually real. Like this is Booster <laughs> breaking psychosis or something. That's totally yeah. fine." But no, then he he is real, and he really does have the bug there, and it, that's fucking makes no it's nonsense. It's gobbledygook. <laughs> it's fugazi. But, it's it's pixie dust. It's fucking pixie way, dust. Yeah. And Thank you, Malcolm, get... by the way, for saying let him cook because that's like the second time I've ever heard that phrase ever. Let him so... cook. Yeah, I just, I just, Welcome just back to the rocking chair with Jacob Brown. <laughs> with the new Jacob, Olivia Rodrigo Rose. is a musician. <laughs> <laughs> the new 52 was a reboot for DC Comics. Let me tell you a little thing called Steely Dan. So this band started out back in the day. Jacob, Reaganomics are what <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, the Kennedy assassination took place. Uh... Oh my God. Jacob, so if a second that... world war broke out. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, they did we it all over again. a third one on the way. And, uh, oh boy. So Jacob, <laughs> Superman was invented in 1938. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but no, we get What's, the. Where does get the, the term superhero come from? Does anyone remember <laughs> where that started? Because I don't know where that was happening. We get the confessional with Blue Beetle, Ted Cord. Uh huh. And he talks about this, to be fair. Yeah. Where he's like, it's a lot of hitting and hurting, occasional dying. If you're a hero, that's just what you do over and over and over and over. So he was here. He at, was here. At some point. But he yeah. wasn't here. That also the, that also drives me crazy. God, this is like the biggest headache for me. <laughs> but what I do love is that it illustrates in one page why the friendship matters for them. He says, "You know, I have a friend. Everybody, you know, how do you go through it? How do you go through all this bullshit? Everybody has a way. I have a friend." He's easy to dismiss. That's kind of what he's known for. But to me, he's the guy who's there. And you need a guy who's there and anybody who's there. Someone who's been in it, who's done things as bad as you. You need that. I need that. I can call him. That's all. When it's really hard, he picks up. And then he starts singing Ben. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> wow. We cut back. <laughs> That you didn't expect the Willard reference today. Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus Just Christ. Uh, we cut back to an hour ago. Don't do this. I'm already heated. <laughs> We're in the Batcave where um, you Tom King gives his uh, his audition piece for Wonder Woman, immediately yep. having her say Suffering Sappho. Yeah, you already know funny. he knows how to cook. 
that's kind of funny. He knows yeah, what he's doing. That's pretty yeah. good. That's I also like her cook. punching the penny. And it just <laughs> flying then, yeah. off. It yeah. flies off. It falls on one of the Batmobiles. <laughs> and then Bruce just slightly turns his head to Clark. He's like, you couldn't have helped with that. Like, <laughs> like, you, you just got to let her wreck the shit in my house, dog. Like, I are you for too, that he goes, like, <laughs> I have to tell you too. And Batman goes, I'm going to hide the dinosaur. I don't want her fucking <laughs> over all my bullshit. It's interesting that Batman is joking around right now. <laughs> it's yeah. interesting how Kevin Conroy he is in this movie. He's very Kevin Conroy. <laughs> that doesn't I don't make think, any sense. <laughs> I don't think he's I don't think he's joking though. I think he's like, no, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna hide the I'm gonna be right back. Tell Wonder Woman I'm gonna go hide the dinosaur. No, hold up. <laughs> and then Clark gives Bruce the Bruce and Diana the news about, hey. All the stuff's been sent to Lois. She has her journalistic integrity. She has to report on this. And they're like, okay, look, this is bad. We we need to talk about this before she does this. And Superman goes, my name is Ozymandias. <laughs> and I did it 35 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> it's weird how paralleled that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very weird. Very weird. I mean, I mean, specifically, in... he's in front of all the TV screens yep. and everything. Says I did it yeah. thirty-five, like because it is specifically thirty-five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. weird choice. Yeah. I mean, this is the Rebirth era, which is so fucking tied to Watchmen that it kind of it makes sense that oh, here we go. Here's the here's the tease, but also, but it's kind fucking of dirty. <laughs> but also, but it's fucking incredible journalism by Lois Lane. Oh yeah, look at this art piece they mocked up. I mean, I yeah, it. yeah. Who's the credit on that art piece? Clayman. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fucked. Of course, of course. He's in uh, uh, Aunt May. Obviously, editor, editor, head in chief is just like <laughs> I need a new. I gotta put. I gotta she put, went from DC like, Comics some, to the Daily Planet. <laughs> you got a web designer. No, she she she's a, a DC Comics. She go. She comes back. She's like, all right. I really loved my sabbatical. I took a week off what's heroes in crisis <laughs> wait a second wait a second you guys created what you is guys this? you guys did what, the fuck what? Is sanctuary you killed who this what the fuck is sanctuary is this why you had me miss san diego comic-con <laughs> oh no, get king so... in here get king in here so, uh, so I, we... I will say i ha- always have and it's because i was a journalism student i always have a gripe with how writers write journalism pieces in comics this is actually written like an article would be it is not like from a person's point of view or anything it it is specifically written how a journalism piece on this would be written and i do really appreciate that so thank you tom king for that yes that is so fucking rare which is weird (laughs) it's always editorials they always do editorials and say that's journalism that's not real this is an actual, like, this is article. facts. This is what this is. This is an article, and I love it. So we cut to the beginning of the new Batman adventures where Batgirl yeah. and Harley Quinn are running through a red skyline. Yeah, yes, what the, the dynamicer duo. The dynamic duo. <laughs> um, and they react to the fact that everyone now knows about Sanctuary. Sanctuary was this big, best-kept secret for the superhero community. Now everyone knows how does batgirl's mask work i thought that the ears were attached to the mask 
Yeah, I thought that too. Like to the domino mask. But it it is a separate domino mask. And then she just has the ear. Like, how does that work? Is it like a hair clip? We now turn to the (laughs) tie-in material for this event. What the Uh, fuck? We talked about it before. We are going to be covering the uh, Flash annual that took place during this time, as well as the Price crossover. The Price! The Price! So, if if you're looking for chapter breaks, here you go. Get a cup of coffee. Um, Yep. This is going to be all tie-in materials for the next block here. Mm-hmm. So we kick things off right where we kind of left off with Flash War. Yep. Impulse <laughs> has just been running in the same place, apparently, for a while. Yeah. And he <laughs> he rocks up to a dilapidated house. And he's impulse he's not just like a new 52 impulse this is impulse from before the new 52 yeah okay yeah okay this is impulse did y'all read i mean i i think i know the answer to this did y'all read the impulse tie into flashpoint yeah it's a story that shows him getting trapped in the speed force yes Yes. flash lost it shows him getting trapped in the speed force so if you read that story and then read this it's the next thing that happens yeah. for him. It's oh, just really? that he's in an impulse yeah. suit instead of a kid flash suit. Because it's oh! more recognizable. We already got a kid flash. Which is bullshit because oh. I loved the kid flash suit. We see Impulse looking for everybody. Looking for Barry, looking for Iris, looking for Wally specifically. Mm-hmm. And I I do love the framing of this. Again, Joshua Williamson knows how to do fucking page turns he knows how to compose a comic book really well sure does yeah. and this is also the return of scott collins which i love scott collins. um impulse is going through this house no one's lived here and he goes where are you and then we cut to this completely silent double page spread of barry standing in a field with wally's costume doesn't make sense doesn't make sense at all but for it an image really doesn't make sense but for it's the a image, powerful image powerful powerful with the trinity like off in the back like, off in the at, distance yeah, at sanctuary yeah. like yeah. That, that's a very powerful image it just doesn't make a fucking lick of sense and so he starts to get flashbacks from his time with wally and then he zooms off he specifically remembers being in a better costume <laughs> Once again, because <laughs> that flashback, he's in the classic flashback. Because it's Scott Collins. <laughs> so Barry races off directly into the fucking Speed Force as he's getting the images of finding Wally's body, him running, his teeth grinding, his body just tearing itself apart as he just launches himself into the speed force to look for wally mm-hmm. incredible sequence because he just believes he's like he has to be here i lost him before and he was here and he is just shouting into the void in anguish and then someone calls out to him barry wally turns around or barry turns around and it's Godspeed! Yeah. Is that his theme now? 
He's, yeah, he's got the kind of his, yeah. All right, dope. dope because fun. he's he's new goblin. <laughs> That's not the new goblin theme. No, I know, but what I can't think of what the new goblin theme is. You know, I'll no find it. I'll theme. edit it, it into this story. It was because in that fight scene, there's like the really jazzy theme. Is it's that the, his, is that the new goblin theme? It was. It you know, was basically it the old goblin it's jazz. theme. It's the old goblin theme, but it became like a little. Yeah, this is a little tweak, a little tweak <laughs> to fuck. it. Yeah, yeah. He's sicko. Yeah. Barry's like, hey, hey, August, how's the speed force? <laughs> <laughs> hey, August, now dig this. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Get on up. Get on up. Why is this dance sequence <laughs> being way too long? Get on up. What are you saying? It's the James Brown dance sequence from Spider-Man 3. Isn't that great? Yeah, everybody wanted that. Oh, I thought... Yeah. I was like, what words are you saying? You're like, get, get on, on up, up. Yeah. And I was like, that's... <laughs> that James Brown, yeah. yeah. No, but that's James like, Brown. get on up. There's no, yeah. like, there's no extra paw Kent at the oh, end no, of there's, No, there's a paw Kent in there. It's it's James Brown. There's it's James Brown. A, there's it's always an kind of an implied There's path. always an A yeah. at the end of it. All right, all right. Yeah. So... Godspeed. Get the fuck that thing. <laughs> Godspeed was in the Speed Force. Barry's like, oh, fuck. He's like, what are you doing in here? He's like, you wouldn't understand. And he runs off. And we see that he's got a whole new piece of jewelry. He's looking, yeah. uh, looking new. And so he and Barry tackle each other out, out of the Speed Force. And August specifically says, sorry, Barry, the future needs saving. I got to go. And then he runs off. <laughs> I've seen the future. <laughs> and I am the future of international spy craft. <laughs> Can I tell you, every time I read something that cables in, it's automatically fucking ruined for me now. <laughs> I read Children of the, uh, Children of the Vault the other day. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I can't take cables seriously now. He looks at Bishop and he's like, the future of international espionage does not involve you, you sick fuck. <laughs> I Children love how of the much Vault cable... was awesome. I love how much Cable and Bishop hate each other. It's just, it's specifically a relationship meant for me <laughs> and so bard is looking for everybody cannot find a single person starts mentioning these people we've never met starts mentioning these people we've never met before who's uh -huh. connor who's cassie who's jesse who's max James. J <laughs> prepare for that's gonna be the fucking theme of speed force is just ace and avery rocking up it's like avery James, prepare for trouble and make it double. Make it double. Speed make, make it double. That's Bart. Meow. I was going to say, they got to get like a bat mite. Like yeah. a Flash family flash bat mite. It's like Flash mite. That's yeah. Bart. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is kind of Bart. you right. Meow, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so speaking of uh, of Avery and Wallace, they are over at Iron Heights. Da -da -da, da -da 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 -da. Uh, Iron Heights, where they're visiting Mina. And Mina. Avery talks about, yeah, I've been busy Holy, as part of the wait, Justice really? League of China. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. Oh, God, that's so funny. I just recently reread New Superman. 
shit still fucking slaps. I, I've been thinking about rereading New Superman. It's so fucking good. Yeah, that book rules. Uh, I'm an old man because you said Mina, and I immediately thought of like because we're because we've been using the Dracula thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's exactly what I thought of. Oh yes, a beautiful young woman has come in. <laughs> it is a little. It is a little fucking weird that Mina's here at at Iron Heights. Hey, that good hair right Holy there. Holy fuck. Oh that my god, that's so funny. That's why he keeps her around. <laughs> it's like, why does he keep saying... Everyone else calls me prisoner. Why does he keep saying my name? Prisoner? Prisoner? Mina. Mina. <laughs> what? <laughs> also, uh, Avery. Good hair. Good hair. Good hair. Uh, that's when Godspeed and Barry rock up. Mina's like, what the fuck? We're doing this again. And Godspeed wrecks everybody and starts cracking on everyone. Yeah, uh, he got those flash TV powers where he's able to just, uh, just use lightning kind of however he wants. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also, he's, uh, he's Loki from the very old school Thor cartoon cartoon yeah where every time he pops up it just says crack crack yeah and starts cracking on everybody first barry then mina then both wallace and avery we don't know what's happening no one really does but barry grabs godspeed races him away and then does you know his best jojo's bizarre adventure where he ora ora oras him until he stops and then august is like hey look you're going to see that I'm trying to warn you that I'm trying to help you. And then he socks him on the jaw and he's like, I'm doing this for you, Barry. And he races off. And it's at this point that that gauntlet starts looking mighty familiar. Yes. I can't. Yes, put it's it does. Name, I can't put my finger on it. It's I'll a very specific have, kind of blue. I'll just have to, uh, I'll have to monitor that and think about it. Mm. But so, Godspeed is racing off. He's like, ah, I got what I needed. And then he gets his shit rocked by Bart Allen. Yeah. Impulse comes in and immediately starts kicking the shit out of him. He's like, you're not Wally. You're not the Flash. I'm going to kick the shit out of you. And then we get a voice keying in for Godspeed saying, Godspeed, you are not ready for that speedster. Enter the speed force now. And Godspeed's like, okay, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. He goes, the, this ain't over, kid. We'll meet again. <laughs> we'll meet again, Spider-Man. <laughs> yep, new goblin. Um, <laughs> Bart's like, okay, cool. Well, that was fucking weird. Uh, I guess I'm just going to not address this with Barry and just go and do my own fucking thing. Remember when 30 seconds ago he was looking for Barry and everybody and, and then, then decides, them? well, fuck that. I found them, but I'm just not going to worry about it. Anyway, bye. <laughs> and so what? he just fucking leaves. Huh? And so Barry goes to Star Labs uh, looking at everybody. Wallace, eight or Wallace, Wallace, Avery and Mina Everybody's fine. They don't know what the fuck Mina. happened. <laughs> I can't. And it I was can't. during and it was during That's this so fight. Funny. 
Mina and Lagoon Mina. Boy. Uh, <laughs> during this during this fight, Godspeed also mentioned that, hey, this is what happened at Sanctuary and Wally's dead. And everyone's like, what the fuck? They didn't have time to process it. So now they're processing it here. And Wallace is like, okay, look. You know, hey, probably not what it is. Wallace is like, I already saw Wally die, which happened in the pages of Teen Titans. Yep. What a crossover that was. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he's like, look, you just need to answer one question for me. Does Iris know? Which is kind of an unfair question. All of this is super fucking unfair. And Barry should pull his coat and be like, hey, listen, you little fucker. I just found <laughs> out 30 minutes ago. Of course I haven't told anybody yet. Of course I didn't tell you guys. Of course I didn't tell Iris. I just found out. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm not it hiding is... some giant secret here. But he's like, no, you're hiding things again, Barry. You're being a real bastard about it. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? And now you have to run away. Super yeah. fucked up. <laughs> that, that is actually really funny. It's like, yeah. usually I'm the one who runs away from you. But this time, <laughs> you're the one who's going to run away. <laughs> That's so funny. The face that Barry makes to just like, oh. He's such a bad <laughs> Never, <bitch>. never, never. <laughs> and he just ran away screaming. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, never, it's never. the flash. Was, ah. <laughs> so <laughs> he, <laughs> he rocks up straight to Iris. And remembers all the times that Wally had. And I love that he kind of goes through speed grief in this panel. It's a really yeah. good use of his yeah. power set. Yeah. Good comic booking. Yeah, that is really, that is yeah. good comic booking, good understanding of how to flash his powers work. And he goes through this. He's like, okay, I need to tell Iris. Iris turns around and he's like, something happened at Sanctuary. And Iris immediately just flies into a rage. And she goes, again, Iris, hard as fuck, goes, you find out who did this and you fucking kill them. And Barry's just like, what did you say? What did you say? What did you say? And he knows that she doesn't mean it. Iris also knows, but they're just, they have to sit in their grief. We come to the first epilogue where well, wait, wait. that one shot though at the end, yeah, where they're hugging and then the lightning strike behind them. In oh, the that's window. a good shout. That's I I, I don't think I've to... ever noticed that lightning strike in the background. That yeah. is a good. That's a that's good a, little like yeah. That's a good shout. Good that's eye, Jacob. So, good eye. Good eye. Is, good eye. Uh, we go to our first epilogue where we see Bart at the Flash Museum, which I guess recently just got finished. Too bad for that. Uh, we'll get to that <laughs> yeah. uh, With the statue of Barry and Wally, who everyone knows now, apparently. And what he's just fuck? like, you know what? I'm not going to... I know that this is a really terrible time for the Flash family, so I know what I'm going to do. I'm not going to go console my Flash family. I'm going to run off and find my real friends. Young Justice number one. Brian Michael Bendis. This conversation is really interesting. The whole, like, listen, this new costume you're wearing is super cool, but that isn't the Wally that I know. Yeah. And I agree. Uh, <laughs> but, but him specifically, you, him you specifically being like, listen, we were both trapped in the Speed Force for a really long time, but I knew that you were trapped there with me, and I don't feel yeah. you now. Like, you know, that's strange. It's like, I don't know what the situation is, yeah. 
it's just very interesting and he also very mentions he was like yeah cool barry was like cool and all but but like you're my he's flash. not wally yeah, yeah. You're, you're my guy wally which is awesome because that was a fraught that's relationship literally everyone who was born or grew up in the 90s yeah it, exactly so, and so we get the second epilogue where godspeed returns to this fucking jack kirby mobius nightmare of yeah, the yeah. base yeah i love it and he's like i did what you asked i betrayed the flash and whoever he's talking to is like you told him you were sorry for his loss why and he's like shut the fuck up zordon like i don't like i'm having a really hard time with this and we get to see like different moments on these screens of the flash can you point so, out those moments here we go um... we see the flash at the anti-monitors little you know construct thing during mm -hmm. crisis on infinite earths we see mm -hmm. during uh final crisis the return of barry allen and we mm -hmm. see the ending of flashpoint arguably uh, the th yeah the three most important moments of barry's life is that the end of flashpoint that it is, is when he's right when the injured flash yeah. when the injured barry is racing after to stop himself from saving his mom you're right uh, yeah 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 good call yeah. nice and so he puts the little gauntlet and he's like the gauntlet was connecting or like collecting speed force samples weird and he's like all right i he's like i i i did what you needed to do and the whoever this is just goes good the flash family will pay for what they did to me what they did to my family what they did to my family and How could you not finished, talk about family when family's all about you, God? <laughs> when we're finished, there'll be no more speedsters. Just cars. That's right. This time, it's not about being fast. <laughs> it's about being furious? All oh, yeah. I know is that the end of the road begins here. Oh, it's... yeah, it does, baby. It's... Um, if you live in Tucson, Arizona, come to the Loft Cinema <laughs> August 27th for a screening of Fast Five hey, at 7.30 p.m. The best there one. Be Coronas that you can buy. <laughs> uh, Malcolm is going to be, as far as I know, rocking a pretty sick shirt. Uh, yes, he is. Also, um, a little spoiler for everybody, we'll be shaving my head. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll be going entirely bald. Full yes. Vin Diesel. Full Vin Diesel. For the first so time ever. We see that Godspeed <laughs> is answering to Vin Diesel or this crisis person. I still yes. don't know who this is. Um, I'm kind of it's, surprised that he showed up again here. Because it's the I other figured... monitor. It's the other monitor. Yeah. The hall monitor. The hall monitor. Yeah. The monitor, the anti-monitor, and the yeah. hall in monitor. The, in the hall. Yeah. I'm the monitor. In the hall. That's all. That's all. That's all yeah. So now we get to the price. This is a four-part crossover, Flash and Batman, once again, this time entirely penned by Joshua Williamson. Uh, uh, the can we talk about how incredibly funny this like 
cover picture is. The Chris yeah. Burnham covers on this are hysterical. Oh, oh my god, hysterical! And the I don't think they were meant Batman. to be, which is which makes it even funnier. Yeah, yeah. they're not yeah. meant to be funny, but, but they're really like, funny. Why Batman holding up the giant statue? Like of all people, like he's Batman's so faceless rushing. He's like, I'm he's so like, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, holy shit! I just oh, acted. Shit. I wasn't thinking. Oh god! <laughs> I thought I was acting like Superman. Oh fuck me! What am I doing? It's so, uh, so good. This is probably my favorite. I cover should have gotten married. <laughs> I should have stayed home, being married oh, and all. I'm supposed to be on my honeymoon right now. Oh god! Oh jeez! What so... myself into? There is a credit on the cover saying that it's Burnham a la Garcia Lopez. What Jose Luis Garcia Lopez cover is this? I have no fucking clue, them? but if you can find it, listener, send it to us. Listener, please um, let us know, because I'm curious. The This is what I find really interesting, is the Batman portions are illustrated by... Guillaume Marsh. Guillaume Marsh. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting choice interesting choice um we see batman doing the autopsy on wally Uh uh-huh or at least about to anyway and then he walks away from it apparently all of this shit is happening at the same time which i find baffling yeah i think we can get through the price pretty quick because it doesn't really add up (laughs) yeah so the justice league are fighting (laughs) the justice league amazo Hey, you know what's really fun yes. about this Justice League? Uh, this is at a time where Aquaman isn't in the Justice League because Aquaman is kind you of You mean the best gone. time of the Justice League? Uh, wow. When Mara's on the Justice League. Whoa. Whoa. A- anytime Mara's on the Justice League, Damn, there's an immediate upgrade. I'm so sorry for the Aquaman like slander that just happened. Oh, she knows. Like, she knows that anytime oh, that Mara's on a God. team, it's better than Aquaman. That's she the knows. thing. It fucking rules that Mara was on a team. And that was like a yeah. good run. Like that was a nice little period of time. Mara rocks. Yeah. She's the cool. Uh, we also, I mean, With the Arthur slander, like Jesus. Hey, he knows. Uh, he knows what he did. So we see <laughs> them fighting this Justice League Amazo, but Batman is having uh, some hallucinations. Uh, I love yeah. that it's specifically Commander Steel who he sees. Of all the people. Of all the people. Man, like he's been that nigga for like five minutes. Like, and, what the fuck? And so they're able to defeat uh, this you know robot justice league and then immediately batman and barry leave they're like fuck this we're out of here um and we also see the rest of this justice league team which again fucking rules uh we've got wonder woman look at we've how got brown Mira. kendra is uh look at it uh, delicious uh, so good she's so uh, brown this is also during the kendra and john jones romance which i still find fascinating as an idea yeah, I yeah. still don't like that. I don't like <laughs> it, but I think it's a fascinating idea. It it's is. a choice. So we then head to the Flash Museum, where everything's happy and no one knows about Sanctuary yet? <laughs> Weird. Um, the Flash Museum also has stuff for Avery and Wallace, which I think feels really weird. It is weird that both... Avery's costume is just right there. Like, I mean, I am all for inserting more Asian shit wherever you can, 
but this feels weirdly out of place. Like this little yeah. girl who's in the panel is clearly like, who the fuck is that, mom? She's, she's literally saying like, wow, pur purple's a pretty color. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like okay. who is that? <laughs> I, I want to be a superhero that gets to wear that suit. Yeah, that's, like, that's cool. cool. You can tell oh, that yeah. one's for the girl. <laughs> and then so and then something or someone comes crashing through the top of this flash museum, causing Here's... ruckus, causing damage, causing panic. Uh -huh. The statue of Wally comes crashing down, but it the person who it was going to be crushed by saved by Bruce, who does not have time to deal with this, so he angry walks away. And you know that specifically because of the arm swing and the hunch. The hunch. Fucking god! He's a creepy I'm little like... dude. He's just a creepy so little creepy. dude. And so he gets in there. Um, he's already dealing with like, fuck, I let everybody down. And then he throws a batarang or two batarangs, which Barry immediately catches. And Barry is being very nonchalant for all of the all of the fucking sanctuary bullshit going on. He's like, you gotta give everybody a smile to know everything will be okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Barry, you're gonna... And then immediately we get this like quick turn of him just being like, the old days. Yeah, he turns into everyone else that Josh Williamson writes in the Flash book. <laughs> where they're really chill with Barry until just randomly they're not. And they're like, actually, Barry, you're a real fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> like, that's how he writes Flash in this crossover. And it's weird. And <laughs> then we get a flashback with the classic costumes of Robin and Kid Flash. The classic what? costume that they've what? always had. Wait, what? No, that's that's not true. What? It's huh? the classic costume. That's not the classic Robin it's costume. The cla it's all he's ever worn as Robin. Despite it's... the fact that we literally just saw According... the portrait on the wall since 2011 this costumes. is the only costume he ever wore is robin and then we get this what the fuck it's like... the only one he's ever worn it's existed oh. since 1931 yeah we've always had it yeah it that wally doesn't have the fucking young justice goggles <laughs> i'm surprised <laughs> i like the goggles so i, like I do we too see them but i don't like around. how much they are just coding that with everything that's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Barry and uh, Bruce are having a tough time. They're not on the same page. And then they realize, B Batman says, I know who did this. And then we get the introduction and the backstory to Claire Clover, a.k.a. Gotham Girl. Jacob, when we when we eventually cover Tom King's Batman run, you'll have a better context for this. Just don't worry about it. Oh, right okay. now. Don't worry about it right now. It's, it's not. It does not matter. Truly, it, it does not matter. For not now. important to you right now. Uh, yeah. like, right. In fact, you can just you can just take a quick nap for the rest of the price because it does not affect anything else that happens. Here. That's the thing. The I'm price honest, is weirdly just the Batman story yeah. <laughs> that flashes in. It really it's is very gonna, strange. I'm gonna be honest. I have been asleep this entire time this you really have <laughs> that whole conversation we had earlier yeah sleep sleep talking that's what yeah. he does <sighs> 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 it's like a fever dream i'm wake up, 15... Jacob, wake up 
five minutes of sleep uh, a power sleep that's basically what it is so we we get the backstory on gotham girl and her brother gotham uh but i love claire clover as a character i think she is a character who has so much potential and i really want to fucking see her in a birds of prey book that's the i thing. really want to fucking a lot of potential i, I just wish. don't think that they've done anything with her to justify it i disagree I liked all of her stuff during the Arkham Tower. So is the guy that they're fighting with the Justice League? Oh, Gotham that was Boy? good. Yeah, remember? No, that's just Gotham. That's Gotham. Oh, it's just Gotham. Again, He's just don't Gotham, fucking she's worry Gotham about girl. it right now. Yeah. I just love the don't design. Horrible. Don't love even the design of for suit. a second. Oh, yeah, I it's a great design. design. Costume. Yeah, that's great really cool. designs. Great, great designs, designs for both of them. Yeah. So we get to... Uh, Gotham girl just you know she's gone off the deep end. Uh she is trying to revive her brother who has been dead. Spoilers. Ooh. Um the chat the second chapter of the price again these Burnham covers. These like, so are so funny. That's so good. <laughs> oh my god, they look so fucked up on that cover and it's so good. And this Even was the, the cover that was sent out with the previews for this yep. crossover, which immediately uh -huh. I was just like Gotham Girls back. Yay. Uh -huh. And I for love that we're still having this mass thing too yes. as well as part of the continuity. And that's why you know it's a heroes in crisis tie-in cuz there's the mask there. As problematic as it could have been. I absolutely, for a for a short, for a brief time, bought into Gotham Girl being the culprit at Sanctuary. Uh, okay, I didn't because I, as as weird as many weird choices as this story makes, the weirdest choice would be let's go ahead and tip that off in the fucking tie-ins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that really wild. I'm just saying it could have worked. Um, it's it that sounds very. That sounds very uh, Marvel Secret Invasion uh, yes. to do some oh, of that shit. Oh, <laughs> I love the turnaround for you on Secret Invasion. It was your uh, favorite Marvel show. It was because it trimmed the fat. <laughs> it trimmed all that fat. Uh, yeah, and, and then it trimmed with one everything bone. else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was it. And, look, all I wanted was what I I've always wanted is one of my favorite villains, and it's uh it's it's the super version of it, and it, I got it. I got what I wanted, and I'm fine super with that. Scrolls. Super, super scrolls. Super scrolls. Super scrolls. Uh, we see Claire trying to revive her brother, and then fucking Vin Diesel is also there in the shadows. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Should we talk about who that is? It's Blockbuster. Because they don't cover it in the book. Jacob, do, do you know do you know who that is? You said it's Blockbuster? It's, it's Blockbuster, right? That's so funny. It is not it's, Blockbuster. It's Vin Diesel. <laughs> We're not talking about it because that has clues for later. Okay, but I mean, is Jacob going to remember when we cover that, like a year and a half from now? <laughs> Jacob remembers awkward things that I, you know, fucking I, tell him. Fucking tell I, him that. Tell him because you're so excited to tell him. Fucking tell him who it is, Malcolm. It's the masked man. Bang. Oh. Oh, I thought, oh, okay. I thought it was, I thought you were, I thought you were referring to, uh, oh, God. It's the masked man. Uh, I thought you were referring to like uh, the Lone Ranger or something like that. But, oh uh, no, it is, no! I was, I was making Army a Dark Knight Rises reference. It is physically Army. Army it is Hammer. physically Army. Uh, it is Army so he's Hammer, about sorry. to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Um, so we cut back Ooh. to the Flash Museum where Barry and Bruce are crime scene in it up. Um, they. Have <laughs> 
Crime scene in it up. Crime love... scene bros. No, no words. Crime no scene notes. brewski. Crimes before times. Like crimes before time. That's, <laughs> that's Barry's fucking motto. That's Barry's fucking. That's the flash motto. That's Barry's motto. Crimes before times. Crimes before yeah. times. Fuck bro. the time. Fuck that the time is a T-shirt. That is a flash T-shirt. If I ever heard that. <laughs> uh, Rafa Sandoval does the art once again for fucking how the, did he draw for the yeah. for the flash tie-ins. Really good stuff as always. God damn, he is so good. Uh, and they're just I like, love how he draws Batman. He draws yeah. such a great looking Batman. Big old short-eared Batman. Oh my yeah. god, short-eared baby. Short-eared Batman. So fucking good. Um, we also see for a moment a quick flash to uh, for uh, <laughs> Wally's Kid Flash costume. Which does not look like the costume that was literally in the previous issue of this. Oh, okay. Where do we? Where do it's we the see Wallace when they're in uh, Claire's little hideaway cave. There's like a little drawing of her as uh, a little drawing of her as Gotham Girl, and then Barry hallucinates that it's the design for uh, Wally's Kid Flash costume. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. Except it's yeah, not, right. and it's very clearly Wallace's. Yeah, that is yeah. clearly Wallace's Kid Flash costume. That's fucking yeah. weird. You're right. Yeah, what a weird thing. That's so they I go, they find a secret passage into this laboratory where it looks like Claire has just been experimenting on people, trying to turn them into versions of her and her brother. Kind Most of wild. Are, yeah, fucking wild. This is where she's been the whole time. And then we see a fucking sanctuary mask and barry flips out just then uh claire busts in uh, and immediately just wallops barry activates all of the uh gotham clones and sets them about after them because she's like i gotta go do stuff i gotta go tear down ccpd it's gonna be a great she's time i'm having fun up up she's and away using the ooze Ooh, I like the ring of that. Ooh, child, ooh, things are gonna ooh, get worse now. Ooh. <laughs> Go see TMNT Mutant Mayhem, folks. Was it good? I still it haven't fucking seen it. I, ruled. Want to. it I might do that tomorrow. Ruled. It's so good. There is a joke in there. You'll know it when you see it. That was made specifically for me. Um, you'll see it. You'll see it. Uh, part three of the price. Back to Batman with Gim Marsh. Um, we see Claire's backstory of, you know, her parents getting mugged and then her using her superpowers to punch off the mugger's head. Except that's Again, not what happened. James, don't worry about this. Don't worry about this at all. Um, she wasn't this there. Just for, There's th- just for now. For now. Yeah. It's interesting that you're getting the introduction to Gotham Girl here. Um, yeah, I feel bad. <laughs> I kind of feel bad too, but I think it's going to be an interesting I'm story nice. for you. Sucks ass if this is your introduction. It's going to be an interesting story for you when we do get to that. Um, it's funny see... because, like, usually when a new character is introduced in like a Batman comic or anything like that, it usually is a disappointment for me. So it's okay; it doesn't really matter from that. <laughs> Yikes! So Fair. we see uh, them fighting the uh, Gotham clones. They're able to uh, disable them. Meanwhile, uh, Iris is over at CCPD going through Barry's old, you know, going through Barry's files and stuff, finding a picture of the two of them and Wally. And that's when Claire busts in looking like a fucking psychopath. 
<laughs> yeah. Guillemar sure does know how to draw terrifying people. Um, yep. Flash shows up, and Gotham Girl's immediately just like, you're fucking joking, right? You run really fast? You know how many fucking powers I have? And look at here! And Gotham is back. And they immediately start beating the shit out of Barry, though Barry's doing a great job dodging for the most part. There I love is... that, that panel where Gotham is like about to punch Barry. He's full on almighty. Like straight up almighty. <laughs> like that is a Detroit smash if I've ever fucking seen one. It's yes. a Detroit smash if I ever seen one. <laughs> like that's incredible. Interesting. That is oh, so, so interesting. That is very funny. And that's why when they eventually adapt Tom King's Batman, uh, Gotham needs to be voiced by Christopher Sabat. Like Christopher Sabat? Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> so we see Barry at one point get straight up detroit smashed out of the ccpd building and he just ragdolls down to the fucking street yeah <laughs> kind of rules he hits the side of a building and just flops on the car <laughs> and then it's hits the ground awesome. it's incredible it's kind of awesome yeah uh gotham <laughs> goes to pick him up and then all of a sudden starts shorting out his body is exploding from the use of their powers uh bruce is using i don't just, like the melting effect there it doesn't look good it doesn't look particularly great no it looks um, a little torbjorny if you know what i mean <laughs> Uh, so oh, Batman is pushing his uh, bat plane to the absolute limit to get there in time uh, and he's able to stop Gotham Girl for a moment so that she can um, take a breather and then she's like no I'm gonna fucking like kill all of you and she supernovas she goes super saiyan she uses her binary powers she mm-hmm. is gonna fucking kill using them. her regeneration energy what are you uh what and else? then uh... we get we get the cover of chapter four of the prize which might be the funniest one where she's fucking <laughs> punching barry in the lower spine just oh, fucking yeah. snapping his back <laughs> and backhanding batman because it's... They are no challenge to her whatsoever. While shooting yeah. laser beams from her eyes into nothingness. Like, I literally... It's so good. I, I, she is just very far from just giving Flash a spanking of a lifetime. The spanking of... <laughs> like, seriously. And just looking at this cover, I can, I can, just, I can just hear Barry just going... Ah! <laughs> who, who goes into a fight and is like i'm gonna give you such lower back trauma you've never seen before oh my no, god specifically Bane, actually is, Bane, i guess you're right yeah. makes yeah. sense Have, she learned it from bane of course she did she learned it from bane do you guys remember yeah. the movie the nice guys yeah Brian gosling yeah, yeah. Uh, russell crow russell crow yeah yeah, a perfect movie. When Russell Crowe snaps Ryan Gosling's arm and we get maybe the greatest <laughs> sound. <laughs> that's the sound. I picture Barry making. If you haven't lately, go rewatch what The a, Nice Guys. What yeah, a, what a fucking masterpiece of a movie. On, on Ryan Gosling's Ken performance, which deserved. Deserved. Uh, yeah, go watch The Nice Guys. It's the other movie that he is unbelievably good in. <laughs> yeah, by so the way, good. I finally did watch Barbie. I was going Yay! to ask at the end of all this. What did you think? Ken out of Ken. 
10 out of yeah. 10, right? Um, Anywhere else, you'd be a 10. It's true. Yes. Um, I fucking... Such a fucking good movie. Uh, there is a also a, there's also a joke in that movie that was specifically for me. The Snyder um, joke? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. I was the yes. only one who laughed yeah. in the entire theater. <laughs> me yeah. too. Me I too. The only one who laughed. Me too. I laughed hard. I went, that was it, funny. It was, it was really awkward when like that ha- when that when this one burst of laugh came out of this <laughs> emptiness of theater. Oh, it's so funny. That's a funny fucking joke. <laughs> but so the also, conclusion of the prize. Did I mention that also the great thing about that movie? Did you know the old woman in that bench that she talks to and goes like, oh, you're so gorgeous. And she's I, like, I know. That woman is uh, an incredible costume designer. Costume that is designer. Yeah. Costume designing for the past 50 years and has won so many awards. Oh, yeah. Many awards that's awesome. Like that. I learned yeah. that the other day because that's my favorite scene in the movie. That that I, made so me good. cry so hard. Like, I, I think that's yeah. such a well done scene. It really I is. I actually knew who she was. I couldn't believe I actually That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love yes. that. Phenomenal woman. If you haven't uh, listened to it, go watch Barbie. It's a fantastic Barbie. movie. What, you know what? Do do yourself a favor, make it a double feature, watch Barbie, and then watch the nice guys. Yes. <laughs> what, a, yes. what a day you will have lived. What a wild yes. day that would be. <laughs> yes. Um great. We we cut back to the middle of the fight. Uh Claire has gone supersonic and she is utilizing the power of the chaos emeralds to beat the shit out of Flash and Batman. <laughs> However, uh we it see just occurred that... to me what you meant by that. And we see <laughs> that was just from Algum. That was uh, really funny. <laughs> we see we see as per the uh, as per the stipulation, uh, Claire's powers are killing her, so she crumples to the ground. Uh, Batman and Flash go to help her, and they Flash uses his powers to give her a little defibrillation, which revives her for the moment. And they take her to. First, he super beats on her chest, which is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, fucked up. And he's like, "I'm using my speed to build my momentum." It's like uh, you're you're super speeding on her chest right now. You're just going. Like, <laughs> he's doing chest compressions. Cool. It's just really yeah. fast. He's doing a Too very fast. He's doing the chest compressions. Yeah. Too he's doing fast. A, hey, he's he, doing hums, it in a very he hums staying alive very quickly, okay? That's what I was going to say. You took exactly <laughs> what I was going to fucking say. It's just like he's he's like an, an, uh, 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 an a speed version of... Stay alive, stay alive, stay alive. Flash is about to run off to take Claire to a local medical facility. And Lois uh, comes, not Lois, Iris comes up and slaps. <laughs> I got confused too. No, I, no, for real, I don't know why I got, I got confused. Same, no, I so for real said the same thing. I was like, why is Lois laying there? Oh, wait, that's Iris. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. It's just a very Lois move. Decided to, yeah, they've decided to really uh, Lois code on Iris. Sorry. sorry <laughs> when I see, bunch of years, that's why. When I see, like, when I see a hero in the midst of a crater in uh, devastation and destruction, oh, and Lord. I just see a woman come coming out of that i just assume that it's lois lane you assume that it's amy adams yes i do (laughs) who would have been an incredible iris west she would have been a better iris west than a lois lane i'll be honest i think so uh she blames batman and then they leave and so we cut back to the bat cave where (laughs) where uh claire is now the main art piece inside of the bat cave (laughs) yep (laughs) 
weird. Her her back to tank is in the center of the fucking bat cave next yeah, to all the sorry. cars. That thing is also cars? stationary. That thing does not have wheels. It no. is a stationary yeah. fucking thing. It is staying there. It is also, staying all those, there. All of those cars, like what would happen if you like ran into that thing with all those cars around it? You know what I mean? Um like, can we talk about how there's no continuity between the bat cave? for like artists yeah it kind of makes me sad in heroes in crisis the penny is on that ledge that is high up above where the batmobiles are but then here we are it's right there like in the corner you could walk there and just like crawl on top of it plus the penny should be on top of a batmobile at this point and the penny should be on top of a goddamn batmobile which again this isn't a heroes in crisis (laughs) tie-in also it doesn't actually tie into it like also right underneath the the bat that's in that panel is that the fucking robert pattinson batmobile the muscle car look at that shit almost yeah yeah also what's the deal with the green bats i don't i don't understand why it's an artistic it's a colorist choice yeah it's a colorist choice it's It's actually beast boy just hanging out in the back (laughs) he does that did he he duplicate himself and put himself on the other side there because he's maybe too green does he have that power who knows uh, oh. find out in Titans Beast World. Yeah. Garo. The second of two big DC events that I will not be reading. Uh, we see <laughs> Barry and Bruce kind of having this debrief where I love this moment where Batman's like, what happened to the optimistic Barry Allen? And like this barry allen sucks he's like he died with wally west so he died 35 minutes ago (laughs) (laughs) it's a real character shift for 35 minutes ago bud and bruce is like and you still haven't told iris what the fuck you're a piece of shit exactly wow you've known all this time you haven't told iris have you (laughs) that's just a group of guys behind you going oh it's the entire bat family it's all the robins (laughs) (laughs) i'll say who's the one running by going oh that's tim (laughs) automatically nice Nice. yeah you're right that would be tim because he couldn't handle Um, it he wouldn't who wasn't on the cover it was Beast Boy on the cover. Right? Yes, it was Beast Boy because yeah. it was a Titans yeah. thing. Yeah, Jacob, have you seen that? Great what? cover. There's a Nightwing cover. cover. I think it's 104. I think it's 104 that it, it replicates that like that moment. People love fucking that, like, on that cover, but that cover is dope as fuck. Yeah, that cover oh, rules, really. Oh, but it's like Nightwing funny. and the Titans, and like Beast Boy's running by, going like, "Oh." Uh, <laughs> it's so good. That's, that's fucking funny. That is it really rocks. That's it's awesome. Really, I didn't and so, think about that. There's this exchange between Bruce and Barry here that I think is fucking hilarious, and it's not supposed to be. But it's two <laughs> it's petty bitches being incredibly being petty so with each petty. other. Yeah. And so he, good. you know, Barry's like, we keep failing the people that we love. He's like, another abduction for Iris, another innocent in the crossfire, another dead Robin. And I'm like, whoa, buddy, we don't use that term here. You're in the Batcave. <laughs> they could be hearing you at any point but in time. Then, but then Bruce goes for the fucking ultimate shot. It's like, at least I never forgot one of my partners existed. Which <laughs> rips. And you see the fucking <laughs> you see the fucking anime sing. Like it, it's funny because they're maskless at this point. Yeah. Then it's Paige's turn. Barry has the mask on. Yeah. <laughs> he he immediately went. And Bruce is like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. And all of the, the cave 
<laughs> the cave countermeasures whip up and Barry's dodging between the laser fire and he just pulls on his back. He's like, huh? And Barry goes to punch him and stops. Great double page spread of him stopping the punch right in front of Bruce's face. Yeah. I can hit you a hundred times before you could throw one punch. And this is the same fucking look that Bruce made when he couldn't hold up the statue on that Burnham page. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's about to shit himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So they did it. They so it's actually continuity. It's actually. I guess so. I guess it is. I guess it, you know what? You fixed it. <laughs> and so Barry rushes off, leaving Bruce alone with his new prize possession art piece. And he's he's just going to be Victor Freeze now with that like uh, with that containment, Wait. you know, with her with Gotham Girl in there. Why back, did the liquid turn red? So Barry heads back to Iris's apartment in, in Central City to find a note fuck? was left for him. Not just a note, but the photo that Iris was looking for in CCPD. And we find out that Iris wrote Barry a note telling him, I'm out. Yeah, it's a Dear John letter. Straight <laughs> up. Which I, for one, was like, we just did this. Yeah, we, we just, just did this. Did this. And then she pulls a fucking Kimberly Hart on him. Like, that's fucked, dude. Like, fuck off. That's a, that's a joke specifically for you and me. That was specifically for us. Yeah. Remember when they did a Dear John letter on Power Rangers? I cannot fucking believe they did that. Um, I can't believe it. So Barry and Bruce continue their fight. They go off. And then we get the epilogue, which matters not to any of this. No. Matters not to any of this. This is this is a setup for an entirely different book. <laughs> Which would not be coming out for at least six months. I think it was like six months later. Yeah. So we're not even going to talk about it. <laughs> even though we get a gorgeous Rafa Sandoval Superman. I mean, Rafa Sandoval is just so good. Holy fuck. God, oh, he yeah. should draw Batman more. Like, his Batman is so perfect looking. Yeah. Shit, I think he's the best too. looking Batman in this book. His Superman in this Superman. reminds me of Bermejo's Superman. Yeah, I can see that. Ooh, yeah, that's pretty good. Really good. And uh, that is the price. So that yeah. was yeah, a tie-in that happened. <laughs> we paid the price. <laughs> And you paid the price. Um, so price. <laughs> now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Here we go, back with issue five of Heroes in Crisis. And first off, I, I, I want to talk about this cover for issue five. Um, mm. Trevor Harrison does the Harrison. cover art. Trevor uh -huh. Harrison of Deceased Fame. Something uh -huh. very minuscule that I need to address with you both. Whoa, don't talk about Superman like that. That's that's yeah. very sad. Actually, he's many. specifically, um, the fact that his trunks here are shaped like a thong, essentially. You see the, uh, the cut? Yeah, he's got the bikini cut. It's very it's bikini, bikini cut. cut. It is high. Yeah. It is high on the cheek. I thought you were kidding. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, no it is, it is a bikini cut. High yeah. on the cheek. It looks... It's very strange. It looks like it didn't go all the uh, yeah. It doesn't look like they went all the way around to well, because like you you can clearly see that there's a like there's a sketch line just giving you where the um 
where the leg attaches to like the crotch area but it looks like the colorist who did this cover like made the rest of the arch yeah it's nothing uh, okay, it yeah. means nothing i just think it's very interesting it's very interesting again inappropriately sexy for this book inappropriate. <laughs> but this time with a different artist once again yeah so we open up issue five and issue five might be the best issue it's possible because we get the first off we get the uh booster gold smudge confessional uh -huh. where he talks about this uh he talks about this event that happened in you know in the tom king batman run where he did something and it you know caused blood splatter and so he's been trying to you know clean his glasses his goggles since he sees that blood all the time it's very uh scottish play of him and i just i think it's it's one of those things that can mean a whole bunch of different things right it can be like the literal thing here it can be you know the complex that he has it could be translated as his imposter syndrome um there's a lot there's a lot it's fascinating you just like it because the last panel says there's blood in the way, and now you know there's what that something, something is that's in the way. There's booster in the way. Uh, speaking of in the way, oh man, I, get... I just felt like passing a stone right there. <laughs> <laughs> your medical history to yourself jacob that was so <laughs> really bad the next page is this beautiful beautiful double page spread i love this the, it's a great double page spread it's the most hidden of the where is heroes in crisis yeah which i love really, every time i look really at this good. i love finding where is where are the letters what the fuck is are that talking, wait are we talking about oh okay never mind booster and the beetle sitting oh, okay. on the couch Okay, good. Yeah. Because uh, because I was gonna say, I hope this is how they introduce um, uh, gold and blue for the Tim Gunn stuff, where it's just this the James Gunn stuff. Yeah, yeah. The Tim Let's Gunn see. stuff. Hold on a second. I'm more interested if it's Tim Gunn. He's stuff. cooking. Hold on. <laughs> hold yeah. on. Hold on a second. He's gonna make I those costumes work. It's, uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, I I love. It this. is interesting how James Gunn is starting to look like Tim Gunn now too. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. When yeah. did his hair go shock white? I huh. I love this just as an image by itself with Booster yeah. and Ted just kind of on the couch. Yeah. They're, they're just guys being dudes being bros. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's just there's Nothing something weird. about it. Nothing weird. And it's mm -hmm. and it's them Dude, like surrounded <laughs> six feet apart because they're not gay. Uh we Are see you them watching TV. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> and Booster comes up with an idea. An awful idea. A terrible, <laughs> no good, awful idea. And he says, look, we got to go see Barry to solve this. Because he's still hardcore about, I'm going to solve this crime. Because we're going to go see Barry. We're going to knock him out. We're going to steal the clues. We're going to solve the mystery. Oh, man. And Ted Ooh, looks Jack at him is. as Ted would and says, you literally already did that. You went to Barry yep. already. Like, this is, what are you talking about? And then Booster 
gives some ironclad foolproof response saying, yeah, I already did it. It's the last thing they'd expect. They'd never see it coming. You know what? It's fucking it's real. True. It's true. It's weird that this, this, this moment does kind of feel like Ted Cord is part of uh Booster Gold's imagination. Like, I'm starting to yes. see this now. Yeah, for I'm sure. Yes. I wonder if this I, was I'm, the intention at the beginning. I think so, yes. too. Like, I'm starting to see this intention, and I'm like, you know yes. what? That's fucking not crazy. It works better that way. Actually, it makes it better. <laughs> because then you... Because imagine how good it would Then you flash back to the couch moment, and it's just Booster sitting there. Mm-hmm. Sharing a drink with like with himself with nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like Edward Norton when he's like sharing that drink on the corner of the in 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 Fight Club. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, fuck. Like, you know what would have been really interesting? Yes. I don't know how they would have done it. Um, having Ted be the uh, the hollow booster, like it's uh, it's it's his coping mechanism from the oh, hollow deck oh, of sanctuary see, that's interesting oh that's so it really turns into an that's android better. at the end or something that's better oh, that's, that's so fascinating creepy. to me that's really fascinating. and again i think ted not being real works better yeah it works better continuity wise definitely but i think it works better for the story also i just because boosters together. then then boosters just unfolding as we're watching all of this happen he's just completely unfolding that would be great <laughs> that this is a great like, a great idea for like psychological like i think that's what, yes, like, what, what this event is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah that's what this event was supposed to be it's supposed to be a psychological drama into fraser crane's mind but like it really doesn't <laughs> feel that way at all booster gold is fraser crane yeah, uh, we get a quick confession from Commander Steele. We get a quick confessional from Commander Steel where he talks about all the times he's died, including the one time where uh, Superwoman was using his leg as a club. Uh huh. I love that visual. I just uh -huh. think it's hilarious. <laughs> that's uh, interesting. Yeah, that's uh, after after he died before like Blackest Night. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Or he's talking about Blackest Night here, like. Yeah, no one knows who this is. Blackest night happened. He was killed again, <laughs> and Superwoman like got character. a hold of him, and he was dead again. And then he woke up again. Uh, we go back to uh, Batman and Batgirl, where Batman has done some diagnostics on Skeets, and everything's looking ah, up and clear, clear and on board. And Batgirl's like, look. If I could just like get a second with Skeets, just so I can work on it, and Batman's like, I have a sneaking suspicion that you are working behind my back. Go ahead. <laughs> and there's something about, I know we we've been critical about uh, Clayman's Batgirl, but there's something about the double thumbs up that just feels right. It's the cock head it's just to the, the really side. sarcastic double thumbs it up. See, there's something very... about it that feels wrong to me. Why? Really? I I I think it's because and to to be fair, this is in a period of time where they've where they've de-aged Barbara. Um mm -hmm. once you get to the Burnside era, Barbara is specifically kind of like de-aged. Uh she reads very like early 20s. And this is along that time, and that's just never going to feel right to me. That's fair. Um, 
you know, I, I like I'm much more into in the... where Barbara is now. Yeah. Where she feels like she's almost 30 or like feels like she's early in her 30s, early 30s, sure. you know? Uh and that that that's that's where Barbara feels right to me. So this this feels like young Barbara, and that that just feels wrong to me just in general. So I think that that's probably I disagree, because I give people double thumbs up all the time. And I just heard No, I know. It's it's <laughs> it's the way that this and you look great, babe. Happy belated birthday. Thanks. I hope it was Stop good. It. Stop How it. was yeah. it? How was it? Let's take a second. How was your birthday? I worked. Yeah. Um, I'm everybody sorry. does. Pa pa Papa's got to make money. <laughs> Weddings are expensive. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, I think she, I think she looks very Stepford Wives, uh, very plastic, plasticky. Oh, it's the creepy this. gaze, that's right? It's the that's the, it's that's the, fair. It's the, that's what I mean. It's, it's this eyes glass eye over. Yeah. Side. Yeah. It's very. It's very. There's a lot of care. It's like her and a couple of her other characters that are kind of like this. That made me feel like, are these the actual characters or are they like duplicates? Like we, I know we were like That's joking around. With a little bit about this entire book is kind of like that. I'm like, is this really who they are, or like, yeah. is this somebody else? Because honestly, without this scene, I could read that Batgirl is also not real and is a figment of Harley's imagination. Would also be interesting. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That would yeah. make more sense to me also. So we see uh, Clark and Lois have a quick moment where it looks like Clark's also typing up a story, his journalistic integrity and all that. Uh, we get in a, we get a confessional from Solstice, a fairly new character. Solstice um, is a new 52 character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really. Who sad. hadn't been seen at this point, hadn't been seen since like the new dissolution 52 of Teen Titans ended. What a book that was. Y'all remember Tron yeah. Connor? <laughs> Unironically, one of my favorite yeah. Connor Kent suits. I mean, I love a great Tron suit. Connor. A great design. I love the barcode S tattoo yes. on his arm. It's Kyle like Connor. Connor. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love Incredible. it. Incredible. <laughs> I love it. I also, morbidly, I also morbidly really like the Bartor reveal. I think it's so well done. Mm. Actually, I'll agree with you. Because that was really frustrating. And then they did that. And I was like, oh, you know what? I that works. Yep. <laughs> like, Masquerading that actually works the whole time. pretty okay. Yeah, that's Love pretty it. good. <laughs> and so we see uh, Batgirl and Skeets. Harley shows up uh, singing her little nursery rhymes. And then we cut to the main event here. Barry's at his CSI lab, uh, having just had his shit rocked by Claire Clover, I'm assuming. And booster busts in and barry's just like oh god another flying blonde person i'm gonna get my shit rocked again right <laughs> and so he uh rolls just on instinct wallops booster immediately what the uh, fuck with you what the fuck is wrong with you and booster shocks the shit out of him knocking him out his plan worked booster is Booster is stop. Booster is one of those characters and one of those people who just relies on failing upward. Yeah, I, I respect that about him. He's the John Peters of of yes. pretty much just yes. heroes, just just going up and Booster one hundred percent was a hairdresser at one point in his life. Oh, oh yeah! Wow! Oh yeah! Absolutely! Oh yeah! And did it whenever it's movie star, night. And that's his claim to fame. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Whenever it's oh, movie yeah. night, he goes skeets. Okay, go. 
It's the hands. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. So, uh, the protector gets a confessional next, and the protector is a very deep cut for DC Comics. Oh, my God. What a name. He's like, don't do drugs or else. I took a lot of drugs. I took a lot of drugs. <laughs> Which also speaks to I, a lot of those yeah. like anti-drug stuff. Because a lot of mm-hmm. those people were yep. on drugs. Yep. I double dared. I didn't just dared, I double dared. Double dared. <laughs> Dare has a very complicated history. It really does. <laughs> we don't have time for that. No. This is not a dare podcast. No, we can't do that. Just, I really want to listen to the Dare podcast. I mean, oh, man. <laughs> safe to say, <laughs> this is uh, another real life bleeding into comic booking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out that Clark was not, in fact, typing up an article. He was typing up a statement for Superman and Wonder Woman to give. Mm-hmm. And we get this statement about everything. And I actually really like this. I like the statement that's made here about Clark basically saying, like, there was an incident. I want you to know that we are trying to figure this out. However, this is all out there now. And I need you to know that we are people who are suffering just like you are. And does that mean that we're wrong? Does that mean that we aren't, you know strong enough to protect you i don't think so we are trying to do our best just like anyone is and that's all that we can do yeah i really fucking love this speech yeah i i think it mm-hmm. reads very good for superman to say this uh again tom king knows how to write some superman yeah it's also interesting all these like as he's telling the speech like the the, the different all the teasers that he's, he's, like oh my god like like uh, when i turned in i was like adam strange what really this and then mr terrific this here? book and, like, teased all... strange adventures hey hey jacob yeah. read strange adventures so fucking uh, good. yeah uh, i i i, I think know. strange adventures improves on some of the ideas that are introduced with this book i would agree I, I think that, that Strange Adventures oh. is, it, it feels kind of like a spiritual successor to this, just as far as its themes. Yes. Um, and I think it works a lot better. Strange Adventures is unbelievable. It's a much more acclaimed is story, it, I'll tell you that much. Is it? Is it me, <laughs> I guess. I guess that's fair. Does it give me? Does it give me what I want in terms of like Adam Strange being like kind of like? the the rick from rick and morty of like space and time just no. much, let, like let me <laughs> let me paint this for you it's like it's like if Buck rogers it's like if after deal? the time war the ninth doctor came back and was hailed as a war hero for the things that he had done yes oh shit holy it is, shit it is That's, specifically oh, about wow. being a war criminal oh and my. and yes you and then specifically miss- would love oh. this story. Oh, that's oh, yeah. that's, oh, that's Miss, so Mr. Terrific that's so cool. is investigating <laughs> if, <laughs> if uh, Adam Strange is a war criminal. It's that's the best way. To it's work. so good. It is fan. That's, it is fantastic. It's so fucking good. You, you should seriously check it out. 
Okay. Um, I might reread adventures. that this week, actually. <laughs> I think, Strange adventures. I think that might yeah. read really well to, after this. To, to wash off the stank of this, uh, <laughs> Paul, you're just going to watch You're going to read some I, I think, I think I just, I, like I said, I think it pairs very nicely with this and improves on a lot of the ideas that are brought up with this book. Okay. That's fair. It's it's strange adventures, not strange tales. Strange, strange adventures. Strange adventures. Yeah, right, Tom King, Mitch Jarrods, so and Doc good. Shader. Doc Shader doing Doc the flashbacks. Oh, oh my wow. god! Favorite artist. Oh, you know wow. what? You're so fucking valid for that. Oh my it. god! <laughs> I know it. You're so valid. I know for it. That. Uh, um, it was so also good. really cool because, like, when he was when. Tom King was getting ready to unveil Strange Adventures. He said, Hey, I teased what this book is, or mm -hmm. I teased the two main characters of this book in Heroes in Crisis. In Heroes in Crisis. And so there was like a week long of everybody going through Heroes in Crisis. Yeah. Trying to figure out what the fuck he was like. Talking okay, about. so is it like a Babs and Harley book? Is, is it, it a, a blue, blue and gold it, book? Everyone looked at this sequence because then there's the like the Shining Knight. Like up against the dragon. Is that like, this okay. Is? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's supposed to be a new shining knight. Cool. Yeah. I've never I've seen a woman shining knight before, so same. I think that's a new shining knight. But initially yeah. I was like, is that supposed to be a Wonder dude. Woman story? Because <laughs> everyone knows that Wonder Woman's most uh popular accessory is a shield and a sword. Mm, and nothing yes. else. Yes. And gold armor. <laughs> Hey, remember when Wonder Woman used to be about peace? Anyway, um, then people were wondering, um, you know, is Wonder it Woman Adam by Tom and, King uh... out soon? <laughs> people were wondering if it was an Adam and like Swamp Thing book or a Zatanna and uh, Starfire Star book? Because then he teased like it was a twofer. A... Yeah, I would kind of fuck with a Zatanna Starfire book. Yeah, yeah. That'd be I would so fuck weird. with a Starfire Aquaman book. I think that'd be really interesting. I would fuck with a Two Royals. Anyone on this page except Aquaman book. Uh, we see. Yeah, why do you hate Aquaman? It's not. What it was for the this? bit. That was a bit. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, wait a second. You've come real because hot. Because everybody Aquaman does. Today. You know what? If you get to come Hooray. fucking hot, I get to come fucking hot. Yeah, but not for Arthur. <laughs> Stupid um, fish people. Anyway. Jesus. Oh my god. Uh, That's right. I said it. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> but we, but we do see Superman kind of wrap this up by saying, like, look, what we do incurs damage to us psychologically physically we carry this with us in everything that we do and that is who we are we continue to fight because and we see we cut back to gotham harbor and the mm -hmm. roads that harley had thrown into the waters it washes up on the shore and a red gloved hand picks it up you know why that is? Because there is not much a man can tell you, so much you can say. You remain my power, my pleasure, my God pain. Baby, I can paint you a kiss, kiss from the rose. Or I get a view to stranger, it feels the air. I feel like I'm shopping in a fry somewhere and this song is just popping up and I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta get frozen peas. What fries are you shopping at? Because I never hear that anywhere and I would love to go oh, this somewhere is, where this I is just like one, really? 
Yeah, and I mean, like, this I, is like one of I five stocks that regularly play. Yeah. It's either fries or like Walgreens. I've heard it in Walgreens yeah. before, and I'm just I've... like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walgreens got this right. <laughs> and so while all this is going on, uh, Booster and Ted are using their technology, plus the evidence that they lifted from Barry to f- figure out and see if anything they missed. And Booster notices something. Wally's body specifically is five days older than it should be. And at that exact moment, fucking Harley and Barbara bust in. And we get a quick uh, Harley confessional. And it's sad. It's appropriately sad. Yeah. I I think it's really staged well. Yes. Totally this is, uh, you know, a lot of these confessionals we talked about earlier use the nine panel grid very well. And this is one of those that uses that nine panel grid extremely well for the pausing. I think yeah. that dramatic pausing works very, very well with this. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get uh, issue six where I think this is the other filler issue. No. Yes. This okay. is the other one. Yeah. So this is, and, and this I don't is, mean filler that it doesn't matter, but like, no, filler this as is in like, this was this the other one shot. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. This was what was so, supposed to be the other one shot. And we see that the only person who's carried across from the last uh, backstory issue is Wally. Mm-hmm. The other two being Harley Quinn and Gnark. Yep. Where's Where's my Gnark versus Vandal Savage book? Where is it? Where are Ooh, you? Ooh, that'd be kind of good. Gnark that'd... versus Vandal Savage in time. Where are you? Oh, Give gosh. me that book. Gnark, son of Savage. Where Wait a second. Are you saying that Gnark is your heroic, uh, I guess, heroic antagonist of the Al Ghul Savage War? I'm not saying he's not involved. Um, that's, that's pretty cool, actually. That's, so that's we really see. Cool. I'm I tell just you, drip every, feeding you. Every week, a couple of times randomly, that'll come up in my head. I'll just be like, fuck, that's such a good idea. <laughs> fuck, that is such a good idea. How, how has no one done that yet? Jesus. Because they've been <laughs> for me to do it. It is such a banger idea. That's so perfectly 2006 DC Comics. Like, I love it so much. <laughs> The sweet uh, spot. The sweet spot. It's, for it's, me. It's, 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 that sweet spot of like 2002 through 2009 DC mm-hmm. Comics. Mm. I will be forever horny for that era. Like, <laughs> just forever horny for it. The best. It's the best. So we get this around. We see. Uh, Again, we get the beautiful art by Mitch Jarrods, um, where Gnark is waxing poetic during his treatment. Also, just buck ass naked, just doing mm-hmm. his thing. Um, On a woolly mammoth. On a woolly mammoth, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, we see <laughs> a recreation of the DC Rebirth scene, which I it still makes me emotional. That scene yeah. really just it always gets me. But yeah. This is where we start to get the kind of meta commentary on this, which I find fascinating, uh, where instead of them having the conversation that they had in the moment, Barry is like, oh, Wally, you're back. You know, this is the return of hope. And Wally's like, where's my family? Where's my hope? Yeah, exactly. 
And so we see Harley's there to visit Ivy. She's doing her treatment. Gnark's going through his treatment. And he's trying to... It's very much a... It's weird. It's almost a Steve Rogers problem. It's that depression, that silence that he has to kind of sit with being a man of two times. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And Wally is also dealing with being a man of two worlds and him representing this idea that like, hey, man, you represent Rebirth. It's going to be great again. You're what everyone's been missing. You're hope. And it's it's like Wally read all the Jeff Johns interviews around the rebirth time <laughs> where Jeff Johns was specifically saying like, oh, you know, with the return of like Wally West, this is the return of hope. Like the rebirth era is the return of hope to the DC universe because it's something that's been lacking. It's like he read all of those interviews and got really daunted by it. Yeah. Hey, anybody would. Genuinely. Anybody would. Honestly, Any, anyway. Literally yeah. anyone who's been a quote unquote gifted child right here. Mm, mm, right, right here. Yes. Yes. Told that you are representing something that you do not feel mentally or emotionally equipped to represent. Yes. It's, it is. He definitely has special child syndrome. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Also, uh, I like to think that when Superman is hugging him, he is in his Superman Reborn costume because it's the best Superman costume. I love it. Because so uh, mm. that's when they see each other. And you can yeah. argue with a wall. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Is that the, the Rebirth one? Oh, maybe it was the Rebirth one when he met him. Yeah, I was say because he because he he met him before Superman Reborn. And I'll let you know, I still like that Rebirth suit. I know everybody. I love that Rebirth, it, suit. that Rebirth suit. I, rocks. The only thing I don't love about it red is boots. that it has blue boots. Yeah, yeah, it just he, needs, red, needs boots. red boots. Otherwise, it's and that's basically what they did. Yep. Except and they then just gave perfect. him a fancy belt. Can I tell you? I love the I love the cuffs. I do too, because it. I'm it, a big. It makes stand me think of cuffs. like the sweater cuffs that he used to have. Yes. Yes. Great. I love them. Ah, uh, good costume. I love you. So I we love see, you, man. I love uh, you guys. I'm sorry, I'm so guys. hot this episode. It's okay. It's okay. I'm so uh, emotional. We see Harley <laughs> facing facing off with the Joker. Mitch Ger- Mitch Jared's draws a hell of a Joker. Uh, the page where the Joker gets or the panel where the Joker gets his shit rocked rules. Incredible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> He gets his shit rocked, and it does That's a very, yeah. uh, does a very Ryan Otley blood splattering off the panel. Oh yeah, it does. Very nice. Oh yeah, it does. But yeah, we see again Gennard going through his treatment. Wally is united with the Titans, and everyone's like, "All right, Titans, go, go get them!" And Wally is left behind because he is mentally and emotionally left behind he is still yeah, stuck in a place that no longer exists mm-hmm. there's something in the way and we we get this kind of beautiful moment with harley and ivy um i know a lot has been said and will be said further on this book but the relationship between Harley and Ivy is beautifully illustrated in this story. I will agree. Um, this is right before Jacob for context. This is right before DC starts like fully admitting that they are in a relationship. Yeah. Uh, oh, and so this is okay. like the building blocks of that, right? Mm-hmm. Right oh. after this, there's a really great mini series called Harley Quinn and poison Ivy. that oh. comes after this series. Super good. Yeah. Super good. Uh, uh, fuck who, 
who wrote and drew that? I can't remember. Um, but it's it's up. super good. Uh, and that's really where like the relationship began. And then now they're well, they've Dini just been in a relationship since. Um, which is great. Uh, and you know, DC finally just admitting that this has always been just there. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> which is really nice. Uh, by is not it... just saying no, they're just relationship coded. They're just full on in relationship. Uh, which is, is it the just... Jody Hauser. Yeah, so Jody yeah. Hauser and who drew it? I really Adriana Mello. Adriana Mello. Cool. Yeah, I really like the art on that book, and I never so, remember who drew it. So after um, much poking and prodding, they pretty much just like DC was just like, yeah, no, this works. This is yeah, just it's like no, it's been the plan the whole time. Yeah, twenty yeah, years. Yeah, they tried to play off like, oh no, this is where we're always building. That's why here's the crisis is so important, you know. Like they, they really, they really tried to take the win there, but, uh, but yeah, it, I think that this is really great building blocks for that relationship. Um, like if if this was the first time that you see those two characters together, you it, you it, it makes it a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, you get it immediately, which is I think really nice. And it's also this kind of beautiful conversation between two people who are broken which I think mm -hmm. is very rarely talked about in yeah. that like two people who can find each other can be, you know, fucked up, fucked up and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. We see, um, again, Gennard contending with the idea of maybe the past and the future don't have to be, you know, better or worse. They can just be. And is that Vandal Savage that he's fighting? Maybe we d we don't he see kinda... a beard, we don't see a bearded face and he kills him so I don't think it's Vandal Savage. We do see a stashy kind of face on him. I, mean, I don't think it's... that's a stash. Yeah. Oh really? That's it. Oh, yeah. That's it just his. Okay. That's just his face. Oh, fair enough. All right. Sorry, sir. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it's Vandal Savage because of the dread more dreadlocks that he has. I thought that that was, was the thing that I was like, mm, maybe that's Vandal Savage. And then I looked at that second fan and I was like, he's kind of got like a stashy face. Maybe that's Vandal Savage. No, I don't think because he doesn't have the stash in the close up on his face. You're in the right. Fifth panel. Getting yeah. smushed. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Plus yeah, he dies. And that's you know kind of well but i mean you know this is this is also you know not real you're right you're right <laughs> so and maybe they did meet maybe who knows i guess we'll find no, out no one else has thought about it tell you that much sure hmm. um we see the continuing uh him tr wally trying to come to grips with yes the fact that his family just isn't there and how he has been stuck trying to figure out his place in all of this. Uh, I am so sorry. Really quick. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. I'm just noticing the, this. The Strange Adventures or the, yes! yeah, the Strange Adventures comic. Yep. The comic that's on the floor is fucking Strange Adventures. Another tease. Holy shit. He oh really, shit. You're right. He really did lace that, that in there. I'm also, too distracted I love that. By this fucking like phantom of the opera mask um yeah <laughs> i i love the post-it note on uh on the dresser that says send clay something yeah <laughs> <laughs> that makes me laugh really hard <laughs> i just never noticed that i i love the sequencing of this page uh mm -hmm. because the entire book i forget about the anonymous factor of yeah of uh sanctuary, of sanctuary you know uh 
and that you know they they all show up in the masks and the robes you know you you forget about that yeah. because we keep seeing these people as who they are right um you know and this is the first time that i feel like the mask is actually effective yeah. <laughs> um which is really interesting and so harley and ivy continue their uh continue their cathartic Therapy. beat down yeah. of killing multiple versions of the joker again and again and i think the saddest thing is in the next page gnark gnark completes his treatment yeah like he full-on finishes his treatment yeah and he understands and he yeah it's just mm. um bad timing yeah just when he makes that breakthrough emergency emergency please proceed to the nearest exit and I love this this pa- this full page of Wally. Mm-hmm. I just I do. There's something about it that just it feels ethereal. It feels I don't know. I don't yeah. know something about yeah, it really. It's and just him just saying, "Wait, slow down." So is this the second half of this then? Maybe. And we'll uh, we'll have a better context for this in a in a minute or so. Um, but is this the other side? Maybe. Because in the first one of these, in issue three, we do get the full page panel of him running. Yes, you're right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So this has to be the other half of it. Yeah. Oh, this is where he finally gets to the other. Yeah. Side. Okay. Yeah. Mm. It's just like the second part of that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, again, we'll talk about this in a second, but okay. I imagine that's what this has to be then. Yeah. Has to be. And so we something see... that with context of what's going on, like throughout this whole thing, yeah, you can maybe figure out like, oh, okay, that's what it is. Okay, yeah, that's it, it is kind of fascinating. Yeah, I didn't now, realize I, it. Until I didn't. I didn't think about that until you just mentioned it. That's. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, actually, I, I do think that's pretty cool. That's Hartley a good and Ivy are just kind of having this moment together, and then emergency, emergency. Please proceed to the nearest exit. Ivy says, "Okay, I'm going to go. I'll be right back." She heads out. And then we cut to they're sitting on top of this pile of Joker of jokers, incredible, <laughs> which is kind of really awesome. Incredible. <laughs> um, we cut to outside. Ganark is holding the body of Protector, and he gets to have this kind of um, yeah, he he has this really like profound poetic moment before he dies. And then we see back inside the house, Wally and Roy. But Wally says the exact same thing. The kids, I didn't want to be alone. Before he is zapped and lasered to death by Booster Gold. And just like with Booster in in the previous issue that showed this event, Harley is coming inside the house from outside, mm-hmm. which is in- an interesting detail where she comes yeah. into the room and Booster says, oh, I don't know you were here. Harley says, I'm not supposed to be here. He says, cool. Where are you supposed to be? And Harley says, I'm supposed to be somewhere fun. And then we get the more of the confessionals from the people who died at sanctuary all answering the question how many people did you save 
some people have answers, some people, you know, buck at the question. I, I don't know. I, I love Roy's answer because of who Roy is. Yeah. Because he's always been kind of the, the fuck up try hard. Yeah. And him like saying like, none of this, not one ounce is about counting who you save. All of it is about doing what you can. It's about getting off your couch. That's all. Just get the fuck off the couch. I love that. It seems like a mantra to himself. Yeah. And I love that. Uh, chapter seven. Uh, again, again, just real quick. Yes. If this was issue two. <laughs> Fair. Because then then now we now, you know, we go into issue three with that opening of Booster at the diner and Harley walking in and then them about to have the fight. Fully knowing, okay, we've seen both sides now. We've seen both of them commit the crime. Hmm. Now we're like, wait, so what the fuck is real? Yeah. We don't know, but we also feel like we're following both of those characters on their journey through better. I could see that. Or it to be that. an end of act one reveal of, oh, okay. You know, so now we have the setup for this book. Both mm -hmm. of these characters are implicit here. Yeah. But what is real? What actually happened? Who actually did it? Why do why do we see both of them? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I again, I think that works better. I think I yeah. still disagree, but I'm I'm seeing more of what you're saying now. It rhymes. It rhymes. Uh, we see <laughs> this red gloved hand planting the rose that he got from the Gotham Harbor and also kind of bringing it back to life. It was looking a little wilted. But after he plants it, he's a little bit of a lightning shock power to resuscitate this rose, which I didn't know lightning could do that. And then we pull out to see <laughs> Wally. And again, beautiful title card. Heroes in Crisis. Love this shit. This one's my favorite one. It's so good. It's good. That is a beautiful title card. I, I love making words in like gardens and like landscape stuff like that. I love that kind of shit. So to see this like this open this open field with Wally standing there, I'm like, this is the most gorgeous cover I've seen in this whole book. Right. It's now. incredible. I also speaking of covers, I also really do like this cover of superman uh, yeah getting the, in the middle the Lee oh cover, yeah right yeah yeah i, I want to say it's a jared's a, i think it's a jared's you know what cover. it is a jared's cover yeah it is jared's it just looks very lee weeksy and it does superman for sure face. yeah but also, yeah it's it's a great jared's cover let's uh mm -hmm. let's let's get jared's drawing more superman i i hey, would, yeah i would love to hey, see how that. about that uh we see harley rocking up on booster trying to kill him uh, and I kind of do love having Babs and Ted there because of their history with each other, which yep. may or may not have happened. Yep. It's, oh, wow. It's just nice. It's fun. Jacob, uh, they have a romantic history together. I did not know that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When, I... uh, when she was Oracle just era. starting out as Oracle. Yeah. He was they in the were JLI. Really? They were never yes. like together together. They were No, but it was but they, like, they, uh, they were like they were like internet boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah. Kind of oh, thing. okay. And then it kind, kind of, of like grew a, into you got mail kind of uh like kind scenario. Of. It, it, it kind of I mean? turned into like a situationship 
where they were both at very situation shit. That's a real thing. They're, That's a real thing. I know, they, but they it's were just, both I've never at, heard it put it like that. That's yeah, they they were uh, they're at very specific points in their lives, and then when they outgrew those points, they outgrew each other. But it's just it's it again. It's nice, and this is the first time that huh. Ted interacts with someone else. That being Babs. And if we do get the reveal that Babs and Ted are actually just figments of Booster and Harley's imagination, this works. Otherwise, uh-huh. yeah, not so much. But I do, it, I do still like this. I yeah, they they don't get even they don't even get involved with the fight. They're just watching the two just fight him, and, and it's just making it's just hammering the idea of like they're probably not real. That's the fact that they're commenting and talking to each other. I mean, yeah, it gives the illusion to make it seem like they are actually there, but this yeah. is, it's really weird. It, 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 I I feel like this was, yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, again, is, I don't know. Book. I don't know for sure that this was the plan, but I think it's a fascinating <laughs> thought. I think it's a fascinating think piece. Um, we do get this next process of several Wally confessionals, and I fucking love these again this goes back to what you were saying earlier with like the you know convincing yourself that you're in therapy and you're doing great you know it's it's very much that mode you know he's first day of sanctuary i've admitted my problem and if that's what you call it or whatever and the i'm here yeah great (laughs) (laughs) we've all been that guy yeah And it's just like you see the facade dip for a moment, and he's just like, "I, I know what's wrong with me, right?" And, and I'm here, and that's good. And we get a great little sequence uh, by Jorge Fornes, guest Ooh! artist in here. Tom oh King yeah, a flash or what? God damn! Give me yeah. some. And what I love is that this feels very Silver Age. Yeah, well. it's the Batman, man. I was just like, this is like a Silver Age Batman. Well, just with the sequencing of Flash. Yeah. yeah. Just with the, the speed lines behind In the classic him. costume? Yeah. Yeah. 100% <laughs> the, uh, the <laughs> Inexplicably the, in the classic costume? Yes. <laughs> the onomatopoeia, uh, the onomatopoeia, I'm sorry, is uh, like the Flash. I got, I got one of those. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I how mean, it's... it's I, I gotta do that. I gotta relieve myself. But no, but I do uh, like it, the it, flash and then it being backwards when he stops. When he yes. slides in. Yeah. Really nice. I love yeah. that. That's so it's, sick. That's so cool. Uh we confront another, I mean, guest artist with uh, Travis Moore as mm-hmm. uh Harley and Booster have to confront their conflicting memories. And then this next page I fucking love. I absolutely fucking love this because Barbara and Ted are talking and she's like, you know, I thought uh, Booster's shield was broken. Ted's like, yeah, oh yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, well, we don't really have the technology to fix it. So I kind of linked it up to the bug, which is connected to me. So basically all I have to do is stay conscious and then like that shield will be up forever. And Babs goes, huh? And she just wallops him, knocks him out rocks his shit rocks his shit immediately and we just cut over to booster just going oh no and harley you know goes back to her uh nursery rhyme thing as she's gonna try and kill him we go over the semantics of killing 
Uh, the next confessional of Wally, again, really good. Where he's just like, all right, we got through week one. I like the process. Yep, yep. I feel like I'm making it. Talking about <clears throat> all the stuff. Linda. Iris. Jay. Uh, all of them. You know? All. <sighs> Come on. Like, I... I think people gloss over this issue a lot when talking about this series because I feel like tracking this across, you get to see Wally's headspace in this story. Yeah. Previous issue in this really does a great job illustrating all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, another it's wonderful, true. another wonderful sequence with Fornes. Uh, saying like, all right, uh, I can. I've monitored all the communication. I can check these things. You don't have to run to these places. And Barry is just—he's <laughs> not in Africa. Leaves, comes back. He's like, not in Europe. Leaves. I love this so yes. much. What a fantastic depiction of the dynamic between the two of them. Yeah. He comes back. would be like, listen, you could just use the bat radio. And he comes back. He's like, I'm fast on the bat radio. Like, <laughs> zips off. <again. laughs> And then Batman's just like, well, I'm not sure that's technically true, but I suppose under certain calculation specifications, I could be wrong. This is, again, this is a random page where it feels like Kevin Conroy Batman. Yes. Yeah. This is really Conroy Batman. Or genuinely where I can and absolutely this is very hear Michael John Hamm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. you know what? Really He's kind of sitting Hamm like here. John Hamm in the chair too. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> You're yeah. right. Is the world ready for short King Batman? I always feel like John yes. Hamm's short. Is he short? I don't think so. Let me check. He's got to be like six feet, right? I just feel like he's short. Is that short? You mean you mean it's John, Hollywood wait, John, short? Yeah, that's very hurts true. me. He's six one. Yeah, yeah six there you one. Go. He's barely makes it. I mean, wow, he's taller than Norman Osborn height. That's so. He's wild. taller than Glenn Powell, who is our our perfect. Uh, he's Gold. taller than Glenn Powell. Glenn Powell looks tall as hell. Glenn Powell is exactly six feet. What? Wow. Yeah. That's insane. How do you yeah. know that off the top of your head? <laughs> uh, it, it. I would love to be able to just say like I just knew that, but I just <laughs> I googled John Ham height, and then it said people also search for, and then he popped up as well. Ah, because of Top Gun Maverick. Yep. Uh, perfect. That's movie. the one. Also, January Jones is 5'6. Wow. For anyone who was curious. I feel uh, short to be Emma. A little bit. Uh, how tall is Vanessa Kirby? We see, we cut back to Booster Gold, who is oh, just like, you know what? Fine. 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 I did it. I killed them. Just fucking, just fucking kill me then. And Harley goes for her nursery rhyme. She picks up a shattered piece of her uh, her giant mallet, goes to stab him, but misses. Pulls a Dominic Toretto. She straight up does, too. <laughs> always wins. She, shout, <laughs> she just swears to the sky and just falls down next to Booster. And then Booster asks, hey, what's the deal with the nursery rhymes? I fucking told you they talk about this. I completely forgot about this page. Again. I 100% do not remember this page. Again. One of the most overlooked issues of the entire series. If everyone just read this issue and actually talked about it, I feel like people would 
like this more. Um, we we see it, it. It gives explanations for questions that people have, uh, and Harley just kind of gives this like when you're superheroing, you're supposed to be talking, you're supposed to be quippy, you know, like, and we all think of like Spider-Man, Nightwing, that kind of thing. And she's like, I'm not really like good at superheroing. So I just like, it's the best thing. It's the first thing I thought of. It's the best thing I could do. And she says, I'm not very good at this. And Booster just goes, yeah, me either. (laughs) And we, again, cut to Wally's confessional. Week two. See, he does thumbs up. Double thumbs up. And Wally is definitely like but late twenties. He's specifically overselling it. <laughs> I know, but I'm but I'm saying. But I'm so saying that fits that vibe. And <laughs> I and I think that the double thumbs up earlier were sarcastic. Either way, uh, Wally is kind of recapping everything that's happened in week two. He's like, "Hey, like this is my life. I had this whole family. It's gone." Uh, yeah. Is this we... Clay Man doing these confessionals? I believe so, yeah. I'm going to say something right now. Go for it. Clay Uh-oh. Man makes me like this suit. Let's move on. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him! We Let's got move. him! I we got him! And my MB Pals as well, we got him! This suit looks good. Roll the confetti! That's it. That's it. We I can't wait for the FBI to storm my house right now and pull me away and arrest me. It's like no, 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 no. And that's really you're like you're like the great put him on the chair of cheer, like the great no, not the chair. Chair of cheer, chair of cheer, cheer. He finally accepted that red-suited man that we all love. Right. That's no, really come, what this no, whole no, book no, club has no, been. Come. That's really what this whole book club has been going up to. We don't even finish this episode. We just yeah, got Nakam to admit that the reboot suit is good. So that's yeah. all, folks. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on this ride. Uh, we really appreciate it. That's you. the end of the season. That's the end of the Geek Spain book club. That's all I needed. This was secretly what I've been working <laughs> for like the end for of years. Batman the Brave and the Bold, the fucking set falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it. Like, wait, is that it? Like, that's, that's all. Turn off the episode I'm not ready right for now. it to be done yet. <laughs> <laughs> but we do see Wally kind of going through everything, and he's just like, they're gone for good and everyone wants me to be the symbol of hope what a week week two we're really getting somewhere uh we then see the reason that wally planted this rose it grows into a brand new poison ivy which i dig a lot i think it's cool as fuck i think that's really cool that is like if it's also really creepy you kind of forget that yeah. Poison Ivy's creepy. It is a little creepy, but she, I mean, she looks very Attack on Titan, which I kind of think yeah. is incredible as yeah. a choice. Like, that is yeah. specifically what she looks like. She looks like a Titan. Yeah, That's she looks specifically like specifically the female exactly Titan. It. Yes. The female Titan. Yes. No spoilers <laughs> on who the female Titan is if you haven't watched it yet. Watch that show. It's I, I slept on it for too long and it's really good. Aaron Yeager? Yeah. I, that's all the name I know. That's all the name you need to know. Watch Ikasa? that show. Yeah. Uh, she is more important than Aaron. Anyway, um, we cut to uh, the four the four fuck ups. We'll say uh, Harley, Babs, Booster, and Ted. And so the two of 
all of them are kind of putting their heads together on what's going on. They're like, okay, look, Wally's body is five days older than it should be. We're within those five days. So he's still alive, but he might die today. So we don't know. We, we need to go look for him. We need to figure out, you know, the temporal anomalies. We can find him. There's got to be something that we can do. And again, Booster kind of steps up and he's like, look, everyone thinks we're nothing. Even we think that. That's why they think we did it because nothing, only nothings could do it. And maybe, maybe they're wrong and we're wrong and we're not nothing. Maybe we're something because we're, we're the people to solve this, to help. We're blue and gold. And um, Harley goes, the dynamic duo, which is, I, I like it. I like it. Um, and he and Booster, like, again, just maybe it's delusion, maybe it's bravado, maybe it's hope. He's just like, we're on a secret mission to save the world. We cut Again, back. I, I just feel weird about Barbara being there. Especially that's, that's fine. You calling it the panel, like the, the group of like fuck ups. I feel weird about her being there. And I like the idea of Jason being there more, being in that's that conversation. Fair. Totally because fair. he's the fuck up sidekick. I get you know, that. he's a sidekick who broke bad, right? Quote unquote, you know, who died and then broke bad and has stayed that way and will always uh, be looked as the black sheep of right. the room. I think him being in that conversation works better. Him being with Harley, him being paired with Harley for all of this works better. Like I I agree, <sighs> and yet at the same time, I think it's worth having and I don't want this to be like a uh, a representation conversation but like no but i understand having, what you mean having the idea of you know we've got the two you know cis male superheroes we've got a female superhero and a female you know okay hero we'll say okay also there hey what about steph Ste steph works a lot uh, better steph works a lot better holy yeah. shit steph works a lot better the shit. only thing the only That's thing is you do the only thing is she doesn't have the I don't think she has the tenure to have that kind of back and forth with Harley that Babs does. But but mm -hmm. I think that but I think that works. Because then it's it's everyone's favorite, oh wow, the young one's actually the more mature one. You That's know, fair. I, th I think I think that fair. works really well. But then again, Wes you... Anderson would love it. Anyway. Oh, for sure. Uh... Uh, but, <laughs> but then again, like you kind of get caster cast my hawk. Um you, oh shit! That you, you would kind rule. of you kind of miss out <laughs> oh on she crush it. Uh, you kind of miss out on a the moment with Harley and Babs in the funhouse, and b the moment with Babs and Ted. Those are the only things. Otherwise, I absolutely think Steph would Otherwise, be in a much I, better place and for this. Honestly, especially with throwing continuity to the wind as this book does, mm -hmm. old continuity Steph one hundred percent deserves to be in this conversation. Hundred percent. That's a character who died. That's a character who you know is another fuck up Robin. Right. You know she is the uh, the other fuck up Robin. Yeah. You know, like the only she, thing and she's then, missing is the Joker connection that Babs has with Harley. Yeah. So we need to figure something around that. But yes, well, I she love does that have a Joker idea. connection in that you know, uh, Black Mask is the one who killed her. And Black Mask is just the Joker. Shut the fuck up. We are not talking about Arkham Origins in the same breath as Heroes in Crisis. Okay, we're not doing that. No, today. but 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 seriously, I I I think that I think that solves a lot of problems right there. Making it stuff. 
And I think you can work around those two things. But you're absolutely right. I think making it stuff like that, you know, even having it be okay. So there's no direct Joker comparison, but everyone remembers the Robin that Joker killed. No one remembers the Robin that Joker did not kill, you know? So maybe there's some kind of interesting trauma thing there too. You know, like I, I fuck, that's it. I cracked it. I cracked the code. Cracked the code. It only took hour six of this podcast when I cracked the code. (laughs) I figured it out. Um, also you said breaking bad in terms of like for for these characters and i was like i immediately want now aaron paul to play jason todd in this too old though i know Uh, but but his voice is not a good (laughs) i mean it's whoa i've I've never been on on aaron paul i think he's not a good actor this isn't this is in fact not our heroes in crisis episode this is just malcolm's hot seat my friend Gabriel is loving this right now. <laughs> Let me tell you. You know, shout out to Gabriel. on me for having hot takes. Hey, Gabriel. Hope shout you out to Gabriel. This. My God. Uh, we see <laughs> just shitting all over everything. We see Batman yeah. uh, mentioned to barry who is fucking exhausted having run around the world multiple times he's like i thought right, i thought he i thought he arms. did something terrible to him actually i didn't get why that. i don't know he's why he's just tired just some, he's been running I just thought something no i just i thought something sinister was about to happen right here that batman was going to do something to barry i don't know why i didn't put together that he's just exhausted i get that he was um, just gonna like turn around and whip like a gun at him or something yeah. like, what? i'm not batman no this has been a yeah, this has been a weird ass fucking volume. So I have no <laughs> idea what the hell is going to happen. I but, still don't know what's going to happen. But I do like the the framing of this where Batman's like, all right, we got him. The alarms, they triggered. And Barry's like, okay, which alarms? He's just like, all of them. All of them. <laughs> and we cut back to Wally and the now regrown Ivy. And he says, I'm sorry. I didn't help you. I hurt you. And then I did this. This doesn't make up for what I did. And I'm sorry, you're going to have to see this. And she goes, what What are you talking about? And then we get this flash of lightning where Wally says, you're about to see my death. And another Wally is standing before them. And we get the last uh, Wally confessional for this issue. So it's week three. I didn't think this would even take in three weeks, you know, but... <clears throat> Here we are. And then just a silent breakdown. I have had these where it's just like you finally Mm -hmm. run out. Yeah. Your your bravado meter, your mask. Yeah. It just you run out of the energy to keep the facade up and he just quietly breaks down. But again, he's hope. So he's got to show hope. He's like, can't wait for week four. (laughs) And then we get issue eight. Um, This cover has stuck with me. When I think of Heroes in Crisis, this is the cover I think of every time. It's a great cover. I think it's the best cover. It's a phenomenal cover. This is the cover that you put as a movie poster that does an adaptation of this this book. You know what I mean? Like, this is the poster I would see, like, as a teaser. Yeah. I think think you would remove the robes and the mask just leave oh, yeah. Wally the kids and then everything else but yes one no i i think you yeah. leave the robes and the mask 
No, because then if people haven't seen this, then they the answer's right there. Because there are people yeah. who watch animated films who haven't seen the, the comic that they're what? based on. What? I know, it's crazy. Are you telling me that there's people who are going to watch Justice League colon War World and haven't read Philip Kennedy Johnson's War World saga? Those are two very different stories, and you fucking know that. <laughs> I haven't watched that. Justice League War World, so I don't actually know that. Mm. <laughs> You're such a spiteful bitch. Mm, yes, uh, I am a spiteful bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm on bitch mode. I just showed you exactly mm. who nerded you right there. I'm on bitch mode. Uh, that's right. Oh, shrew, look at me. I'm so special. Anyway, the, um, the, so the next issue starts with uh, Wally West singing an Usher song, which is really cool. <laughs> These are my confessions. This I said all I can say. I thought I came up with more secrets to tell you today. These are These my are confessions. These are my confessions. <laughs> Slip my mind the last two times, silly me. And I guess I gotta give you part three of my confessions. Confessions. Are you just making up those lyrics on if the spot, Jake? Tell, no. I gotta tell it all. Uh, yeah. me wrong when I got the phone call. I don't know. Great song. See that I'll give you part three. Dude. Now this is gonna be the hard. All right, we can't do the whole song. <laughs> what are you talking about with part three? <laughs> I'm singing the weird no out part okay. three. I'm singing the weird out version actually. God damn it! <laughs> Wally's there, and he is <laughs> faced facing the camera. We see the blood splatter, which is a weird choice. Yes. Um, though this must be after everything. Uh, we get yes. the uh, cutaways to the multiple people who were there at Sanctuary getting their treatment and also the people who died. Uh, Roy with a needle will never make me, will never not make me kind of like ugh, uneasy. I, that was, I, I, I yeah. hate that. I yeah. hate that, mm -hmm. actually. I don't mm. hate that because that's... Addiction never leaves you. You just learn to get better at it. I agree, yeah. but the idea here is that all of these are what people, what these people are doing in their holodecks, and oh, I, I don't disagree. think that Roy would say what. That's that's what this is. Oh, I don't disagree with. Okay, silly brain. Uh, I don't disagree with that. These are the things that are that people are doing in their holidays. Oh, but you I think that, that he would be sitting there I, with, the, I don't, with the needle? I disagree that, yeah. I, I think that Roy, maybe not every session, but there's definitely a session about him going through that time. I think there's a session about him going through that time. I don't think that there's a session where he sits there looking at the needle wanting to put the needle in like is that what you're I, reading I, here is that he wants to put the needle that that it's that's it's not what the, I'm reading. an alcoholic walks into a bar i don't think that any alcoholic member who's going to sanctuary is uh -huh. going to go to a holodeck and sit in a bar i i, I don't see that and uh, hey listen honestly i don't i don't have addictions like that so yeah. i can't really speak to that but i i, I don't see that being the case there because that's that's way too that's way too inviting. I disagree. I think I think it's the same thing as facing the trauma like Lagoon Boy does, where he's Lagoon. where he's where he's um facing down his trauma. 
I mean, it's very different, obviously, but like, I don't know. I, there are definitely different ways to interpret this for sure. There, there I, are. There I, are. I actually think it's both, honestly. You guys were both pointing out both, both sides of it. And I was actually just thinking it's kind of like both in the sense of like, um, like if you if an alcoholic goes into a bar with friends and stuff, he's not going to order a drink and stuff like that. But uh, like if you if you think, you, it, you think it's like a test of will. Yeah, I think he's like seeing if like he's trying to test himself and see if like he's able to resist this. If he's a, if he's tempted to like That's put that into his into like to to put it in. It's it's I trust me because I have I have my own addictions in a way uh, uh but and, and I, so test myself i'll have the product in front of me but at the same it's out but out of sight out of mind if i don't see it but it's in the open but it's but i don't see it it's uh, uh then it's out of my mind and i won't be able to Doesn't do have it the but same if kind it's of like power over you yeah exactly interesting yeah, that's yeah, an interesting yeah. take you know uh we see the other heroes that were here going through their stuff um I think there was a missed opportunity to show uh, Commander Steele's leg being commandeered by Superwoman. <laughs> but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Um, that was, I, oh, man. I, I almost died. We see. <laughs> <laughs> what, what an episode to go out on. Uh, oh, we man. see yeah. the psychological everybody. drama. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> And then we see this kind of beautiful two-page or three-page um, sequence of Wally racing. And it's here that we get the backstory. This is where we get the reveal. This is the big confession. Um, this was, this is the explanation. And I think that the explanation makes sense. How one of the biggest flaws of sanctuary is that it is anonymous while i think that it was the choice for that was made with good intentions i do think there's a reason that group therapy exists and that's to show other people having the same problems to show that you're not suffering alone alone yeah and i think that was one of the biggest issues with the inception of sanctuary where it could feel very isolating the only time that you take off your mask and your robes in your room or in the hollow deck when you're completely yeah. alone the reason for it to be anonymous is just to protect secrets and the whole point of therapy is to uncover secrets yes and so and deal with those secrets so yes the further that wally goes along the more alone he feels because he was already feeling isolated at the beginning of this because he's like oh i'm the only fucking person who remembers and then he has that one interaction with superman where he's like keep going kid you got this and he's like all right cool and then he keeps going he's like okay i'm still the only fucking person who remembers any of this yeah and the more isolated he gets the more anxious he gets the more terrified he gets and he starts to think like why is it anonymous like and I, reading this every time, it hits me in a very specific place. Because it's very easy. And again, speaking purely from my perspective, not speaking for anybody else. But when I am going through things, it is very easy for my brain to connect the dots in a way that you are the only person feeling this way. And you are crazy for feeling this way. 
and it's incredibly isolating it's incredibly like it's depressing and it makes you start to think that something's wrong with you and something is wrong with your surroundings and wally starts to get this anxiety about maybe no one else is actually here maybe this was a prison made specifically for me yeah and that's a terrifying thought and he kind of tried his best to ask sanctuary hey i just need to interact with someone like i need to know that i'm not alone here i need to know that i that someone else is suffering like i'm suffering but that's not how sanctuary works and so it tells him the main rule is that it's anonymous every piece of data on everyone on every person who comes through here is deleted all the data is cracked into billions of bits and scattered in a billion places. It's a puzzle that would take the average man a few billion years to put back together. And Wally says, right, and it'd take the fastest man alive a few seconds. I, I, like, the, I like the idea behind this on paper. Also, that's not how any of this fucking works. Um, no, that's not how no, the speed yeah. force works. <laughs> no, data no. does not work that way. Data doesn't um, work that way. Unless that's not how the force works. Unless he goes in and it's now reboot. Unless he <laughs> physically goes in and interacts with those characters. My God. My it God. is the Dio's ultimate plan. My God. Just to bring ba- new 52 rebirth reboot my god <laughs> he took his boots off just so he could reboot oh god oh my god, oh my god. it's god. it was there from the very beginning from the very beginning <laughs> as the mug is slowly falling on the ground i come from the net through systems, peoples, and cities to this place. Oh my God. Frame. Fucked up. My Why format, do you know that? Guardian, Why do you know to that? To mend like... and defend. To defend my newfound friends, their Jesus. hopes, their dreams. To defend Stop. them from their enemies. Oh to say my, They my say brain. the user lives outside the net. The user being Wally. And inputs games for pleasure. <laughs> games being the confessionals. No one knows for sure. But I intend to find out. Reboot! Remember how Reboot should have just been like Tron? Remember how Tron should have been more than just two films? Uh, did you see the thing about that? They're like two. They're like two. No, I'm being serious. I touched because because they're making that new one. No, they're not. They're not making a third film. Literally two days ago, they were supposed to start principal photography. They're not, but because of the strikes, physically they're not not making it. But also because Jared Leto was leading the thing, they're not making it. Yeah, I refuse I, to accept that this is a it's the only thing about that that I'm like, fuck, that sucks. But like everybody else, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Fuck. Like, <laughs> that sucks. I hate it. I'm so mad. So anyway, anyway, Tron Legacy, a perfect movie. A perfect movie. <laughs> a literal um, perfect movie. You know, I'm going to watch it again. I'm, I'm going to watch I'm going to watch The Nice Guys, and then I'm going to watch Tron. <laughs> double feature. What a day. Wild double what a day. feature. But I love it. What a it. double feature. Um, so Bruce Boxlitner as Wally goes into the net and oh, collects all so of the good. data. 
you imagine? Young Bruce Boxlinder as Wally. I'm would Wally be West, so good. and I'm the fastest man I'm alive. Wally West. <laughs> fuck that would fuck cool. that would be dope oh as fuck. My god. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so awesome. <laughs> you know who also would have been a really great Flash? Fucking um, Garrett uh, Headland. Yeah, would have been great. Yeah, as Wally. Yeah. Looking uh, for he's Barry, my, I think he's my played... pick for Green Arrow. <laughs> I agree. We talked I, about I, this. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's my ultimate pick for Green. He Arrow. can do the facial so hair specifically. Yeah. He has the facial. I showed you guys the yeah. photo. He specifically has the facial hair. See, yeah, he, if you look at him in uh, 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 Inside Lewin Davis, he looks perfect. Like mm. he's, he's, he's got it. Like just let him have it. I forgot he's in that movie. Yeah, Johnny Five. Johnny my five, personal valid, right? Johnny Five. Yeah. Uh, Wally says, I was weak for an instant and decided in an instant. I collected everything. And this is a bad decision because not only does he go out and collect all of this in a matter of seconds, he also experiences everyone's trauma. Yeah, here's the thing is that seconds. he could barely handle his own trauma. Yeah. And then he experienced thousands of other heroes' trauma. And again, that is spe- that is the, speaking to the idea of pouring from an empty cup. Yes. Trying to give support when you need it. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. It broke him. He got that catharsis of knowing he wasn't alone, but also knowing that there was so much hurt out there. And he set off all the alarms without meaning to. He runs outside. We get the emergency. Emergency. Please proceed to the nearest exit. All of the other patients come pouring out of sanctuary. They come to him. And Wally talks about this. And I think that the, this is this is fascinating to me. Because on the one hand, this shouldn't be really how the Speed Force works. Uh, this is the biggest... That's not how the Speed Force works. But on the other hand, this kind of harkens back to Mark Waid's Flash, where the Speed Force was this terrifying thing. Yes. I will agree with that. It was this terrifying unknown thing that if you run too fast, that could be it for you. Yeah. It could swallow you up and you could swallow you up. You could be gone gone forever. Yeah. But Wally describes it more as a storm that he's essentially keeping at bay. And for a moment, he loses control of it. And the storm strikes out, killing everyone. Yeah, that you have to have control over it every second of every day. Yeah. That, like, he's consciously keeping this thing at bay it is this it's, unstoppable it's energy and the technorganic virus yes that that's exactly it actually yeah <laughs> uh which kind of makes you think how fast wally could be if he wasn't just utilizing most of his energy to do this and how oh, much yeah. faster he already is than everybody else oh god yeah that's, that's interesting really something yeah. To think. yeah that's something to think about but that is what killed everyone this burst of speed force energy and then he continues. I went fast. I went inside. I was looking for something that might help. I had reprogrammed Sanctuary. I had taken control of it now. I checked it and I saw them, them being Booster Gold and Harley Quinn, who were still in their hollow rooms. And he, again, in a moment of weakness, rushing through any kind of thought of um, fixing it, turned booster and harley right back around into their holodecks so that each of them saw a different 
series of events. And so now we see, and I think it's cool thinking about it now that you mentioned it, Malcolm, those interjections of Wally. Yes. And Wally being the person to initiate those sequences in those issues. That's actually really fucking clever. Yeah, that is clever. Um, I have a bigger problem. I, I don't buy Wally West covering this up. I agree. I that is I think that's yeah. everything against that character that we've ever seen. I agree. However, we do have to speak about the mindset he was in. Panic. Yes, I still I still don't I still don't buy that. That's fair. That's fair. I I that Absolutely is my fair. biggest problem with this book is that I don't cuz I I actually really like the explanation of like, yo, I took in a lot right now. Like I, I couldn't handle my own trauma. And then I took in all this other trauma. I was overwhelmed. This thing happened. Yeah. I do not buy him being like, and you know, I was able to cover up everything because my uncle, he's a CSI. The so I know how to reverse a crime that scene. is, is I, uncomfortable. I think that is not good. That is character assassination. That's fair. I have a real <laughs> fucking problem with that. Even like even with him being completely just cup full, I don't see him taking the time or taking the thought to go back and okay, I'm going to frame this so that both of these people see the other one murder me. I'm going to cover up stuff. I'm going to like I I don't that feels really gross. Yeah, it does. That feels really 100%. gross for a character that Listen, a character that I love, full full Same. admittance, I love Wally West. And I think how many people on this planet, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Wally West is the Flash for most people. Yep. For most people at this point. And to have that character go around, murder everybody, and then cover it up? I... <sighs> I, I really don't like that. I think the use of murder is... I, that, that, that is... Is that is, bad. You know what? I, I, the cover I should up, take that however, back. I'm sorry. is because murder is the, is the incorrect term. And this it, is, the thing it is because, absolutely an incident because a lot of people read this and they go, "Oh, this turned Wally into a murderer," or "This turned Wally into a serial killer." And I'm like, and that's, "That's not what happened. That's not yeah. what happened." And I, I, you know what? I should not have said murder because that is not what happened. But I, I, I agree. But you are correct in that the meticulous nature of covering it up. Like if it was a sloppy cover up, I think that would have been. Not better, but it would have been easier to easier to swallow. To reckon with that, but the nature of the meticulous nature of it is it's uncomfortable. That that is sociopathic for him to go and cover it up. Yeah, and that does not read Wally West at all. There are a lot of other characters that I would say honestly, if if it was Roy, that would actually make more sense. Again, maybe. a character that I love. Ooh, maybe yeah. I think that Roy could do that. Again, this is something that I think really could have been utilized with having the price be a Claire Clover story and Claire being the perpetrator behind all of this. Yes, because that of would her make fandom of superheroes and knowing and training with Batman. Yeah, would have made sense to me. That would have made sense. That would have made a lot of sense. That being said. 
Wally does all of this, and then he uses Booster's tech to go five days into the future to find himself. And his plan, he kills the Wally here, brings him back, drops off his body, starts the whole cycle over again. Yeah. And so one thing I do really like about this sequence of older Wally telling young Wally, like, hey, there's a flower floating Gotham River, a rose, find it, plant it. It's just one more thing. And I didn't notice this the first time about the shadow slowly growing over them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you're assuming, because this is halfway through the fucking sequence, that he goes, he snaps his own fucking neck, and then he brings the body back during the meticulous setup and crime scene. And he writes about, we finally get the answer of what the puddlers thing is. Yes. Says, Barry told me about puddlers. He liked that stuff, science stuff, the history of science. It was a flash fact. Malcolm, flash fact. Uh, flash fact. I'm really sweaty right now, man. It's I. I think it's because I'm riding so hot in this episode. You are I'm riding like hot. Sweating to death. Hot boy. Out. I'm I'm burning up, dude. I feel like Human Torch. Uh, Michael B. Mean, Jordan. You, you mean you mean uh, hot spot? You're just you're just warming up. <laughs> I'm just warming up. <laughs> uh, I'm Jacob. just warming up. Jacob, flash fact. Flash fact. Uh, hi, I'm Jacob Brown, and I'm an alcoholic. There you go. All right. Yeah. 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 Hey, I love you, man. I love you. Thank you. Thank you so much. This Thank is. You uh, for it, bro. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Oh uh, yeah. I've always known. I just don't usually profess like say that yeah often. and that yeah, this no. is uh yeah i'm i'm glad that this felt like a safe sorry. space that you could say that thank you sorry i've been like quiet for like the past five minutes because i've actually been trying to process this book right now because it's actually it's making a, me lot. Think a lot of it's making me think of a lot of things like um i'll i'll, I'll talk about it more when we get to our final review but like i mm-hmm. want to say that this is um i like what they're trying to say and this sequence and yeah. the fact that the climax mm-hmm. right here when it's happening uh uh i agree with both of you um it, somebody speaking to someone who is an addict uh you you need to know that like yes this is incredibly out of character for wally to be doing and and he, he it, it but but at the same time when you're in a panic state like that, you don't know what you're doing anymore. You just are just doing things to make sure everything's okay. Um, to, to, to not ruin the image that everyone thinks that, that you think everyone has of you. And I, and this really um, makes sense to me a little bit. Um, it, it's not executed right. I agree there's d- better characters other than Wally that could have done this. Like Roy is a very good choice. I agree with that. Like any 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 of the characters in Sanctuary should have been like kind of could have had this kind of outlook. Wally does feel a bit out, out of place because of just like how much better he is uh, to, to the other heroes and everything like that that are there. But but when you have a problem it just it's just always there it's not gonna go away it's not gonna you can suppress it you can put it down a little bit you can like but it's always going to be in the nagging feeling in the back of your head 
and um and it it and yeah it is going to take tremendous amount of energy for you to just suppress that and keep that in the back of mind but it's not going to go away everywhere you go no matter where you see something specific you're just going to be like huh yeah still got that twinge a little bit and uh, it's like constant spidey sense behind you and and it's really it's really interesting to do that here um uh this feels like a very like um i, I is a poor way of trying to get the idea of what recovery and rehabilitation is and what depression is and everything like that. But at the same time, it's also really well done and bringing out like the moments of who you interact and what you're dealing with and what, what happens when you lose control. Um, yeah. I wish people, I, I think people harp on this because they don't understand. They don't get what this mentality is. It's, it, it's hard to describe what it is. And uh, it, it's only if you've been through it that you totally get this book. And it's not right until like here that I was just like, okay, I finally get this book. I finally get it where, where what it's trying to be doing. This whole time I've been in, a, it felt, it's, it has honestly been feeling this whole book up until this point, point has been like a detox um, uh, scenario where, I, where you just have been trying to... Um, not think about what uh, trying to cut a cut cold turkey, pretty much in a sense, and thinking like, yeah, I'm doing recovery and everything like that. Hey, hey I haven't touched the stuff in like three weeks now. Hey, that's pretty good right now. And it's like, let's see if I can go for an entire month. And you're like, and you start realizing like, oh yeah, this is actually a lot harder than you think. And like, but once in a while you'll think about it and you're like, maybe I could. I mean, I've been such such a good. I've been doing good. Maybe if I just do a little bit and like that, yeah. Or maybe it's like I've been doing good, and like maybe I can do two two months or so. So, yeah, this I was expecting a villain. I was expecting some sort of villain or some sort of twist and stuff. And but to make it Wally like feel this pain and be this way, yeah, this this is how this is how addiction happens. This is what causes it and what becomes of it. So. Yeah, I I know I've been rambling, but like this no, is, no, this is I, really no, kind of not at all. What I've I've been trying to think and process through. Yeah, I love you, man. Yeah, man. Thanks, we guys. love and receive you. Oh, oh thank you. I'm I'm glad, listeners. I'm sorry, but like you know, if you don't know how sorry. you feel, no, no, no. I no, I, I'm, yeah. I I don't mean sorry. I meant like uh, I meant like, you know, the we we goof around and shit. But this is like this that like yeah this. This is a hard, this is the hardest, this is probably the hardest volume um, we've ever had to tackle on this, this. It's certainly the longest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it makes sense. And, and, and in the sense that I think it's right for it being the longest because of just like how it feels like a therapy session. Though, like that, that's what this <laughs> just basically is. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's just a therapy session. Full, and, full range yeah. of emotions. Yeah. Yeah. No, we love and receive you, man. Seriously. Thank you. I want you to know you are heard and you are loved. You are 100%. appreciated, man. Thank you for I sharing that. You're yeah. welcome. I uh, guess that's my, I guess that uh, we, we can skip my review of this <laughs> at, the, at the end. I'm just going to. No, just man, that was no, great. That's, that's, I, no, I appreciate that. That was um, fucking great, man. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you welcome. for sharing that. You're welcome. And segue. 
because uh, I'm really good segues. Uh, back into the story. No, no, that's it is not on you. It is not on you. I am, it is not on you, man. I am, I, I am glad that you felt comfortable and safe enough to share that with us. It yeah, means man, that the was world beautiful. to me. It means the world yeah. to Malcolm. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it means the world to the listeners. I, yeah, it's just, it's real shit. Yeah, man. And we see. I appreciate that Thank a you. lot. Uh, Wally uh, talks about the puddlers and the idea behind them. We had, you know, Diana had referenced it before about how it was the people who got the impurities out of, uh, out of iron, taking chunks of carbon out of it, removing the flaws, uh, turned into our iron that could be used. But the thing about the puddlers and something that Diana overlooked in telling the story is that the puddlers didn't survive this process. Taking out the impurities was harsh and hot and breathing in that air made them sick and killed them young. So the idea was that the corrupted pieces, the imperfect flaws came from the iron and went into them was the, the superstition of it. But they, and Wally says, you know, the puddlers are dead, but the cities are beautiful. The puddlers sacrifice themselves to make things beautiful and perfect and all of this stuff, which again speaks to the idea of not just pouring from an empty cup, but also the sacrifices that we make, including our own mental health, including our, you know, mental and emotional states to put up a facade or to build something for others. Yeah. Exactly. And so that was the uh, that was the whole explanation for the puddlers thing. Uh, but again, this is Wally's confession. And he says, I've got five days to figure out how to fix this. And then we come to our final chapter. And it starts in a weird place because we see characters who we haven't seen before giving confessionals. Mm-hmm. Jason Blood, The Guardian, Firestorm. Green Lantern, Guy Gardner, Mademoiselle Marie, Black Lightning, Dove, yeah. Yeah. Dove, Cole, and Red Robin. Yeah. And then we get maybe my favorite uh, out actually, of the Double Page Spreads. Yeah, yeah, this is my fucking favorite clouds. Yeah, yeah. At the that end is, of the, at, at least the volume that I have on uh, on Comicsology, Amazon, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They show the process of the yeah. things, and this was literally all Tomomori. Yeah. Like the only line work is literally the bug flying through the yeah. bottom half of the image. Is that what that is? Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. It's the I bug. Yeah, it's the bug flying it. across I, the sky. Yeah, oh, you have to is... zoom into it, but it's the bug. Oh uh, yeah. I, okay. Well, this became my favorite now. All right. This yeah. is yeah. This is yeah. an absolute it's the coolest one. This is well, the coolest this, one. This is the last. This is the last bit of recovery is what uh, what these like covers have been kind of indicating in terms of like what what the process and steps and what's been going on. If you think about it, that is this, a fascinating idea. Yeah, because the like first this, one we get is on the ground and the last one that we get is in the sky. Yeah. yeah. How how fun is how interesting. In, how interesting and fun is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we cut back to uh, Wally and Wally. Um, the younger Wally about to kill his Wally. future self 
and we see the shadow growing just like we saw before and the fucking bug crashes down incredible incredible so good everyone is just like splayed about in the bug they're like did we do it is Wally still alive and i'm like fucking no dude you dropped a fucking plane on (laughs) (laughs) uh we see other confessionals from frankenstein june robbins june robbins whoa bro deep challengers are you kidding me like wow man that's sick uh vixen dr will magnus yeah i'm kind of getting over dr will magnus that was like kind of for me really love that panel the i created her and i'm i love her I yes. I oh boy oh, that's man. a huge fucking moment for Will Magnuson's great stuff. Uh, Blue Beetle uh, Jaime Reyes. <laughs> I, love, I am I love, not. I love. I'm this not going to call Cassandra by that name because I think it's nope. reductive. I oh, yep. yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, we also get a panel for uh, Tom King's audition for Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> as well as Green Lantern Hal Jordan, which I uh-huh. like. That's a great panel, too. Great panel. All these little one-shot ones are really great. Uh, minus most of the Robin ones. I, I, really don't, <laughs> I really don't like those. I do if you boil them down to the Robins are just Ninja Turtles. I, but... Yeah, I think it's really yes. reductive. That's all. Yeah, like, outside of that, yeah. I think it's really reductive. You're not the wrong. last one is the best one. It is. It is. We'll we'll Uh, get to that. But we see our our four amigos, our Fantastic Four, get out of their fallen spaceship. Great hero shot of the four. They are the Fantastic Four. Great hero shot. Uh, And Harley is very much the thing. Yeah, absolutely. She's the the blue-eyed thing. Yeah, she's Uh, the thing. Booster is the human torch. Ted is the... This is Mr. Fantastic. Holy fuck, that is true. Invisible. Oh, okay. joke yeah, I was it, making, it is the Fantastic Four. Yeah, you're right. No, oh, yeah. they, they are absolutely just the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, that's very true. Oh, my God, yeah. that's very true. It's so yeah. true. If just thought, Mr. Fantastic meant... was dating the Human Torch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a world I'd like to live in, let me tell you. <laughs> that's a more progressive, like, Fantastic Four nowadays. Um, oh, yeah. Hey, Marvel, you listening? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Free, Actually, free I like that. Uh, Wake in, up. in, in the Wake new up, ultimate Kevin. universe there you go yeah, uh, there you go yes yeah that's a that's a hot couple anyway so he's oh, yeah. you really stretched that metaphor <laughs> whoa you don't need to be so rocky with your demeanor right now oh hey, shut up you know both what? of you. you you're making me way too steamed up <laughs> you know what we're just going to throw up an invisible wall and act like this didn't happen. Whoa! So, whoa Dr. Duke whoa. over here. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I thought of the same thing. I love whoa. it. Uh, oh, it's clobbering time. Wow. <laughs> 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 Oh my god, after all this hard subject matter, oh thank god for that. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh god. So we're all watching 2015 Fantastic Four today, right? Oh, uh, we're gonna what a triple <laughs> feature. What a triple feature. Is that what we're feature. doing? Nice guys, <laughs> Tron Legacy. Nice guys, Tron Legacy, and then Fantastic. Hell oh yeah, bro. Incredible. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh god. Uh so we see Harley faced with this new Ivy. And again, 
kind of terrifying to look at, but also kind of beautiful in a way. And we it's get very like nineties sci-fi movie, like species, yeah. you know, like yeah. it's, oh, very, it's very that kind of vibe. Species. I'm this is a deep cut, but I'm getting serious Angelina Jolie from Beowulf kind of vibes. Ooh, yes. Good pull. Yes, yeah. that is good a very pull. good pull. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so we see this beautiful moment where Harley and Ivy get to reunite. We get this next group of confessionals, Red Hood, Martian Manhunter, Katana, Mara, Woo! Tommy, Tomorrow. Yeah, Woo! like what? <laughs> uh, Mr. Terrific, Metamorpho, Woo! Detective Woo! Nice. Chimp. Yes, yeah. my love. <laughs> and Zatanna. Woo! I love Zatanna's. Yeah. Personally. And there was Satan, all the evil in all the worlds, and there was me. In a top hat, white tie, and tails. I that is love that. That's that is the a top. perfect boiling down for that character. Yeah, yeah. like in, in the in the way that like I think the Robin ones are reductive. This is so perfect. Like that's exactly who she is. And that's the same it. thing with uh, Mister Terrific right above her. Like, yes, yes, so good. And so we uh, see. I love. I love what De- I, my my thing is Detective Chimps because yes. I was like, oh yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love everything about that. Because she totally would. Because he's that, just that, Sherlock Holmes. It honestly makes complete sense for that character. Yeah. yeah. No. He's, he's just Sherlock Holmes in a monkey body. That's yep. basically he, all he is. Do you it's know how so many good. times they've told a poop-throwing joke about me? I know. The exact number. Like, yeah, of course he's he a would. detective. Of yeah. course he would. Like... <laughs> and so that kind of transitions into this very real moment where Wally is grappling with the idea that he has to end his life because of what he did because he's hurting and the older Wally looks at him he says you think that you're alone the thing is and it's pretty much everything and I swear it's true I swear even if it sounds like a lie right now even if you feel it even if you feel in your heart it's just made up crap and you just have to have dumb faith and dumb me being smarter than dumb you, you're not alone. This and, is my favorite page. And you know, as much as you hear that in times of like, uh, in, in whatever predicament you have, it's absolutely true. It's 100%. absolutely true. No but matter also, what you do. Go ahead. Uh, it, sorry, it's just no matter what you do, I, that you you hear this often is like you're not alone in like so many other segments and stuff. But in particularly this, this is this is absolutely true. It is no matter no matter how you feel, no matter how down you are and deep in a hole, um, you are loved. That's the thing. You are not alone. There is always going to be some there, somebody, no matter how much of a lifestyle you live in as a hermit or anything like that, you have contacted at least one person in your life who does care about you and you are not alone. That's what you have to get in your head through these times. Um, and it's very difficult. So I, th- yeah, this is, I agree, Eric, this is honestly my favorite part in the whole book. And I think that what makes it so special for me is that it closes two different loops. First off, the loop from the previous Wally scenes that were injected into the uh, backstory issues of him saying, I didn't want to be alone. And it also closes the loop of the Booster Gold moment where he is faced with himself 
the imposter syndrome, the arguments with himself in the hollow room, your mm-hmm. toughest critic is always going to be yourself. And mm-hmm. sometimes you just need that critic to tell you what everybody else is telling you. It. Whew. Sometimes you just kind of need to hear it. Um, even if you don't believe it from other people, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it it doesn't make it any less true. And so, um, no one's really sure what to do next. Um, but they know that they're in it together. We cut to the next group of confessionals sideways, uh, Dr. Light, Robin, Aquaman, fire and ice which i love oh yeah man that's my boy green lantern oh. kyle rayner oh yeah we'll call back to omega men uh cyborg jacob's favorite the question yeah, my boy he says one of my favorite my favorite confessional out of all this too um to understand the limitations of things desire them it's true yeah And so Wally is telling himself, he's like, look, we figured it out. We tried to fix what we did and we can't fix what we did, but we can learn from it and we can grow and we can be better because of it. Everyone knows now. Everyone knows that we're suffering. Everyone knows that we are going through the same hardships they are and no one has to feel alone because Everyone knows now that we're all facing these things. And he, yeah, it's, it's the self-talk that I know there are times that I wish I could have with myself. Um, it's difficult to parse through all of this. And he, at the end of the day, he says, we do what we always do. We try to help. And Wally is like, I don't understand. Like, if I don't kill you and bring you back, then the timeline's going to be fucked up. The whole point was not to do what Barry did, which I always, we have to get that little Barry dig in because it's uh-huh. Barry. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then older he Wally says, it. he sure did. And then Wally says, yeah, that's true. But then Booster says, and Booster goes, I have the solution. Body doubles. And (laughs) then we get this really sweet moment where Wally says, you know, aren't we heroes? Shouldn't I sacrifice myself? And this brings me way back to people talking about Heroes in Crisis. And one Dan Didio saying on stage at a convention well you can't have the word crisis in an event and not kill a flash to abject silence uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> boy do i boy do i remember that oh boy um and so I wally where is now in the dc corporation anyway <laughs> and so wally addresses that is he doing like, filings in the should... archives in the bottom of like some basement or something like that <laughs> he ain't doing i shit, don't know dog. <clears throat> okay, shit got rocked. okay that sounds about right <laughs> that's to say i have met dan didio he's a very nice person but he just has <laughs> bad takes he's sometimes. a shit takes <laughs> uh, but wally addresses that he's like 
I'm, you know, I'm supposed to sacrifice myself in moments like this. I'm a hero, right? I want to be a hero. And Booster Gold gives one of my favorite fucking lines in this whole story where he says, yeah, we're heroes. Cool, whatever. But we're brothers too, right? Sisters. And I will also say non-binary folk. We share this life, this absurdity, this life. We're people, we're family. And sometimes I'm telling you that can come first. And that shit rocks me to my core every single time. Yeah, that's pretty Because weird. on top, you know, with everything going on, all these labels you could put on yourself, your career, your hobbies, your, your responsibilities, all of this stuff, we're still people. And sometimes that can come first. Rose before heroes. Rose before heroes. And then we get this moment where Harley Quinn's like, okay, but also, by the way, fuck you and the horse you rode in on it. And she kicks Wally in the balls to give it some levity at the end. <laughs> That's why I like Nestle <laughs> Crunch. Crunch. Whack! What? <laughs> Uh, cue, the, got... cue the end credits in the sitcom ending right there. That's how you exactly. end the episode right there. That's how you do it. <laughs> and, and, it friend, and it's and the freeze frame of Wally <laughs> just laying in the grass. Just but, yeah, but it's the shot pulls in a little bit. <laughs> freeze frame the, as the credits go roll. Yeah, the credits are growing right where he's just like, yeah, in the fetal position right there. So... We get more confessionals from Beast Boy, Green Lantern, I, Jessica Cruz. I love Cruz. Beast Boy's look, by the way. I just wanted to point that out. I, you like the mutton chops? Oh, uh, yeah. I you think, like the chops and the sleeveless? I, think he, I didn't expect that. Uh, he kind of looks a little sexy, so I'm sorry for a little under the belt whoa, here right now. Whoa. Welcome back. So get ready for Titans Beast World, dropping oh, in November. <laughs> uh, Adam Strange, which is great. Red mm -hmm. Tornado, which I thought would be very interesting for Jacob specifically. I mean... Uh, I'm considering building a family. I think it will be both interesting and productive. I anticipate few obstacles. It's interesting. It's interesting how they... He was like, put that right there. That's, interesting, that's huh? weird. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't get it. I don't and then we do get the spoiler one, which is the, the best, best one. one out of all of the Robins. They talk about me? I bet they didn't. Everyone forgets. <laughs> See, it so should have been good. her. It probably should have been her. It should have been her instead of Babs. Uh, Catwoman, Captain Adam, Raven, and then Jim Corrigan, the Spectre, which is yeah, a really interesting like... one to to go with, to end on. I think it's really it's... interesting that they made Jim Corrigan look exactly like... Uh... Ah, fuck. What, what is that character's name? In Stargirl Season 1? Uh... Oh, um... Uh, uh fuck. Blizzard. blizzard no 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 not blizzard the the mind one. Oh yes i know who you're talking about uh who, whose brainwave. son is brainwave thank you brainwave. looks exactly like the actor who plays brainwave yes 100 i think that's very interesting years before that show came out years before that show came out uh, then we get this really f just fun sequence of events. I just love anytime Booster and Ted are busting out of a place and it looks like they just did a smash and grab. As the fucking yeah, Mentos yeah. theme is playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I 
I thought of the Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy theme every time I say some very Batman dynamic duo kind of like 66 theme, you know. That's why I love so we see Wally complete the circuit dropping the body and present day Wally waiting to be brought into custody. Justice League bring him in. Uh, Booster and Ted continue their lives. Harley and Ivy get to be together again. And we see Sanctuary back up and running and hopefully better. And who's going? Jean Grey. If anyone needs therapy, <laughs> it's Jean needs Grey. That's, that's honestly oh, was the boy. first thing that popped in my mind when I saw her. I was just like, is that Jean Grey? So, oh, my oh, God. No. Maddie, good for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I got this confession. I got this uh, godlike fearing entity inside of me called the Phoenix. And Hi, Jean. Listen, <laughs> X-Men Heroes in Crisis would be really fucking See, that, that, would that makes a little more sense. That, that would be really interesting. You, you, you could yeah. commit six issues to Scott Summers alone. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then God. either Scott or Gene are the ones who do it. Then I, I, I buy that. Yeah. Uh, so we see. <laughs> no. So that would be where you'd have to lean into the speedster because Quicksilver would 100% do all. Oh, shit. Quick. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. And him yes. covering it up. Yep. Yeah. So, but we do yes. see that the person showing up to Sanctuary is Barbara, which shows that the confessionals from Barbara from before were actually after her showing up that... to here's to Sanctuary. Great stuff. Huh. Um, oh, interesting. I hadn't thought about that. That's interesting. Yeah. And... I had taken it that she was going back because of all of this. Oh, I. I took it as her going for the first time, but I could I could see it easily either way. Interesting. I that's really interesting, huh? Well, with how they play fast and loose with the order of events for this series, it just kind of made sense to me. Yeah, but you know, to be honest, all of the confessionals could be after. One hundred percent. I hadn't I hadn't really months. thought about that yeah. at all. Yeah. I, but they I could all that, be after, and that's yeah. really interesting. I had thought very that for very the, uh, once you get to this point for me, that's oh, what it made sense. But fuck. it's how it's how they usually way. do it in reality shows too. Like like the it's always the they record that like stuff after yeah. they record that stuff afterwards after it happened. Yeah. Fuck, that's so, really interesting. Shit. So we see Wally also give the final monologue where he says Hope isn't denying who you are or what you've been through, what you lost. Hope is knowing what you carry with you, how heavy is the load, how easy it'd be to stay still, to do nothing, to yield to the weight and fall to the mud. And yet despite that burden, or maybe because of it, you're still running. And though we see Wally in custody dealing with the consequences and the effects of the story that we've just read, we do see a very interesting flash symbol. Not the symbol that he's wearing, but a symbol uh -huh. that might mark the future. And that's Heroes in Crisis. Um, before we move forward, we got a lot of emails to read. Um, final thoughts, and if you did have a favorite part, 
Um, Jacob, I want to open the floor to you if you want to speak any more on what you said earlier or to 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 abridge this title um to this whole volume for me it felt like pretty much like it was supposed to be like it, it it felt like a hero version of one flew over the cuckoo's nest you know what i mean in the sense of just like if it, it felt like that's a great the, poll. yeah it, it felt like very much wally was like jack uh like uh jack nichols's part a little bit in the sense of just like trying to understand what's going on and uh and be a part of like while also doing recovery as well but but not thinking that he needs the recovery it's very much that journey um but um if you got listeners if you haven't checked out that movie check it out i, I can't recommend it enough um it's it's all I, I i yeah the the execution of this is poor just because of like it's hard to put down on paper psychologically what you're doing like what what you go through it is it i it's it's incredibly difficult to sum up what's in your mind to put it out to people to understand it's always hard to translate that um no matter how, uh, especially deep trauma some it's just you just have to experience it in order to understand it so i so i get why this volume is very much difficult to uh, to swallow because of like you you have to experience it oh that's kind of that's how i feel about this whole volume and, and it's just that it's not a bad volume it is really weirdly structured but it's all but it's trying to structure mentality what what addiction is what what uh, what 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 it feels like it's hard to put emotions into like a solid form so so that's kind of what I kind of like sum up this up is just is just that don't be too hard on it for the fact of it being a mess. Focus on the fact that what does make sense is is what a an addict or somebody who's dealing with a lot can only make sense of. Those moments of clarity come out in in these in this book. That's how a person would feel like in someone in that position those moments of clarity happening but when you don't know what's going on it's the same thing with that person you know they don't know what's going on because they're reacting differently so i think that's the best way i could put it my favorite part is honestly um a lot of the booster gold and blue beetle team up shit because and and i and i i also i really love the idea of like uh these characters not really being there I, I kind of think it's I think it kind of blurs that line a little bit because uh, really well because it makes it like the person who's also the addict is like, oh, shit, I don't even know if I'm talking to a real person or that person really is there. You start doubting yourself. So, so yeah. So like like between the Gooster Gold stuff and the little moment with Batman and the Flash running around and everything like that, that was actually my favorite little like nine page nine nine page what do you call it the nine the nine cylinder yeah, kind of page the, yeah thank you thank you very much that's 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 the best thing so yeah um not such Welcome. a such a difficult thing yeah. yeah for sure i i again i've been really hot this episode everybody i'm very sorry about that i <laughs> i yeah, i really have. wish that Look this story i there's a lot of things that I think this story could have done better to make work, not just for everyone, but for me personally, um, to make it mean something more to me. I really, 
again, when they first announced Sanctuary, I thought it was such a great idea. And I thought that, you know, we were going to have more time with that concept and, you know, uh, just, just be able to do something else with it as opposed to it just being a staging for this incident and everything like that. And it, I, I, I really wish that we had gotten more time with that concept because again, like, like I said, it would mean more to me. I, I just think that there's, and I presented over the episode that there's a bunch of things with this. That I think would just mean more to me if, if they had, you know, corrected some stuff there, uh, corrected is the wrong term, um, altered some stuff there. Uh, I I really want to like this a lot more than I do. Um, and I I just I I, I really want to like it more than I do. It, it drives me crazy that I don't. I I never like not liking something that bums me out. Uh, you know, and it just comes down to where I am with it. Um, my favorite part, however. Uh, there was a series of variant covers that they did. Yes. Uh, yes. Which yes. are the, yes. These are so the good. trauma incident variant covers, which I think are fantastic. Uh, um, so good. Issue one, and they're all done by Ryan Souk. Uh, issue one is a photo of Superman dead at the death of Superman, uh, November 18th, which is really cool. I, I love, I just love like, oh, they, they put like the, the dates that these like came out, which is really yeah. fun too. Uh, number really two is good. Batman getting his back broken by Bane. Uh, number three is Wonder Woman killing Maxwell Lord. Number That's four is really Aquaman amazing. losing his hand. Number five is Jason Todd getting the shit beat out of him. Number six is uh, Wally watching Barry run into the Speed Force and disappear and die. Uh, number seven is uh, Kilowog having been murdered uh, with uh, um, uh, I never remember what they call that, but how losing it and killing everybody. Oh, Parallel uh, Twilight. Yeah, yeah, Emerald yeah. Twilight. There we go. Thank Emerald you. Uh, number eight is the creation of Harley, and number nine is Harley holding up a picture of Booster standing in the field of bodies at sanctuary which i think is really yeah. interesting but Very i cool. i just i i love i love that and then the the you know oh here's the look at the uh variant covers yeah uh or i'm sorry not the variant because the title pages mm -hmm. you know like the flowers yeah. sequence which is beautiful and then the yeah the heroes in crisis like in the clouds yeah uh which was completely just yeah like you said it was just tomomori uh, it's rules. A master at work. So that's, that's my favorite stuff with the book. Uh, again, I I never like not liking something. I know I feel like I do, and I sound like I do, but I don't. I want to just like things. I want to love things. I really want to love this book. I really want to love the concepts here. I just think there's a better story in there. Yeah, it's totally fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I come away from this book every single time feeling. Like I, like I learned something new from it. Um, you can actually go back. I did a full episode on this way mm -hmm. back, um, and you can see, you know, kind of my how my headspace has changed, how certain things have changed. I still really do enjoy and appreciate this story. Um, again, the execution not at all perfect, but neither are we and i think with a story that is so focused on people 
that's, I mean, as perfect as you can get. Uh, favorite part, I mean, just Wally's story through this. I know we talked about, you know, the weird choices that were made with him at the end. And I do think that this was, you know, it, it almost kind of felt like a crime of passion by editorial. I don't know if this came, mm. you know, this came across as it being the plan from the start, but I do really appreciate the story. And I, the thing that I appreciate it the most is that we got to have this conversation about it. That means the yeah. world to me. This is the longest episode we've done. Yeah. And it means yes. the world to me that y'all went with us on this ride. Yeah. But that being said, we've got a lot of emails to go through. Yay! What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for, while we're recording this, they announced a Santa Claus miniseries coming out from DC Comics. What? Yeah. Merry a 4 Santa Claus miniseries. Where I guess Batman worked for Santa at some point? I'm That's what time it is. Anyway, it's also time for the mail call. It's... <laughs> if you want to be part of the Geeksplained Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put uh, fa- Flash Fan Club in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. Flash. Ah. I have to let you know, we got nine emails. <laughs> and we awesome. have been going on for, I think at this point, over five hours. So I'm going to be skipping through a lot of the preamble to get to people's questions. I apologize. Just know that I did read all of these um, and we love each and every one of you. We did not anticipate the episodes being this long. Sorry, y'all. It's a longie. It is what happens. It's a lot. Um, First email comes from good brother Jacob Goodhart. Goodhart. Yeah. Uh, I will say uh, he wrote at the beginning, Dear Geek Explained Podcast, you know I was hoping that you would cover a Tom King book for the book club, but it feels like the monkey's paw just flipped me the bird with you guys covering what I think might be the only bad Tom King book. <laughs> that's such a funny phrase. Oh, that's so that's good. amazing. The monkey's paw flipped me the bird. I love that. I'm going to use that now. I've never heard of one. It's so good. I'm Holy using that from shit. now on. Uh, his question is uh, kind of unrelated to Heroes in Crisis, but um, he mentions how he, he mentions the X-Men comics and he wants to know uh, where do we think is the best place to start with the X-Men? I actually did an episode on this, a couple episodes on this, uh, for couple, X-Men, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, I want to ask you, Malcolm. I'm just going to send the question to you so that we can move to the next question. Yeah. Where do you think is the best place to start with the X-Men? Honestly, House of X powers a 10. Interesting. I think you could absolutely start with that. Just know that it's X-Men and it's sci-fi and then just go for a ride. Interesting. I think you could absolutely start with that. The reason I say that I started a lot of people with X-Men stuff just with that. Cool. A lot of people. Our next no. email comes yeah. from uh, Ryan Vandervelden, a long time first time writing Vander... in for the book club. What's up, Ryan? Ryan Vandervelden. I love that. I That's remember Ryan name. Vandervelden was one of the first emails I got for the Wednesday show. Oh. So great to hear from you. Uh, What's up, Ryan? That's right. Uh, hey, Eric, how are you doing? Hope things are going well. Malcolm and Jacob, how are you two doing? You guys fucking rule. This is my first time listening to the Geeksplain book club, and I couldn't be more stoked. Love Thanks, that. Bro. Thank you very much. 
Thanks, um, bro. He writes, he wants to talk rogues fashion. He writes, which oh, designs do you love? Which designs do you hate? And what is the definitive look for your favorite rogue? So those three questions. I'm uh, going to say my favorite design, I think the one that stands the test of time for me, Captain Cold. Yep. The original Captain Cold is so, so perfect. Yep. Um, the one that I hate, Captain Cold from the New 52. I don't like <laughs> the yeah. choice to make him muscular and yeah. make him yeah. hot. Make him, quote, sexy. Yeah. The definitive look for my favorite rogue. You already know what fucking time it is. It's Boomerang O'Clock, baby. And my favorite look <laughs> of Captain Boomerangs, all of them. Malcolm. Uh... I mean, my favorite rogue is, of course, Captain Cold. My favorite look is, of course, Captain Cold. Uh, least favorite look, uh, honestly, pretty much any Heatwave look. I just really oh, don't like Heatwave's design for the most part. Except for, honestly, I kind of like his new 52 design. Interesting. I I think that works okay. Um, uh, 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 what was the third one? Uh... It was, what's your favorite look on a rogue? What's your least favorite, favorite look on a rogue? Favorite. And then what's your favorite look for your favorite rogue? Favorite look for my favorite rogue. Um, I think not visual look, but personality and like just time look and just continuity look. Uh, remember when Captain Cole was a member of the Justice League? Yeah, That shit ruled, baby. That shit ruled. Great time. Great time. That was some good shit, man. He was Lex with his personal security. I love that shit. Jacob. Uh, I guess we're riding all on this bandwagon because um, my, I, I, it's not my favorite rogue, but it's it's my my favorite look of this character is in Justice League New Frontier. It's Captain Cold's character. Ooh, that, no. do, that is an interesting look for him. I Yo, really choice when, go. when he pops up in that episode, and you're just like, "That's Captain Cold. That's awesome." I I don't know. I just love the 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 vulture esque look of him you know the yeah, adrian tombs look cold. he's just it's the so best. cool he's but, the best uh, the vulture wishes loved... he was captain cold like Straight out. honestly 100 like, dead in the streets but i also love i love the trickster uh um i love any of his looks hell yeah i, yeah, I really love any of his looks uh i don't Which like him trickster? when they try to I do. Um, well, the the uh, you like James Jesse James or Jesse, man. Axel? It's, okay. it's James yeah. Jesse. It's always James Jesse for me. Hell but, yeah, baby! Um, but but I I don't like it when they try to make Trickster look like the Joker. That's when I don't like yep. it. Um, because totally agree. it's it's just like mm, you're you're just trying to do the Joker, and that Ryan doesn't Mark sound Campbell. well. Come on, yeah. The only the only connection to the Joker he should not have is no no it's not his fault the only connection the only connection to the trickster should be just like his voice sounding like mark hamill and that's yeah. it <laughs> um next email comes from uh mullet overlord always great to hear from you this uh, question is uh who are y'all's favorite superman and lois's because he, he's been watching uh superman and lois season three as well as my adventures um my favorite superman is i mean if we're talking about live action i mean i think everyone has to kind of all of us for reeve reeve off to the side um i really like tyler hacklin superman 
Yeah. Tyler Hecklin. Um, for Lois's, Terry Hatcher is kind of the definitive. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jacob, quickly, what's your answer? Uh, it's Tim Daly. Tim Daly is nice, excellent what choice I hear and what I love, and yeah, that's that made me obsessed. And yeah, I I was gonna say t- Terry Hatcher too because I always think of Terry Hatcher when yeah. I think of Lois, but I always hear uh, Dinah Delaney. Dana Delaney, yeah. Dana Delaney, thank you. That's right. She she always that voice always pops up. I will always see Terry Fisher, but her voice will always be that. Nice. <laughs> it's that's what I always think of. Um. Next email comes from Joe Loves. Yes, Malcolm. I was I was trying to find it real quick. I can't find it. Uh, favorite Lois, Erica Durhans. I have a signed thing nice. from Erica Durhans. She's always going to be my favorite. Nice. Uh, but yeah, Oakland. Um, next email comes from Joe Loves Comics. Big ups to to Joe Loves Comics. What to do, Joe? Uh, hey, Joe, Joe writes. What you uh, know? Joe's. <laughs> in Heroes in Crisis, since there are many confession scenes from Heroes, which one is your favorite or least favorite? I think we've talked about that. Yeah. Uh, which heroes that didn't get confession scenes would you want to see get them, and what would they say? Jacob, I'm going to throw this one to you. What is one character who didn't get a confession scene that you'd like to see? Oh, let's be weird. Let's get ambush bug. Let's see what Ooh, like, some weird. God, that's, nice. that's real let's, good. Let's get, <laughs> let's get somebody like who really is like you don't really because they were throwing characters like that, that we haven't seen in years and, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So throw that fucking character there. Good like that is the closest thing to Howard the Duck I could think of. So there. You um, go. next no, you email it. comes from Tristan Maldonado. Tristan. Tristan. Uh, Tristan doesn't have specifically a question but he did ask um are any are we gonna go see blue beetle are any of us gonna go see blue beetle because it comes, yeah, comes out today I, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll 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 find a time to see it because um uh you know being mexican i have to support mexican culture in also yeah so also jacob's jacob's the blue beetle guy yeah yeah i love it. i I need to see it because I got to see my boy Ted Cord if he's in this thing. And because uh, I actually don't know anything about this movie. I don't know anything oh, about I'm, I'm excited for you to watch it. So, so I don't, yeah. I, I just know George Lopez is in it. And I was like, is George Lopez secretly being who I think it is? And we'll, um, we'll check back. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. Um, Next email comes from good brother Adam Stringfellow. Hey, Adam Stringfellow. Uh, who writes in. Uh, the usual mental health check. I think we've all we've all talked about our mental health. Yeah, I think this uh, is this episode a appropriate episode for that. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and then he asks, uh, and I'm going to throw this one to Malcolm. Uh, what characters from both Marvel and DC would you like to see interact with each other over the course of a day? Characters from Marvel and DC would I like to see interact with each other over a day? Like what uh, crossover would you like to see? Matt Murdock, Dick Grayson. Let's go on. Okay, I love it. Um, our next email comes from Kyle Still, uh, Kyle. who writes, Hello, gentlemen, this is my second time writing in. I previously wrote in during your GMO Batman discussions, which were excellent. Cheers, um, man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. We all appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Um, he says he's excited to hear the episode. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, he, he says he's very excited. Um uh yeah basically says uh he's excited to hear our uh our thoughts on the episode um it's 
I, he also asks about Dark Crisis, which I think is definitely a mm. conversation to be had at some point. Um, just basic thoughts on Dark Crisis could have been better. Yeah, I think that is a road paved with best intentions, but yes. that road is bumpy and cracky as fuck. Sure is. <laughs> uh, our next email comes from Abdullah Kathrata. Great to hear from Abdullah. Abdullah. What a great name. Unfortunately, Abdullah, you did write a really long email. That's not to say that it's not okay. We love long emails, but there are nine emails that we have to go through and we are approaching the six hour mark. I'm Um, so sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, But we love and appreciate you guys. (laughs) Abdullah did have some problems. Uh, I'm just going to name the problems as they're listed here. One, that's not how the Speed Force works. Two, that's not how data works, both of which we did talk about. Um, Three, the entire aspect of Wally setting up the crime scene. We did talk about that. Uh, Four, the investigation of the crime was also insane. Uh, There should have been uh, speed force signatures and time shit check. I was holding back on it. Yes. Five, the whole thing about people telling Wally that he's a symbol of hope that's returned. We did talk about that. That is a very meta thing. Um, And six, I do he has a problem with Lois making the decision to just reveal people's secrets because it's a story. I can yeah. see both sides of it. Yeah, I don't I think she revealed any secrets. It's not like she dropped the tapes. She just revealed that there is, are that there are these recordings. True. She didn't reveal any actual. They secrets. don't explicitly say that she does or doesn't, which I think can be read either way. I'm pretty. I mean, there's no way that she does because that would reveal secret identities. True. Very true. And that would be another issue entirely. That would be a whole thing. That's why I want a side story about that. Should have been there. <laughs> That's interesting. Should have been a tie-in. Should have um, been a tie-in. Our, our last email comes from Dylan Hall. Good brother Dylan Hall. Who's, Hall. Whose uh, subject says, Flash Fam Club Mailbag, the only Heroes in Crisis fan in the multiverse? Question mark. Uh, Dylan liked the story. <laughs> Dylan liked the story uh, overall, which I, I do like. Um, and he likes Wally's characterization as this put-upon former gifted kid that everyone expected something from. Really like that. Um, and he writes something interesting. Uh, I have heard Tom mention that if he did it all again, Wally wouldn't be in the main character, which is an yes. interesting take. Yes. Um, but he well. disagrees with the idea behind that because it – it's a perfect setup to Wally having a breakdown. Also leads to Jeremy Adams doing some banger redemption work in his run. Totally agree. Uh, there's a moment in One Minute War that is incredible. Yes. Um, yes. But he did want to just talk about how much he enjoys the story, how much he is a King and Adams shill. You're in good company, Dylan. Always happy uh, to hear from you. And that's it. We rocked through those. Um, again, Usually we take more time with these emails, but we did get so many of them, and we really do appreciate you all uh, writing you all. in. It means the world, literally. It's just, you all. This this was just a lot of an episode, and we don't want you all to have to hear a lot more. Yeah. Yes, one hundred. Or for Eric to edit a lot more, y'all. I'm sorry. We need to give Eric more credit here for <laughs> yeah. editing. Like seriously, uh, no, no, no. cheesy beats, no, cheesy we, beats. This is we have massive. the. E- 
we have the easy part of just yeah. like he, he we're, we're guests that he keeps inviting yeah, us man. for some reason <laughs> thinking that we're really good and opinionated and being in this book club and, Jacob and, and I get to fuck around and Eric yeah. has to find out <laughs> I find out every week boy am I finding out this week let me tell you're you. finding out this week <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> but yeah so that wraps up this episode our gigantic heroes in crisis coverage thank you so much to everybody for sticking with us throughout this whole thing this has been incredible giant size giant sized indeed next week we are bringing it back down with a much shorter episode <laughs> uh volume 11 of the flash entitled the greatest trick of all it's only four mm. it's only five issues issues 66 67 68 and 69 that's only four issues we are going four from issues. a gigantic episode to probably a much shorter episode oh, um, boy. The synopsis goes You're like welcome. this barry arrives back home from his force quest to discover something in a city is off the people of central city are all acting strangely even those closest to him he better figure things out because the trickster has welcomed the scarlet speedster back home with an impossible choice save the people of central city or let the villain who caused it all escape to wreak havoc another day so yeah that's looking forward to next week again a much shorter episode feel free to write in long emails next week Four issues that we're going to be covering so we look forward to that again thank you so much for joining minimum with us minimum two paragraphs all single space uh please stop, stop. i do have to edit that. these things yeah, we um, but overall heroes in crisis hell of a story Woof. uh both for good and for bad but this will go down as one of my favorite episodes because i got to share it with the two of you and with all of you listening here i love you all thank you so much for listening uh, tune in next week for uh, volume 11 of The Flash entitled uh, The Greatest Trick of All, issues 66 through 69. But for now, the Geek Explained Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. I'm just warming up. And I'm still an alcoholic. Thank you very much for listening. Stay safe. And just know that you are not alone. Bros before heroes. Bros before heroes. Turning black